PKA484 with our guest, Richard Ryan. Kyle? Couple of sponsors tonight, Postmates and Smart Mouth. We'll get to them later on the show, but yeah, we got our good buddy Richard Ryan back on. Been a little while. How you doing, buddy? Good. It's been a hot minute. I love it. Love you live in the house? Yes. Um, Son Texas, of a bitch. I know. We, we have the... Well, it's different because we lease 1,400 acres here in Texas uh, for the Why coffee company. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it's, it's 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 relatively close to the the greater metro area of uh, San Antonio. So uh, I leave from my place to go there. So it's never really any stopping anywhere else or anything like that. But uh, you know, you gotta you gotta keep content going and everything. So yeah, barely five hundred hectares. Ha! <laughs> 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 I'll pretend yeah. I know what that means. Is it a hundred acres? A it's thousand a acres? YouTuber. He started Optic. And oh, I, uh, I instantly knew what a hectare was. Yeah, <laughs> you a lot of hectares in fourteen hundred acres. Yes. <laughs> no, it's great. You realize because I have a really, really, really tiny uh, apartment that I live in, and you realize really quick soon as you quarantine or you start self isolating, it's like. Oh man, this is this is small. This is uh, <laughs> you you try to prepare. Like when I lived in LA, I was in like a, a five bedroom house. I had mm-hmm. you know earthquake supplies. I had water. I had two months worth of rations and stuff like that. Because you know if that that system breaks down, far supply chain in an earthquake or something like that, it's like hey, you want to be prepared. Yeah. And with this, I was like, okay. I got a normal size refrigerator and freezer. I can probably get three days worth of toaster strudels in here, and that's about it. <laughs> I would have expe- expected. I expected so much more from you. you should, I know. I, do, I, I, I got a couple of the same people. Thousands of rounds of ammo. Thousands of rounds <laughs> of ammo. No food. <laughs> you know the same people I know. There's so many preppers in the community that are just like like scary prepped. Like yeah. I've talked about on the show in the in the last few weeks. Like I uh, I bought a. Uh, a cow a while back like 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 and and i've been raising her the ultimate prep the <laughs> ultimate prep and i now have a mini herd there's there's three of them we're about to slaughter old bessie and i'm gonna buy a deep freeze and just fill that bitch up with a whole cow worth of beef nice. i'm not i'm not running out of food i haven't been out of the house i haven't been in my car in weeks a cow's worth of beef you're set That's yeah an enormous amount I, of beef you're gonna die like of heart a, disease before it's a lot of beef tough. Yeah, it's it's funny because when you say that, like that, we've got like a lot of people that we know that are hardcore preppers. In part, that's probably one reason why I don't have such a huge stockpile of stuff because you have like ox ranches right down the road from us. Yeah, that's a good point. You could just you could just live there forever, like 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 just on the game and the water that's there. His children will have canned peas. Yeah, and their own cows. Yeah, Yeah, the ultimate prep would involve having a bull too, right? That. That's how yeah, this works. Well, my dad. Well, I'm not looking oversight. to. I'm not necessarily looking to breed these uh, these heifers that I've gotten. What? But, but it but, seems like a way to get free cows. I would hope know? not, this degenerate. I mean, if it happens, it happens. But da- you know, Dad's got a whole herd of cow cattle, mm-hmm. so there, there's a bull in there. He, okay, okay. There's a bull in there. So I feel like chickens are the ultimate prepping animal to have around. Chickens where just, and rabbits. They're shitting out eggs all the time. You, you, they're kind of mean and dirty, and they don't smell good. But then they outlive their usefulness, and you can eat them. I was about you know, to say that's not where eggs come from, but I've been wrong before. <laughs> yeah, and that is true because their shit and their eggs come out of the same hole. We is know it this. true? The, the cloaca. The cloaca. Yeah. The cloaca. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've got I'm one the, I'm glad I didn't make fun of you. For Are not you knowing. aware that the eggs that Vagina, we eat are asshole and chicken periods? Uh, chicken birthing. chicken periods. Yeah, the eggs we yeah. eat are chicken periods, not fertilized. Not oh. fertilized. Yeah, those are the uh, 
Yeah. Those are the I just noticed. What women North, did that? Those North Georgia boys of, got the 4-H growing up. <laughs> Dude, it just puts a, a highlight of, on how useless women's periods are. What if insp- instead of spending five days, like, all bloated, uncomfortable, and bleeding, ladies just laid an egg? <laughs> That'd be so that much would better. be great. They just, just, you hear them for, like, 15 ah! minutes in the bathroom once a month, just, up. <laughs> and then it's like, don't you flush that? You know, breakfast. <laughs> you wake up, ah, you hear... Eggs? Yeah. yeah. Well, egg. Yeah. Egg. <laughs> Who wants egg this morning? It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the chickens. How big would the egg be? Would it be like uncomfortably large ostrich egg? Would it be chicken egg size? I don't know. How big is the chicken's cloaca compared to the size of the egg? Because if we're going by that gauge. You can just barely fuck it. Barely. Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can like pinky fuck it a little bit. So I would say, going by that size, we'd be seeing like five times, ten. Actually, no, more like ten times the size of a chicken egg, right? For going God by when you're judging them, you do reach up in there. Yeah, I don't date anyone. It's like I think it would be the size of a baby's head, head right? Yeah, <laughs> my head is a baby. I, every we'd be living in all male <laughs> We society. all know that your mother exploded during the birth. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're sorry you. She passed while she was giving birth to him. It's like, how? Massive blood loss. And it, I've never seen it before. Actually, spontaneous combustion. <laughs> just exploded. You know? So all you guys have been uh, self-isolating, staying at home. Uh, pretty I haven't much been as, as long as these two, but I've been doing it for like uh, a week now. And it's been not that great i mean i still go out to the store if i need something but i'm really really limiting it you know i've kind of stopped that at this point because i'm now realizing toilet paper is not coming back anytime soon i've got enough toilet paper for like i I don't know i'm kind of making that up like toilet paper i've got maybe two weeks worth of toilet paper and then i've got a fuck ton of paper towels i don't want to be flushing paper i don't want to wipe my ass with paper towels it's not that bad it's not that gentle either i'm tender (laughs) A sensitive asshole. And the modern to... anus is so coddled. My anus is so coddled. That's so... a Dwight Schrute quote. I'm is on the really? other end of the spectrum. <laughs> but, okay, so most of my life, I felt like Jackie has had it kind of easy, right? I have to bring the money in, and then she runs the house. And bringing the money in is like the, the more stressful, challenging. Like I'm out there battling the world, and she's in here in, our, in the cocoon. Now the tables have turned, right? Now, Toilet looking... paper? I don't know, woman, just make it happen, would you? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I went to four different stores to sell chicken. She's like, knitting. In why there. are you bothering me with this? Like, that's really <laughs> your task. And uh, she's she's out there, like, foraging for whatever we need. To a lot of people, we don't have a problem. We have, Apparently, we had an Amazon subscription. She opens oh, this, nice. like, double door of closets. She's like, yeah, we really shouldn't have... Should have been twelve weeks instead of six, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> have, See what a happy accident. I thought <laughs> she was hoarding the wet wipes. We we have we keep those in the house because I I don't know how many we have. Like the packages of them, like a oh, hundred and fifty, like a lot, way more than we need. So we're. So I was yeah. looking into ordering one of those bidets that you just hook up to yeah. your uh, toilet, like mm-hmm. you just kind of screw it into the water line or whatever. And you have a little remote, I guess, I guess maybe that's how all bidets work, where you sit on it and then there's a little dial on the side. And then I was thinking, like, I'd, I'll end up fucking up that installation somehow. I set mine to a live stream camera and the viewers control it. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. You're just taking streams off the front stream on your nuts the whole yeah, time. Yeah, they know. They, they, they get extra points if they hit the hole. They, they, you know, it's, it's a fun the game. Hole. They love it. Yeah, they love it. 
Welcome to my Twitch stream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> big God. upward angle look at your hairy asshole. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I bet your asshole isn't that hairy. Mm -mm. I bet it's got a decent amount of hair, but I bet it's less than you'd think. No. I bet your toes rival your asshole in hairiness. Oh, I, I well, I, I shave the toes with my with my beard trimmer. Because because they get long. That my, like my, my my toe hair gets pretty outrageous. It's you do have some get, long toe hair. Gets itchy. Socks pull it like backwards, and then when you take them off, they're really sore. So I just shave all that off. That's the best feeling ever. Taking off long socks after a long day and feeling all your leg. Then your my leg hair goes up, and the kids they come and touch it. And he's <laughs> yeah. almost Bill Cosby now, apparently. So. Yeah. So, uh, Bill, uh, not Bill, uh, Joe Biden's losing his mind. Like this yeah. was funny for a while. This is like borderline abuse at this what point happened? where they're just like, get out there, Joe. And he's just he doesn't know where it did. There was a clip from a couple weeks ago where he's like doing an address on a live stream and he's reading it off his phone and he just turns and walks off camera while he's reading it and like has to be directed back on the screen. He forgot that he was on camera. Yeah. Yeah, he, he totally forgets that he's on camera. He's He is not with it at all. I, I don't know what they're going to do with him. He's just, he's not with it. I got to, here's a, I found a funny video today. Let me see. Did you see Jake is. Tapper scolding him about his cough? I, I did not, but I would uh -huh. like to see that too. He scolded Joe Biden about it? Yeah. Yeah, here's like a two minute clip of his like last five public appearances. I, will, I look forward to this. I want to see what's up. Because yeah, I watched Joe yeah. Biden. Before we click, I, I'm, I'm skewed up at zero. Before we mm -hmm. click play, I see these highlight clips, and he looks like a buffoon. And then I see him talk for 25 minutes straight on a debate stage or doing an interview. And those buffoon moments are just, either they don't happen at all, or it's 10 seconds out of 30 minutes. I, I don't think it, he's a buffoon. He sounds like a buffoon. I think he sounds like someone who's having a real difficult grasp on knowing where he is and what he's saying and... Let's early see. bits of dementia, but let's see. All right, ready, set, play. Good evening, good evening, everyone. And all Americans should be grateful for the Speaker's leadership and for Minority Leader Schumer's leadership. We're going to work in the direction of making sure that we make sure that everyone, in fact, has access to education. I, I am, I'm going to endorse, I've endorsed uh, um, the loss of, uh, that, that you would have, in fact, and, any doctor's bill you have, but even I can't do that for another two years, another a year between now and November, or actually January. They can't build any factories or any, any, anything within one mile of the estuary of the Delaware River and the Atlantic Ocean and the Chesapeake. They forgot. And so <laughs> the whole point of this is that we can do a lot to deal with <laughs> endangered species. We have to take care of the cure. They put an overlay, by the way, the to fix that. Worse, no matter what. Why doesn't mm -hmm. he just act like a president? That's a stupid way to say it. You know, I Donald guess, Trump really was asked us. He... <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No. No. I, <laughs> no. I just really I just hanging her out to dry. Look at the guy. It's like it's, I don't know. It's like watching a yo-yo. I shouldn't have said it that way. It's like watching. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> We need to activate the reserve. A lot of that was that giant delay they had. The number of responders dealing with the crush, these crush of cases. And, uh, and in addition to that, uh, in addition to that, we have to uh, make sure that we, uh, we are in a position that we are 
Well, let me let me go to the second thing. I've spoken up. The child. Bring me the child. <laughs> we, we make a personal productive equipment. Look, here's the deal. We have to do what we did in the 40s and the 20s, the 2020s, tending to our elderly loved ones. This is the United States. <laughs> <laughs> he added the numbers. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's his secretary. You did good. You did good, honey. Is that his secretary or his wife? That's his no. wife. Oh, <laughs> his wife's like, Joe? And then he comes off the... Uh, yeah, he's he is not with it at all. That, I've heard, though, that, that he has interview? a stutter, and that's a like a, 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 a process. Like, the way he pauses is a process of, like, that's I don't true. know, comp he, compensating? Or he had a giant stutter as a child. And what's left yeah. is is some of what you see. And you take those moments and you clip them together for two minutes and he looks awful. But if you actually watch him for 20 minutes, he only looks bad. I think they inject him with something for those debates. I think that I think after that Meth. debate, whenever the fucking amphetamines have worn off, he's a wreck for a week. And then we don't see him for that period of time. Like, like, like it, it, it's like they're. I'm t here, look at watch my video the the one at the bottom CNN's Jake Tapper scolds Biden for not coughing into his elbow. It's okay. kind of reassuring because like if the elites actually oh never mind this is six minutes long Fuck flash this. oh yeah I'm not watching a six minute video of him yeah never mind essentially Joe just starts coughing and he's like uh, Mr. Mr. Vice President you're supposed to cough into your elbow I I actually learned that from your administration or the Obama <laughs> administration it's it's. He's constantly just Trump's going to destroy him. Trump's going to destroy him in the debate. It's going to be embarrassing. Yeah, he's going to start stuttering. It's going to be bad. This virus thing is helping Trump's numbers, like his approval rating. Like it, it's been good for him. Like the even I in I was surprised how high it was. Sixty percent of people on a Gallup poll are approving his, of his handling of the virus thing, which is like, you know, I they they probably could have done a lot more and shutting people down way faster instead of not. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is looking out. It's looking Trump 2020. Now. That's what's coming. What are your Trump voter now, right? <laughs> yep. I don't like any of them. Uh, Trump's numbers are better, but they still suck dick. Right. And it, I feel like we always look at Trump's numbers through this lens of how much, how, like, how much fucking dick they suck throughout his term. He has some of the lowest approval numbers of a, I was going to say non-impeached president. Like he only competes with like Nixon and how bad his shit is. His numbers have improved. He has 50% disapproval and 45% approval right now, right? Taylor was referred to something different, his handling of the coronavirus, but his overall presidential approval and disapproval, 50% disapproved, 45% approved. That still sucks. No one gets reelected with those numbers, but I think Trump might. He's up against a really weak candidate. And we'll see how it goes. Also, you're, it's really hard. The to question was: Am I a Trump? You're guy? a Trump voter now, right? <laughs> Not necessarily. The the, uh, the the Gallup poll. Not necessarily. Like every every every, every every poll is different, but the Gallup poll has a 49 percent approve of Trump, 45 percent disapprove. Um, it can be fact checked. As Here, of the, the Monday one. Here's the uh, the adjusted weighted average of the recent polls. I think Ooh, what's I like most important to look things, at Woody yeah. is the fact that you. Are an, are an educated, intelligent man, and you're fully aware of all this, and yet you're like, 
yeah, I'm a Trump voter. Let's not talk. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I didn't. That's say why that. Donald Trump's going to win. I uh, yeah. We'll see. I, so, did you see like the unemployment numbers? I don't know how oh, persistent it's, it's going. That's yeah, be. Yeah, it's three and a, three and a half million or something like yeah. that this week. Yeah. Like the previous worst week ever in the history of America was nine hundred thousand, and now yeah. it's three and a half million. It's about I, to be rough. Global pandemic. It's just like. It's funny looking at our economy where it's like, oh, so like 70% of people are paycheck to paycheck and almost all the companies they work for are paycheck to paycheck. And apparently the government is working paycheck. Like, like everybody seems like they're about nine days of inactivity away from collapsing. This, super frustrating. Yeah. Because I, I, I worked for a, a big company like Cisco. They're not paycheck to paycheck. I, I should look up how many billions they have, but it'll be something like $45, $50 billion worth of money in the bank. And I kind of forgot that other companies didn't have cash reserves. Like to me, it's like all the bigums have like gi giant cash reserves, right? Yes, no. Well, yeah. no. And the, the frustrating thing is you, you like, you, you see a lot of people make fun of like Warren Buffett for sitting on, what is it? Like one, 120 or $125 billion um, in, in, in liquidity. And then you have companies like the the airline industry, where they spent ninety six percent of their their cash flow on stock buybacks. And I know the average person doesn't really take into consideration why stock buybacks are good or bad or anything. But it you guys up on on that far as the airlines or anything? Uh, maybe not as much as you. I, yeah, I know so here we have right now. Yeah. So so essentially, for people who are listening that may not may not get it, what you do is. Um, when your company makes X amount of cash, instead of reinvesting into the company and say, take Black Rifle Coffee as an example, because it's what I know, right? So all of our cash flow over the last you know few years, we reinvest in the company and scaling it. So we opened a roasting facility in Nashville, as well as the one in Salt Lake, distribution and everything else. So you're, you're taking that money and you're re reinvesting in the company. Well, what the airlines are doing is taking 96% of that cash flow and doing stock buyback. So it's putting buy side pressure in the open market against the stock price. And most of these executives get bonuses in stock. So when you're you're taking 96% of your cash flow and artificially inflating the value of that stock, you can take and sell your stocks on the open market for way more money and only pay 20% um, um, uh, tax on it versus the 33 or whatever bracket you 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 run into so you're only paying capital gains tax on it um and the problem the problem with that is when a lot of these corporations do that they're they don't have any safety net it's like i feel like the airlines outside of the 737 or 777 max whatever max 8 or whatever that airline the airplane is um outside of that they could have floated this for six months if if they took and if they didn't need to reinvest that money back into the the companies they could have floated that and in, in my opinion that's an example of poor leadership because they weren't planning for the future they weren't protecting their employees they were more worried about um well boosting the stock price than they were you know protecting the company they knew they were going to get bailed out except yeah. well, there's just yeah. pieces of that i don't agree that's with it's unfortunate right the reason the stock price goes up according to me is not buy side pressure it's because with fewer outstanding shares there are more earnings per share and the stock is worth more right if i pay 15 dollars or 15 times price earnings ratio there's 100 shares out there and i earn 100 bucks per total each share is worth 15 bucks if i buy back half of it each share is worth 30 bucks because there's only 50 outstanding instead of 100 right that that's how buy, stock buyback but you're works. buying it in an open market and you're using the company's money to do it 
Right, which is fine, right? Because companies are under a legal obligation to reward the owners, right? If I said that these companies are taking the money and they're funneling it all to the employees and giving the middle finger to the stockholders, the people that own it, that would be corrupt. That's not how, that's not how we work. What they're supposed to do is take care of the stockholders. I do agree with the part where you said it's short-term thinking, right? It's a failure yeah, in leadership. Because, you're, you're, because now, you're they're over, now they're over a barrel. They didn't, they didn't prepare for a rainy day. And they've got their palm out looking for handouts. They don't really yeah, ever have an incentive to prepare for a rainy day, though, because they know they're going to get bailed out every time. It would seem yeah, so. If, if, yeah. if I'm making the decision, I do exactly what they did. Yeah. So um, if there are two branches of, of, of history and one of them is where they do the right thing and one of them is where they do what they've done, the one that we're currently in where they do what they've done and buy back their stock is the one where they're much more profitable in the end. Their stock prices are higher. But see, that's where I get frustrated. So to give you give you another case study is you take um, Blockbuster Inc. IPO'd in 1999 and it IPO'd for it was a little over a little under four hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, in 2000, the co-founders of Netflix uh, pitched them the company for fifty million dollars. And according to one of the co-founders book, uh, the CEO of Blockbuster Inc. laughed them out of the room. Uh, in 2010, they took and they they filed for bankruptcy. It's mm -hmm. like because the the leadership didn't have the foresight and seeing what the consumers ultimately wanted and being able to adapt the business. And you take like the 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 current situation right now. You see a lot of businesses like the food and dining industries shifting to takeout and delivery that they might not have offered it before. People shift shifting to e-com and stuff like that. And I applaud those companies for doing that. Um, if they didn't, if they didn't have the the foresight in doing that or the the agility and being able to adapt to that industry, man, you gotta let you gotta let these other companies come in and, and take their place. It's like if if Delta if Delta goes bankrupt, you know, does that mean people aren't gonna want to fly tomorrow? No. Like, okay, well, cool. Go auction those airplanes off. Let Warren Buffett come in there and buy the thing up for pennies on the dollar. I'm sure he'd like to make that a profitable business. What it's if like, I told I you the, the actual result of that was American goes out of business, United takes over and has a near monopoly in America and they could charge anything they want. Like what well, if that was the alternative timeline for letting someone else take over? I, I, I think that, I think that one United couldn't purchase those airlines. That, that would definitely bring on an antitrust uh, lawsuit, but I, I don't know. I've I watched to, it happen with cell phone companies for Yeah, it's true. Now. But I, you have to think that there are plenty of companies that are profitable out there right now or people that have the liquidity <clears throat> that would step in and buy that because it, it's a proven business model. Like like even even some of the airlines now are adapting by being uh, taking the airplanes and making them um, what it, like just a logistics tram, transport. Right, for shipping. And FedEx and everything else, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. Um, I, the answer is... To disallow the stock buyback with 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 any money that they're getting from our government. Well, like, you know, like like what he says, I don't completely disagree with that, right? Because you you are taking the financial best interest of the the stockholders and uh, for doing that. But when you're so over leveraged by taking ninety percent or ninety six percent of of your cash flow and doing that, you're clearly not taking into account that. You know, you don't have an insurance policy if something does happen. What if what if they wanted to buy more stock into Boeing because they wanted to have some type of exclusive aircraft aircraft or something like that? It's like there's there's many different ways of, you know, reinvesting in your company outside of just, you know, buy side pressure to their stock. And it's not even their fucking money. It's 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 our money. 
That's in not this fair. case, it's our money. And I think there actually are restrictions on stock buybacks, which there originally I don't think there were. But when the Democrats and Republicans started battling, that stuff got in there. They also put restrictions on laying people off. And I know for some of these, you give loans out. But if they keep people on the payroll, even though they're at home, then the loans become forgiven. It's essentially grants. Grants. Yeah. yeah. So, That'd be good. Um, so that's what they're doing. But the last time when they pitched the tax cuts, they told everyone, hey, if we just give your boss more money, I'm sure <laughs> he'll give it to you. You're all getting raises. You're going to love it. You'll have so much money. You'll think it'll you've trickle got, down. Yeah, it'll <laughs> trickle down. You'll have too much money. And what they Are actually, you talking about TARP? No, I'm talking about the tax cuts at the start of the Trump administration. And what they uh, actually oh, did is they used that extra cash flow to buy back stock. And it's in mm-hmm. part why the stock market ri- was rising. And rose. That's what I'm looking for. It's partly why, <laughs> yeah, the, stock, why the stock market rose because they bought back their reason. stock and then each share was worth more. The same amount of earnings or even more earnings with fewer outstanding shares. Price earnings ratio goes up. Stock price goes up. That's, that's basic. But it was kind of a lie to tell people that that money was going to go. If I just cut in taxes for your employer, you'll get more cash. No. People's pay is based on the supply and demand for their talents not how much your boss has. So we need to, so in a way, the coronavirus is going to raise wages by killing people. I see what you're saying. That's outside. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, the coronavirus is a job creator. (laughs) (laughs) Not not really. It has occurred to me that, like, if we just shuffle this deck and then everyone goes back, what if this creates more productivity, right? What if there are people who've been coasting in their jobs, you know, kind of overemployed, resting on their laurels, who don't get that position back. And then there are people who are underemployed and then, you know, who get a better job coming out of this. Every time I've ever had some sort of job shakeup that seemed like a bad thing, it was a good thing in the end. You know, I was able to land on my feet and, and, and keep running. Yeah. It, or you see how unnecessary travel is and v, how VTC can actually be productive. Video teleconferencing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wonder Everybody's if, on Zoom now. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought conferences were a complete waste and a very inefficient way to demonstrate your wares, right? Like what Steve Jobs did, what he used to do, he'd go up there and he'd show off the iPhone and we'd all be stuck in his reality distortion field. I think that's what they called it. Um, was amazing. And it, it really, the magic wasn't being in the audience. The magic was watching him on camera. That's where the bulk of the people, it, it wasn't the thousand watching him. It was the millions watching him on video. Mm-hmm. It seems like now these companies that do these conferences and have people come in and they fly and they stay in Boston and do that. That's dumb. It, we could replace all that with a teleconference comparable thing. And I wonder if this will push that you, forward. You can, you can definitely re- replace a lot of it. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing that now. I still have calls every single day, usually a, a number of them. And the biggest benefit is all these calls that are replacing in-person meetings that I would have had to been at, it's maybe a quarter as long now. Like everybody gets on, just wham, bam, thank you, man. Here's the, here, what do you what do you need from me? What do I need from you? There we go. Let's do that. How's everybody doing? <clears throat> Getting bored in quarantine? All right, stay safe out there. Boom, that's it. It's awesome. But as far as totally replacing it, like there are aspects of sales that like you you cannot sell as well to someone 
through a video conference as you can face-to-face. -face. You demand a different level of attentiveness. The eye contact is different. The body language is important. Like you do, it is way more helpful if you're trying to sell something to a retailer to Gotta be there press in the person. flesh, Pappy. Yeah. So the 1v1 yeah. or even the 1v7 type thing, I couldn't agree more, Taylor. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you travel to meet your coworkers in California or India or whatever, and you develop a little relationship with them that helps, that, that, that wouldn't be developed. It was just over the phone. But the 1v1000, the 1v500 things, you're better off just getting good audio and video and do it. it it's a UFC fight, right? When we go to the crowd and watch the UFC fights, it's always underwhelming. Never again. You can't see anything. You're, you can offer to fly me to Vegas and put me in that $500 seat, and I would turn you down. I would say, no, I'm going to watch my 75-inch fucking 4K TV and have my snacks Hell and yeah. my toilet eight steps away. That's what's oh, happening. And especially as soon as the fight's over, fight. as yeah. soon as the fight's over, I'm going right to my bed that's 20 steps away. <laughs> like, like. You see in particular because you watch through a cage. It, it's, oh. it's really hard to see. Um, but you know, at home you see the good video, the good audio. You've got Joe Rogan telling you what he's seeing. Yeah. You know, he spots injuries and things that I I don't on my own. He's really good at his job. But yeah, so if you wanted to teach a thousand people about your product and you're trying to do that in a stadium, it sucks. Yeah, so I think they need to have the, the fighters down in a hole. And us up above them oh, like, like a gladiatorial, a fight. like a yes. gladiatorial arena, like like that's why those worked. They should implement like, like, swords like, too and loincloths. I look, there's there's already the that like night versus night combat, mm. and I would now that I would go to see. And the way they do that, they have a ring, and it's in a, it's in the bottom of like a a bowl, and everybody's sitting on the grass and like sitting on like like, like mm. uh, towels and shit and cheering, and those guys get down. They fuck each other up. Those are got, the toughest autistic people on earth. Sword and shield, and they're all named like Thor Bjornsson or some nonsense. They take that helmet off, and it's a Nordic fucking god who's in there. He's like, this is what I was born to do. They're those just, those they're are the kind of guys who are shield. like, yeah, punching with their shield or their gauntlet. They got a big broadsword. They're swinging and hitting each other. And those you are the, the guys who are like, afterward, to be like, you guys want to go to a bar? And they'd go there and be like, hey, you should go talk to that girl. And they'd be like, what are you, crazy? No. These are alpha males in, in, in like Nordic countries. These guys are hard fucking oh, core. I'm, I'm Have you ever seen? Thing. No. You're thinking of, you've never seen what I'm talking about. This is, I think it's called like heavy metal combat or something. They dress up as knights and they fight until there's a knockout. It's like mixed martial arts with shield and sword. I did a little yeah, of what Taylor it. did. It, I cool. thought they were the toughest LARPers, though. Like, yeah. my How first year at Cisco, the IT department threw on these carnival game things, right? And there were athletic competitions. Like, there was a, um, a potato sack jumping thing. There was mm -hmm. boxing. There was a climbing thing. A couple different things. Oh, my God. I was a man amongst children in this thing. <laughs> I won. There were like eight events. Eat my dust, Patel. Dude, yeah. th there were like eight <laughs> events. Maybe 250 competitors. I got seven first places and a something else, like a third. <laughs> <laughs> It was fucking ridiculous. Woody, you're ruining the fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, this is true. It was my first year there. I was 26. Uh, I wrecked everyone in boxing. Like, you know, so it was like a uh, like a like a 
at NCAA, the gloves were giant. They were like, you know, like, like this sock and boppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, these people didn't understand the very basics of like, look for an opening and hit the guy in the face. They were just like, I don't know, windmilling or something. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so people who- Deborah lost, from accounting took <laughs> quite the pummeling that People day. who got like knocked out were like, what do you, I want to try you. I want to try you. And uh, there was one guy, it, it, like, I literally knocked the snot out of him. Like, it, it squirted across his face. <laughs> so <Jesus>. embarrassing. <laughs> after a while, I was like, like, there's no reason for me to keep... Is yeah. there no one else? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is there no one else? You are looking at the baddest man <laughs> in East Coast Cisco IT right here. East yeah. Coast Cisco. <laughs> he the throws pile. his gloves at the HR department. <laughs> Kyle, a way to tell if these guys are as tough as you're saying is if you go up to them in the middle of the competition or uh -huh. as they're getting there and you go, Hey man, what's your name? If they go, Ted, that guy's tough. If they go, I am Thurman, Lord of the <laughs> seven kings. It's like, all right, this guy. None of, these guys are Icelandic and shit. I'm telling you, these guys are from Nordic countries. Do they have made this up is... characters or are they just coming there to beat no, each other No, you're, you're okay, completely well, misunderstanding what this is about. This is a combat sport, shield and sword. <laughs> It is not for silliness. Are you sure no, they didn't evolve like pretending from LARPing? To be wizards and stuff. Are these people who just get a little too out of control in LARPing and get no! sent into the corner? I, I feel like fight? you're either mocking me or you're very <laughs> ignorant about what I'm describing yeah, right now. This. I'm leaning toward the mockery. No, what is just, it? what is, it's not, not mocking you. I'm really not. I what just always... It's like full metal combat or something. I, I, I've seen it and they're totally badass, but I always kind of projected they rose out of the LARPing community. Full contact sword fighting. Like, like they're out... Outrageous. See, that sounds cooler than like pretending to cast spells in a local park after you get yeah. a permit. And and by the way, I've seen what Kyle's showing or about to show. It's it turns out the punching and the shield hitting is the really ruthless thing. The swords don't do much. Yeah, it, they're all in like plate armor. I think we've all, watched something. About I feel this like if I had ago. two hockey goalie blockers and no sword, I might be even better than a blocker in his sword. And in full goalie rig. It's got some sort of waddling. There's some sort of like drum music or something. So maybe you should mute it. Okay. It's like. Everything. I'm cued at zero. Ready? I'm ready. Set. I think I went too fast. Richard, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Ah, I already didn't mute it. Ooh. Oh, dent in Look the, the dent. helmet. Oh, yeah, the dent is awesome. But it didn't do much. This is my new helm. <laughs> <laughs> I Just wait. Just wait. Okay. I'm cooking here. May, I, I'm feeling wrong. Ooh. Ooh. I want to watch a little more. Tell shit. me if you think the swords or the shields are the bigger weapon. The shield. Yeah. The shield because they're so that. close. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This looks exhausting. Dude, fighting is so tired. Where is this taking place? One of those Nordic Scotland? countries. Scotland? I don't know. Look at the rolling now, field. Now it's time for some fucking medieval ground and pound. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. He's just shield pummeling this guy. Oh, my God. Where is the riff? That yeah, riff. He's dead. He is dead. We have a victim. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh my! At least with like MMA, you can see like a guy's eyes roll back in their head or see him go limp. You got all yeah. that chainmail on and stuff. It's like, how do you know when they're out? The yeah, ref's job swords. is a little like tougher. That. 
I wonder like, if he like was... keep, keep watching. This guy's gonna look. This guy. This guy's bloodied from that that single shield punch he took. Wow. And he's the Gnarly. winner. This guy's not getting up for the at the end of the video. He's still gonna be down. Oof. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to participate in this sport. No, it's not fucking LARPing. <laughs> Scary combat <laughs> with swords and shields. There's just some oh, random guy with a yarmulke popping in at the end. What the hell's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, I, they killed him at the end. I they, still, they, that's I, why they cut the camera off. I, I can't get away from the idea that people are LARPing, right? Some guys are over there, you know, Drake, lightning strike, lightning strike, lightning strike. But Bjorn and Maxim, <laughs> you know, they get too violent. You're going to do your own thing over there. That, that's, I feel like that's the genesis of this. That would be the that would be a great like Saturday Night Live bit or something <laughs> where like the LARPer accidentally ends up at this place. <laughs> 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 or vice versa. Like one of these guys fucking ends up at the LARP place and just <laughs> hits them. He goes to hit the guy in the head, but the, the guy doesn't have an actual helmet and it just caves his skull in. Some guy Good goes up there. Good luck approaching me after I've cast my web of holding. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> The guy doesn't give a fuck about fake fireballs. <laughs> no, you Hadouken this guy. Hadouken, that's it. I think... Uh, I might have done the eagle punch. And you thing, also take know. five uh, fire damage from my... And then he just his <laughs> teeth knocked out. Yeah. That, that is a great idea for a sketch. <laughs> I'm here for the competition. My name is Azura a Agnar the Fantastic. Like, <laughs> I'm you, a level 37 paladin. I'm a level 37 paladin. Uh, I... I enter with nothing but my my uh, quarter staff and my mind. <laughs> so do you understand what is happening there? <laughs> you know, I will just tell you this: you are the only wizard. The crowd's going wild. No, this is the. He's just, saying, he's just some fucking overweight goober. He's like, now, did you also notice that this is an Icelandic competition and the shortest person here other than you is six foot seven? <laughs> I know. I noticed you brought Doritos. Right? <laughs> See, these, these fellas were carbo-loading. <laughs> Have you seen how much Bjorn over there can lift? I'm, I'm, I'm happy to take your entry fee, but frankly, you, this will kill you. <laughs> oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> He's in the ring, fucking arm chopped off. He starts asking about the respawn points. Yeah, yeah those guys aren't fucking around. <laughs> All right, so I have I have three videos for you to choose from. I mean, we can sparse Ooh. these out throughout the show, Ooh. but here here are the uh, the videos that I've collected that throughout the week that I found quite interesting. I have one of the most hardcore Russian men I've ever seen laying a beating down. He is outnumbered, and it does not matter. Car camera? No. Is it new? Ele I feel like I've seen elevator a Russian camera. videos. I have a I have an Indian police officer dealing with fighting the coronavirus. I'll just leave it. That way, mm, interesting. He's beating the shit out of the coronavirus, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a very angry uh, black lady who is destroying a, a, a bus with some sort of a implement and then running people down. I want to start bus? with. That's I know, what were you thinking? Buddy? I was going Corona. Russia. That was the one that excited me. Okay, wow, we, we could all had different ones. We, we, we could save. We could save the bus one. I just picked bus because that sounded the most intense. I tell you what, I'm gonna be the tiebreaker. I want to see the Russian man. Okay, let's watch the Russian All man. All right, link it up. 
why ask if you're not going to listen? <laughs> there was not. Be a there was not. I think it, that actually he didn't break a tie as much as it's a four-way four tie now. Yeah, wait. Yes. <laughs> oh, this has music too, Woody. But for the rest of us, it'll be very enjoyable. Uh, uh, yeah. Is audio needed on this or no? No, they, I, I don't think it's actual in onboard audio. It's just a song mm. to like spice it up and make it more fun for us. Okay, looking at the screenshot, I'm gonna guess this short-haired Aryan-looking guy is gonna absolutely tear yeah. apart these three. I, is my guess. I'm looking at guess. this one v three and thinking that that one might be the favorite in this. That fight. that guy in the yeah. hat, the classic hands in pockets all the way pre-fight pose. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is just like guard. Doom. You're not. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with <laughs> You're me. In here with me. I wish I knew that. All right, but the other three guys. Just, I, I'm glad that we're paused at zero. The other three do seem to think that they have the advantage. The third, oh yeah. Like this is a consensual fight. All right, are you ready? Oh yeah. Ready, set, play. He's like, really, really? Is this what you do? Well. <laughs> Look at him fucking throw down. Look, he is he is handling this very well. This is well. sped up. This is Look at the elevator door. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can see the guy in the green moving sped up. <clears throat> oh, and the kick at the end. Yeah, that is sped up. I would be interested in watching that at normal speed. Well, oh, man, the that poor guy and the girl, they just want to get on the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> they show up and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, this country is going to shit. <laughs> just standing up there. The I love to know the backstory on this. Like, well. Oh, all of you froze for me. There you're back. Except Kyle. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everybody dropped Every... for me for a sec. Yeah, okay. Yeah, me too. It must be. It was the corona. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. the corona. <laughs> I got beat the Infecting shit out of it. even our internet. I felt like his, his like, like, Another Doom reference because it's all I've been doing for the last two days. You got to be able to handle like eight enemies at once and know who's the, the the threat and how to like all right, slow this guy down, kill this guy real fast, all right, and and these, the, I can ignore this guy and that's what he's doing. He's just like he beat the shit out of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that. It was like he had their health bar thirty percent down, and he's like, nope. We're, we're taking this down so that I know you're not coming back. Yeah, you look like you need another kick in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I love public freakout videos on Reddit. It, it might be my favorite uh, subreddit. It, it, you get you get good wholesome beatings over there. Yeah, him walking out and then turning back around so that he had the open back was like such a clutch move. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah that he didn't fight. Yeah, it's like he had a little more space than it looked like. And, and he had yeah. all the room to engage and disengage wise. Everyone else was trapped. Yeah, he was yeah. holding them at the hot gates. Yeah, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't like Captain America where he just chooses to fight them in the elevator. He's like, I got a better idea. I know how to handle this. This is not my first elevator problem. <laughs> <laughs> Amateurs. Oh, dude, there was a Khabib, Tony, help me with his last name. I've got Fogan. Ferguson. Ferguson, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in an art... Ferguson was talking about street fights and Khabib like put a halt. He's like, wait, what? What? Street? You're American. What street fights have you been in? Tell me about your street fights. You're, America doesn't have 
street fight. I'm from Dagestan. We street fight all the time. And and Tony, like, he was at a like he was stuck. He didn't have any street fights to name. We, and we what, the knockout game. what was he gonna say? Like, oh, but you don't understand. Like, sixth grade was kind of rough for me. They met me by the tire swing. No. Yeah, shut up, you furry-headed retard. Is what he should have said, right? No, you're. Well, that's why a lot of people like Masvidal. Mas, fuck Masvidal, man. Oh Jesus! I didn't start a fire, huh? Uh, yeah, Masvidal. That... Don't get me started on that guy, <laughs> dude. That guy is the biggest fucking poser in MMA. Uh, by the way, please don't come here. He'd kick my Oops. ass. But uh, he was all about no trash talk for a decade. For a decade, he was talking, you know, everyone should just shut up and fight, etc. Now he's the biggest smack talker in all of MMA. You know what he's not doing? Fighting. He won a made-up title against Nate Diaz. Badass, but what is he, like 20 and 12, something like that? Nate Diaz loses all the time. Suddenly he's acting like he's a champion. Who'd he beat? He beat Darren Till, which is a pretty solid win. Who does? Yeah. He beat Ben Askren, which is a big question mark. And it was a five-second fight. That's super quick. And, and, yeah. yeah it, it, look, it's a win. It's great. But somehow, it, I don't know what to make of that because that guy didn't have many UFC fights, and it was a five-second fight. And then he beat you know, Nate Diaz, who loses all the time. I think he's won, lost two <laughs> out of his last three. You can say the three. same, too, but like about Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo and, and I do. Uh, the last fight. Yeah, yeah. What, what, he, what he doesn't like any of the fighters that are that are better entertaining. Cowboy, he likes his. <laughs> like any, Cowboy he likes loses. His, I he like the guys... if his if his fighters are very honorable, speak little to no English, and uh, <laughs> and and don't care for uh, women's rights. That's that's his preferred. Fact. <laughs> He's talking You're about me over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't he think was like, anybody did. Hector. Oh yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think anybody answer. like goes against like Khabib saying that Dial his base. background is like the. Oh, go ahead. I don't like. I, I, I don't cut like you people. off. That his background is what? That he's just like he's got the most hardcore background out of any fighter out there right now. Like I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, stairs as a kid. That's pretty cool. And was Dagestan? it? Is it Crow Cop that was Special Forces? Uh, like yes. Spetsnaz or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think Crow Cop's got a more badass background because I've watched so killed. many videos of him. I, just I love when he's having that head. that stare down. Is it is it Vanderlei Silva, the axe murderer? When they have that mm-hmm. stare down, and for for your benefit, Taylor, like. There's a man known as the axe murderer, all right, in mixed martial arts. He's hideous, and he's trying to mean mug Crow Cop at the stare down. His mean he's mug just like, was the best in history. Do you want to And Crow Cop's just like, I have killed many men. Yes. <laughs> many men. This is more of like a, what you say in America, like side hustle. Exactly. <laughs> like That's what it's like. He's like, this is a fight. There's a referee. Do you know how many Rus- how many Afghanis I slaughtered in the eighties? This is my Fuck version of gig and you can see the moment where Va- Vanderlei realizes that, like, oh shit, there's nothing behind those beady Russian so, eyes that this guy has. I found has. it. No, I he's found been it. shot at. I want to watch <laughs> this. He's been shot. I hope it's like, the like, right clip. It starts fourteen seconds in. Yeah, I'm uh, fourteen. I damn, love this Mirko clip. Looks like a tall dude. He yeah. is. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Ready, set, play. Silva was the top of the game at this point. And he For is sure. he, his stare down, he always does this. He also does this thing with his hands. Prokop Mirko. Yeah. Something Pro-Cop about that. Cold, really give a shit at all. Rustin East Russian Eastern European guys who just like stoic, it's cool. It's he's it, picking which side of the head he's gonna kick him on right now. <laughs> Wait, was Look this his eyes? Japan They're following or, like, him. Yeah, it's like... pride. Oh, okay. 
which is the scariest place to do combat. Why? <laughs> because they allow a lot of PEDs. they allow head kicks while you're on the ground. I mean, oh, if you're shit. Bob Sapp, apparently you can fucking pile drive a motherfucker. That they'll let you do a lot of things there. They have freak fights in Pride. They used to. It's not a thing yeah. anymore. They. It's not a thing anymore, is it? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Right. They would have thing, freak yeah. fights where they would have giants fight people like 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 in the ufc there's weight classes right so if conor mcgregor weighs 155 pounds the other guy does too in pride they bob sap would show up weighing 375 <laughs> pounds not exaggerating i know he's his opponent guy. would show up 225 and he's just like all right i guess this is what i this is it this is it let's go Here's well the nfl didn't pan out so this is what i do now Gracie, Roy nelson versus mighty mouse voice gracie weighed about 165 pounds very skilled jiu-jitsu practitioner sorry and uh he went up against a sumo wrestler the it was literally like 250 pounds heavier than he was and he won yeah yeah, he, I saw that one. Is that where the, the sumo wrestler by the end is just so tired that he's laying on his stomach and the other guy's just like pounding him no, in the head? He, oh, um, it, you almost couldn't tell why he won. Uh, the sumo wrestler was on top. He had what seemed like a dominant position. And Hoist Gracie was working a wrist lock. And he just bent it, bent it, bent it until the sumo wrestler tapped out, if I recall. Yeah, huh. and if you, if you don't do jits, then like you don't know what's about to break <laughs> you in half and what's just a pain thing. It's like, oh, that's a discomfort thing he's doing to you. That meant that, oh, that hurts real bad. You don't know the difference between that and, oh, that'll rip your shoulder out. Mm. Oh, you'll never walk again. Tap. Like, Dude, you, you Japan the leads the world in fun exhibition fighting matches. Why can't we do things like that? Don't they have a video of them like literally putting a sumo wrestler in there and then like five midgets who know how to fight <laughs> <laughs> just just to do it? Like that's I've that's seen that awesome. porno. I don't think the uh, Nevada Athletic Commission would approve that. I don't fight. know. I it, this is either something that happened or a funny dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things. Uh, so. I'm, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna say midgets versus sumo. Dude, the, the NBA and the NHL are so desperate for content that they're simulating games in their video games and like saying like, hey, watch the the, the Cavaliers play the Heat simulated. And it's like, they had to the sign, the Oilers play the Blues. They had to sign twirling world championships on the other day. Twirling? <laughs> yeah. I want them to. You know, these guys who stand on the sidewalk and twirl the big pointy sign and like direct you to fuck a lens crafters. Oh my God, it's only been... A week of this, they're running out of ideas. How like cool. Two weeks, I guess. Taylor, if it would be fun to watch the Oilers play, like I don't know, I don't care the Flyers, but have the players play themselves in the video game. I, I think that'd be neat to see. That would be cool, but it would, they would be terrible. They're not. They would, I a lot they were of them doing that with game. NASCAR. Like, really? I, I saw that on Twitter or something where like all the guys were in simulators or something. I don't think they actually were, but I was like, oh, that would be cool if they really did that. They had like a weekly race where like they're doing NASCAR simulators and these dudes are doing like 500 laps or something. <laughs> I'd rather see them play GTA or something violent. I don't know. Like, I'm glad that, that, that it's bad for ESPN. Like, like, like this is going to be a super, Yeah, I don't like ESPN. I don't like them. I hate them. I, I, I don't like the coverage. I feel here, here. Um, I, I feel like that um, that it's 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 more about drama than it is about sports. So often that that, that okay. it, it's kind of disgusting. And also, like like super un unpopular opinion. I'm aware. I just don't care for most of the major sports. Like I don't get enjoying watching basketball. Like I don't fucking get it. Like yeah, Kyle's a diehard golden. I like college fan. ball. I like college basketball. March Madness is always fun. I always get in a bracket. I watch it. I enjoy it. 
Uh, I'm usually a Duke fan. Ever since JJ Reddick, when I was in high school, we were always big, wow going we were against big the fans. stream on that one. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, he was the great white oak, right? You know, and uh, <laughs> but but like I can't stand NBA basketball. I just I just can't get into it at all. And uh, you know, obviously, Atlanta teams just are perennial heartbreaks, uh, pretty much. You guys you are know? due for a renaissance. We're due for a championship. Oh, oh my fucking god! Between the Braves and the Falcons. I, When's the last I have time a JJ Reddick thing. Did, did you know JJ Reddick has a podcast? No. no. So I watched it, and he had Zion Williamson on. They're teammates now. Zion Williamson is the hot new thing in the NBA, best rookie probably. And uh, they went to the same school, Duke, but years ago, you know, like a decade apart. And uh, Zion's like, you know what? Coach K still uses you as an inspiration. He says, look. If JJ Redick, like an unathletic six foot four white guy, can make it in the NBA, then then really any of you can. <laughs> and JJ's like, I like to think I have a little more going on than that. He <laughs> just got you know, such a great uh, outside shooter. It was, it was fun because mm -hmm. th that's the sort is. of thing that I can admire mm -hmm. from a skill standpoint. There's something about just like sprinting into the key and just shoulder bumping somebody and walking the last eight steps with the ball clutched in your hand like it's a football it's just like i don't even i don't think that's the game you think it is anymore it, it i don't the like rules that, change but... so i've been watching basketball for the last couple of years and i still don't get it i don't understand like where traveling starts and like you have to take one step into your layup right but then it's like well that one wasn't the step and that was only a half step and that's a jump and it's like, man, it seemed like three steps to me. It seemed he like covered it, 15 yards. It seems like it turned into football right there at the end. Am I crazy? Yeah. Is it just me? And then no, uh, no, it's the, it's it's the way they play the sport. There's there's more at the um, if you watch the old footage, like people from the 50s, they look unathletic, like they're dribbling it, like they're in eighth grade or something, just like hands. That was the rules. If you touch the side of the ball, that was a carry. Now yeah. that's like part of the game. You know, these guys mm -hmm. are doing all sorts of palmy type stuff. If you gripped it, like that's why they played like that. It wasn't because there were, there were no athletes back 40 years ago or 50 years ago. It was because they would call them from traveling if they did anything but push down on the top of the ball. Yeah, I have very mm -hmm. strong feelings about most of the major sports. First of all, football needs to lose the helmets and the pads. Lose it completely. Golfing needs to add them, right? Get in there, a little contact. <laughs> Golfing needs to add like some sort of like nonsense to it. I think Arm wrestling. <laughs> I would like, I would like one out of like 30 drives to be an exploding ball. <laughs> just, just oh, tiger. Very unfortunate. First time this weekend, actually he's got struck with the exploding ball. That's a bit of shrapnel on the slide there. We're going to see how that affects him on the 17th. <laughs> Maybe like a couple of not punji pits, but 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 like Jesus. a punji pit, and in the bottom there's like some foam or something. Like oh, oh Mickelson is down. Oh, and Mickelson now impaled with bamboo, <laughs> covered in the groundskeeper's shit. This is, <laughs> this is probably the worst thing he could do. And by the rules, you have to play it where it lies. <laughs> Just ah, <laughs> the punji pit. <laughs> I, go, go that is a tough chipping angle. Golf is irredeemable. <laughs> like it's never going to be a fun spectator sport. It's fun to play, terrible to watch. But uh, I, I think football needs to lose the pads and the helmets because I think people would stop playing like assholes. Because right now they got that armor on their head and they're just ramming into each other. Uh, it's the same reason that boxing gives more CTE than MMA, 
it, it applies it's just there. head right like well no it's because they've got these big one pound cushions on their hands and they're just to i would think because it's like whereas mma like you're getting your leg twisted you're getting your leg kicked you're getting oh that's big part of it too yeah squeezed you know but everything is here in there's essentially one way to lose boxing i mean and people get i mean there's body shots that put people down but you don't see all that all that much right there's not so many all that many liver shots where it's like, oh, a liver shot, it's get fight over. It's it's mostly people getting hit in the head till they get a 10 count, then getting hit, hit in the head until they get a 10 count, and then, then it's the fight. I've been watching it's, more boxing lately. I feel like a big part of it is the 10 count part, eight count really, but yeah, it is the way that a boxer can get knocked down and then he's expected to get up again. And one of the mm-hmm. biggest like social fouls in boxing is to quit. You know, mm-hmm. you need to get carried out on your shield in that sport. So there's no tapping. There's no you have the best of me. In the MMA, sometimes people you know, get rear naked choked. It's a painless way to lose, and they know that this isn't going to be their night, and they, yeah. it just goes down. In boxing, that cannot be. So they get knocked down. If they can stand, they must stand. Otherwise, they'll never have a fan again. And that That's just, a good point. Whereas in MMA, like you know, if you get the best of me for just one part of the fight, it finishes. It's over. In boxing, they're like, oh, all right, let's do some more. You know, let, let's let Woody stand up and again, pummel him, again, pummel him. And I'm out there with no I've offense seen, and no We've defense. had one knockout, yes. But what about second knockout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's this, the whole give him a break and let him try again aspect that leads to that damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's I tons know- of components of boxing that lead to more brain damage than, than other combat sports. Kyle, I want to know the rest of your... Sports changes. Sports. Yeah, you uh, football. NBA really basketball should be four versus four. Should be four versus four, and they should raise the rim another foot. Oh, geez. Yeah, I mean, these guys don't look like it's that hard to dunk, so that would be good. They they, they should and uh, and I think anything. Uh, I think there should be a. I, I think that uh, field goals should still be two points, but dunk should be uh, dunks and layups should be one. And it should be one point. Would raising the rim a foot help small guys or big guys? It sounds stupid at first, right? Obviously, the biggest do well, but it might become more of a shooter's game. It might be that not every Tom, Dick, and Harry. That's what I'm trying to accomplish by by, by these rule changes is, is yeah. to open the field up, allow for uh, more lanes of, for passing with 4v4 because I think the original game was a bunch of fucking Hoosiers, white dudes, smaller than us, that, that were out there quite unathletic, shooting into a goddamn peach basket. Yeah. Now these guys are behemoths, right? You know, they, they, oh, you're only six six. I don't know. We'll make you an outside that did shooter that with the um, the, ball. the extra basket above oh, that was more points. Oh, they made TV have like a. That. I never. I don't know anything about that. That sounds cool. <laughs> it's like a like twenty points. There's like a fifty point basket or something. I'm <laughs> making pretty- it up, but there were like different tiers of points for okay. like way up there. It's like a half court shot up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I like your idea, Kyle. I'd watch a basketball game if it was if they made it a little taller and only four people. You know, make I, them cover I, I, more, make them sprint a little more. I, I think there would be more defense played, and I think there'd be more outside shooting, and I think that's a more entertaining game. But maybe I'm in the minority. I mean, you know, I, I or lower a foot. <laughs> or <laughs> they don't they knock their the teeth out of the rim. I don't know. So, I, uh, we used to, my dad and I used to uh, watch these guys do this, like um, these bird dog trials, which we thought was a pretty cruel fucking bullshit sport where they take these quail and uh, they, they, they have the quail in a big cage and they take them mm-hmm. and lay, 
put them in a towel and they sort of like do this spin move to like make them real dizzy. And then they hide them like Easter eggs in the field. And then you get your pointer dog and you go out there. He points them and then uh, makes them fly. And then you shoot them and you're, and you're, you're, uh, the, you're, you're, um, you're judged on the speed that you clear the course, accuracy, and a few other things. And we're just like, this is bullshit. He had to kick the bird to make it fucking fly. Like the bird was all fucked up already. That's the that's when I originally thought punji pits needed to be in a sport. I, I was like, we need a punji pit full of weasels out there for that son of a bitch to fall in. I, full of weasels. <laughs> yeah, angry weasels in there. Yeah, a lot of the sports just don't entertain. Oh, and he's fallen into the weasel pit, Tom. That's not going to be a really... <laughs> Those are <laughs> rabid weasels, I'm told. Yes, they are hungry. <laughs> I would... Uh, have, oh, baseball. Oh, baseball. How do you fix uh, baseball? Baseball? Aluminum fucking bats. Mm. Hell yeah. Aluminum fucking bats. And no gloves. <laughs> no gloves. <laughs> we'll keep the gloves, <laughs> we'll but now... Everybody wears a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> they can just borrow the whole the infield is going to want one of those helmets with the shield on it, right? When you get you a, 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 a major league ball player can hit a ball so goddamn hard with an aluminum bat, it would it would be insanity. Do you think it how would be many insane. players would break current home run records? All of them, not all of them, of course. Some are pitchers, and stuff, but like I feel like any big hitter would. Any right. big hitter is going to break the home run record within a Who's that really bat. good guy? Uh, Carpenter, Barry Bonds. Sure. Who, I don't remember. The... <laughs> Babe Ruth? No, the, the really good guy right Kirby now. Kirby Puckett. <laughs> the main dude. I don't know. Right now? Ba Dave baseball Justice. Man. God, anyone from the late 90s. <laughs> Lopez. Sosa. <Yeah>. Sosa. <laughs> Pujols. Yeah. I don't yeah. watch fucking baseball anymore. It's, it's, we haven't won a fucking... So far, Kyle... 100% on board with your football prescription and yeah. basketball and baseball so far is frankly my favorite. The aluminum, Lay that aluminum bat down. Right. Oh, also extra outfielder and the fields go back about 50 more feet. Yes. And they can use chewing tobacco again because that's cool. Oh, for sure. Should it's there be required. a water hazard in there? Water hazard. <laughs> the, oh, the water on the hazard warning track, I would be okay with that. Instead of a warning track, a moat. I had to process that. That's a genius idea. <laughs> oh, he's in the moat. <laughs> Careful about Where Chicago. They, they, run, run they have an alligator. <laughs> if you run past first and fall into, like, then they're out. Dude, running this the bases is so would be... rough playing in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> running the bases would be like the steeplechase. You know, they, they've got some hurdles with water hazards on the other side. The Toronto Blue Jays are the only people who play in wetsuits. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be kind of like wacky races where it's like, oh, and the Braves have deployed their oil slick. Looks like Thompson's not making it to third. And it's just <laughs> slips right there. NASCAR's yeah, I, like Mario Kart. I honestly oh, and the like... third baseman utilizes his bag of marbles. Hockey? Yeah, how are you fixing hockey? <sighs> I think hockey's pretty good as a spectator sport. Being there mm -hmm. at the game, I love hockey. I, I, I've only been three or four times. Loved it every fucking time. The mm -hmm. environment, the atmosphere, the fans. Take off the skates, are... make them play barefoot. Something about the kind of guy who goes to a hockey game. I like that guy, you know, yeah. something about him. Ice, <laughs> something about, rink. Something I don't about know what guy. it is. It's just something about like they've the got people this who go to hockey Nordic games. quality like them. about them. Mm -hmm. They're a better kind of people. I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked up on what I'm saying. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so, hockey has 
superior fans. Oh, they are the master fans. They are the master fans. <laughs> yeah. oh, I instantly knew where he They're, was going. I was, great. I, did, um, I, that. I was thinking for hockey, get rid of the skates mm-hmm. and get rid of the commentators and just play the Benny Hill thing on repeat. Or if they had ice cleats, maybe. Yeah. What if they added three-dimensional play? Like maybe there's ice walls around the side and you had to... I don't know. I don't know how to improve hockey at all, really. I, I just don't know enough about the game. Yeah, I think hockey's hard. fucking cool. Taylor, um, if hockey comes back and plays this summer, could Tarashenko maybe be healthy enough to join? Oh, yeah. He's healthy enough now. Like now? He, he hit the absolute worst timing. We were 10 games into the season. He was a point-per-game player playing great. Out for the season with his shoulder. And then... Leading up to the coronavirus quarantine, it was like Tarasenko's coming back. He's, he's uh, for Richard's benefit, he's our the Blues' best goal scorer. You know, missed him all season. And he, everybody was saying he's ready to come back. He's ready to come back. It was confirmed that he was good to go. And then, like, two days later, it was like the NHL suspended operations. This could be very so, good timing for you guys. If it happens. And if not, it just means the Blues are the Stanley Cup reigning champions an extra year. That's okay. It should. They should totally celebrate that. The yeah, Blues absolutely. once again. Oh, raising a second banner to troll the rest of the league. That would be so fucking funny. That would be, that great. Would be great. Yeah, they would get fined or whatever, but who cares? That's funny. So yeah. That I I God, I hope sports comes back. But this this is not going to be over for way longer than I think most people are anticipating. Like, yeah, even, I think it's like gonna be Trump saying his shit. Like, we're gonna get the economy rolling next week. Everybody's gonna be back in their in their little comfy Dude, office cubicles in their seats. We rip no on chance. Biden and his dumbassery, and and Trump is like, I think that everyone should be in churches. Imagine that Easter's a special day to me. Pack the churches with people. <laughs> it's a beautiful date, and they're like, why? Why would you like have yeah. anyone go back? You think that the virus will pass? He says, I just think it's a beautiful date. It's beautiful. It will be beautiful. It's a, that date is beautiful. E- everything he says is about making the stock market better and not about protecting the Trump the is not right the now. bar that we use to judge our candidates. They're going against each other. Yeah, and Biden isn't uh, half as funny. I know, but when you choose your Democratic candidate, you can't be like, well, I mean, it's right. As long as we can get above the Trump bar, if you're we're, making we're fine. A, this guy's good, right? He's a, he's here at, at at you know mostly there most of the time. That's good enough, right? No, I'm with I you. Know I think that. they should both get Corona, and Buddha Judge should make his comeback. Boo, boo to that guy. Go back to South Bend. Nobody they might find. You. Here's the only problem: they're going to find a cure for Corona. AIDS is a long way down the road, Woody. I mean, Magic Johnson disagrees. So <laughs> that's, that's just mean spirited, is all that is. Hey, he's um, a monogamous gay man, a nice unicorn. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I I'm just so interested in this Corona shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's growing so quickly. How do we know? And, because like I'm just going by they, our they, testing. Uh, they, they got a lot of tests in California. They finally okay. started testing a ton in the last few days. Okay. Like they've I, even I like when I do have to drive to the store or drive out and do something, like I I see test kits like little stations everywhere. Like there's I, I've driven by like probably a dozen of them. You okay. know, usually not too busy. Really? And apparently, uh, so you know how Trump was saying like, and this test. No, or no, we talked about this on it's PK. It's the best. Yeah, the, the test that you have to jam it up your nose. Yep. Like past a barrier. Yep. So I just can imagine all the old people. Yeah, like it has to go past some sort of 
sphincter. That's not the right yeah, word. Yeah, the, the uh, nasal clo- cloaca. Sort of thing. It's called it a, has to go through the, it's the your, nasal cloaca. It's your nasal hymen, I think. It, yeah, and mine's never been popped, and so I'm afraid. <laughs> it's like, mine uh, has been ravaged. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just feel like there's got to be somebody who pulled it's up. It's this long, that. but like a, like, like a pencil. That's what it's yeah. like. It's <laughs> like, an ant, like, a, like, a, like an anteater's tongue. <laughs> I want to know everybody's prediction for, and it's, you know, obviously any kind of death toll predictions are going to be based on the numbers they have, which mm-hmm. are going to be way under the reality of it. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Let's say, let's say one month from now, April 26th. What will the U.S. death total be? Right now, we're at. I don't know. It's impossible to to say. I, I know it, that's it's, why it's a guess. It, no, it's it easy to like... say. It's impossible to get right. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. We're not about to getting too, right. Too ignorant to speculate for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Richard, you're not new on this show. There's no such thing as too <laughs> ignorant to. <laughs> you should know better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah fucking twenty million. <laughs> Um, I'm going to hold on. Let me look at this. No calculators. Uh, It's not really a calculator. I'm going to say 25,000 deaths a month from now. A month? I'm going with 2,996. One. 2,996 (laughs) deaths. That's equal to 9-11. Well, I mean, we're already at 1,290, and this is a month from now, so I think it's going to be a little more than that. Jesus Christ. And it's raising exponentially. Of that 1290, 270 yeah, happens today. Three to I have days. faith in our administration to underreport. I do not. You know what, like, the biggest eye-opening thing for this is? is like, hey, we got to bring a lot of manufacturing back to the U.S. We can't have a little virus happen and then suddenly, like, well, you know that country that we harp on all the time? Well, they make all of our medicine, and they're prioritizing their own needs, as they should as a country. You know, like... Yeah. We need to bring all that back here. We can't have a medical emergency and not have the capacity to manufacture what we need. That's insane. Imagine it was real war time, right? Yeah, yeah we'd be fucked. Yeah, what manufacturing do we have if we needed? I mean, that's what's that's the story of World War Two, right? Right. Well, that's the except uh, the, what, what's except the defense we had act? manufacturing. Yeah, we had the best manufacturing. The best what's manufacturing. It? Well, maybe wait, second best. Germany was pretty good. Wait, are we on different sides of this, Kyle? Oh yeah, did completely different sides. We were way behind. We were we were way way behind. Like they they tooled up and everybody went to work. And they yeah, and we, we and caught we up went, quickly though. No, okay, so, quickly. so my impression of it, and I'm not a World War II historian, so maybe you'll correct me. I am. I am. Cool. Maybe I'll be corrected. <laughs> was that there was a lot of manufacturing in America that we were able to easily convert into a war machine. So automobile manufacturers started making planes and tanks and things like that. Now we cannot easily convert our services industry into building things that commit war. You tell me that Deborah at Starbucks can't make tank shells? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that you can't convert a Starbucks into a tank shell manufacturing in the Is same way. Armor piercing Sabo for Marcus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a low fat blended. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So before. Soy? We had manufacturing. We had steel. We had car, automobile manufacturing. We had all these manufacturing jobs, skills, and facilities that were similar to the kinds of things you'd need to to wage war. Now we don't. Now we have, mm. I don't know, IT. Yeah. There were a lot of Isn't things we built from the ground yeah. up. You know, the, the uranium refinement uh, facility in Tennessee and uh, out at Los Alamos, you know, the, those things were just from the ground up, enormous, colossal facilities that they just, America went to work. Everybody did. It, you know, you see those old 
was it Rosie the Riveter? Mm -hmm. That was a real thing, you know, like, like, like everybody went to fucking work and, and, and really got to like pulled together and got shit done. Um, and I think that's a human thing, not necessarily just an American thing, but we're just a, a great example of it. So well, we need to bring that manufacturing back here now before the yeah. next one of these worst things happens. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to compete on a global scale with, with, with all the benefits. Who cares and, if we have to pay more for our goods? It's better than having to fucking rely on other countries that with, like, if this shit were five times worse, you think we'd be getting supplies from any other country, any sort of aid? Of course not. Like, we don't want to be up shit creek the next time one of these things inevitably happens or a worse one inevitably happens. You know, mm -hmm. like, we, we need to be manufacturing these essentials here in the U.S. so we have our bases covered. Which is simple, uh, essential specifically, though? Are you referring to the mask? Well, specifically things from anything medically related. You know, respirators, ventilators, masks, uh, the overwhelming majority of prescription pills, things like that. Like, those need to be made here. I feel like I feel like any good business, much like we were talking about earlier, um, when it comes to like their cash flow, the the supply chain needs to have contingencies too. So you have to take into account your shareholders and everything. So you got to have a way to keep your profits up. And for unfortunately, a lot of companies, that's a hundred percent of their supply chain coming from um, foreign countries, and then bringing it here to the States and putting their label on it and being like, okay, here we go. That's the, like the greatest way for profit. But like, as soon as that gets interrupted, be it from a global pandemic, or it could be some type of tariff or trade war, you gotta have to have contingency. So like, that's why I like buy American made, you know, a hundred percent American made might be too expensive for a lot of people. So it's like, what are these, these formulas that, you know, companies need to figure out where it's like, you can have a profitable business, but it also is, either recession proof or supply chain disruption proof and, and have contingencies and stuff. I just think that's one of the things we're finding out is you're, you're catching a lot of businesses off sides, either with poor financial planning or poor strategic um, and supply chain or reserves. It's weird to me yeah. that the benefits of being local, right? Like there are costs associated with, working in two different times, wildly different time zones, like America and China. There are costs associated with taking that stuff, putting it on a boat or an airplane or whatever, and shipping it over to America, flying or sailing it here. There's savings to be associated with the manpower, but isn't this stuff automated? Why is it that the improvements and efficiencies can't be offset by higher labor costs when it's really robots making this stuff? I don't think it is robots a lot of the times. I think a lot of our goods are still being fucking hammered together by by Chinese peasants in the in those I had prescription pills in my head when I said that. Are they really okay. just people? Well, well that's like, a good example of probably uh, taxes, right? It's some, some some sort of tax situation. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would have to imagine that that, that would have to be like, like because why wouldn't we just have like, I've seen those machines like they're incredibly automated. It's like watching how it's made and watching Twinkies come off the assembly line. There's nobody in there fucking squeezing filling in them. It's again, I'm ignorant on it, but I would I would I would speculate that like in the U.S. there would be really strict, stringent like I don't know rules and sanitation on a facility that manufactures something that would be pharmaceutical grade. Whereas there, they may just test the stuff for purity when it comes into the states, and if it meets a certain standard, then there you go. We don't care yeah, what your facility's like. That's where I want like safety. Like like anything we're putting into our bodies, like like I don't mind, frankly, if there's some children in a foreign country who lose a finger every other day because and and it gets me my like like tools <laughs> and die stuff workers, a little so. bit faster, right? Like like you know, like like he didn't need all those fingers anyway. You got ten. All right. It only takes two or three to, op to 
you need one to push a button. He's good. <laughs> well, that goes right? to the MMA stuff. So like, it was nose at the end. Uh, a, a lot of people don't like. They're Mr. like, well, Kyle, I am so, so very short on fingers. Yes. <laughs> Get back in there. <laughs> Where you, so you got a lot of these supplement companies. I don't know that any anyone's particular, but you like you got a lot of athletes that they they test hot for some type of substance, and it's because they were made in these vats that they're manu they're literally manufacturing hundreds and hundreds of different types yeah. of. Absolutely. I can it, 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 gives, it gives good, honest fighters like John Jones a bat. You can't tell where the truth starts and the lies. No, no, no. The man no, wants not, a protein powder, all right? Athlete. He wants to supplement his diet with a little more thiamine, a little more protein. All They've of a sudden, proven it, though. They've proven it, though. They've taken a lot of numbers. I understand of this poor guy was busted for <laughs> DWI, but the truth is. <laughs> Which his time protein, his protein power was previous was made in a vet where there was alcohol powder, and now there's trace amounts of alcohol in his milkshake, and that's why he's on a DUI at the DWI. Okay, uh, my, uh, driving while well intoxicated. Albuquerque Police Department. You know what racist, I'm saying. All right, we all know this. <laughs> yeah, I'm this poor. About and the, the firearm sounds that the policeman heard, and the bullet casings in the guy's feet. I <laughs> It could have been anyone that put that shit there. <laughs> look, the rest look, of the world is fucking I'm quarantined. Sure any number of us have bullet casings in our floorboards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, who am I talking to? Yeah. Like, like, like I, I still find them. It's just like up in the dashes of, of vehicles, you know, from like shooting out the windows of cars, and they they go up a, between the windshield and the dash, and they get way down in there, way way in there. More, you, you get know? in trouble during a quarantine. He should be at home playing video games. John Jones, follow my lead. He, you know, he was Wait, probably what? out donating to a food bank. Are you out of date on this one? I do not. He got a know. DUI to like last night. He was drunk Shut in his up. car, drinking Jorge Masvidal's liquor. Um, they they uh, cops respond to a gunshot. They find him in his vehicle sitting there, and they're like, "Sir, have you been drinking?" He's like, "I have been." And I and I plan to continue to. Yeah. And so they arrest like, him. They uh, find his handgun under his seat, spent casing in the floorboard. Now he's up on. Uh, he does. He didn't have proof of his insurance, driving while intoxicated, and reckless use of a firearm. Yeah. Officers noted signs of intoxication, and police say Jones admitted to officers that he had been driving earlier and intends to drive some more. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But I love that he had Jorge Masvidal's bottle, like 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 his brand of liquor. Is is that I didn't <laughs> yeah, catch that detail. Yeah. That's they give great. the name brand of the liquor in there. That's Jorge Masvidal shit. That'd be like having proper twelve. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's charged with DWI, negligent use of a firearm, and possession of an open container. I bet this is the gets... kind of fucking champion I love. All right, God damn it, I'm not looking for some fucking choir boy. Certainly not some live at home with my. Daddy, woman hating, possible terrorist. Kyle, all right? stop I putting want... down woman haters, all right? All right. Stop mixing it together with a bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bad motherfucker like this who rides around drinking with guns, hitting pregnant bitches on cocaine with weed pipes in his car. Man, this guy aren't that too far apart, all right? I bet he and I could have a goddamn good time. I want somebody who slaps fucking strippers' asses. I want somebody who <laughs> rides around fucking getting in fights at press conferences, doing a little steroids, because who doesn't? If, if, the, if they come to test you, you hide under the fucking cage. What, he's a pussy for hiding under the cage? No, he's smart. He's a fucking three or four time champion. I, don't I know how many think times the trace the belt amounts away. of... Man's never lost a mixed martial arts fight, despite 
despite all the drug use, alcohol, <laughs> the, the late night partying, the cocaine, the whores, Matt the hookers, Hamble. the arrests, <laughs> never lost a fight. Matt Hamill never. wrecked that guy's elbows with his nose until the ref pulled him apart. And you can't That's convince. the kind of fucking champion I want. <laughs> That's the people's champion, the real people. <laughs> I agree, but the one thing that just like just sits wrong with me, like I love watching him fight. Like every single one of his fights is just like. If you watched his last it. three fights, he lost and, them and, all, and his ineffective no, just, striking and loss of ground game. Carry on, please. I well, yeah, but I, I I mean like in the past, but like embrace it. Like don't give me that that bullshit at the end of the fight about Jesus and you've changed your life and and everything else. Like no, embrace the bad guy angle. Like, when will yeah, God be, stop be testing Sonic. poor John Jones? Be right? like, be like, that's no, where yeah, I agree so with. I did you. a bump. I did a bump of fucking cocaine before the fight. So what? I like to party. I, also I like wish you'd get up there and be like, you know what? I I had a whole speech, but I'm high as shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. the way Chael Sonnen did it. Kyle, Kyle tells the story great, but they're like, they said I tested with twice the levels of testosterone like a, as a normal man. I told them, run that test again. It's too damn low. Chael <laughs> <laughs> Sonnen is so good. I watched this 20-minute montage of him his best trash talk the other day. I love, love it. it. His I love delivery that Joe on Rogan that. Joe Rogan one where he's like, tonight's about you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Joe Rogan one where he's like, Joe Rogan, give me that microphone. I just got beat. I just got done beating up a former world champion. If you think I won't add a 50 year old comedian to my list, you got another thing coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, so good. I love yeah. Chael Sonnen. And, and uh, but I wish John Jones were more like that. I wish he embraced being and the bad guy because he is the bad guy. He's one of the worst. He's and rotten I love to the him court. for it because that's what I fucking want. I want a bad guy. I want a villain. All right. Yeah. Some of the some of my favorite like entertainment properties are about the villain, the bad guy. I, that's what I want. I, I love that shit. That I want some Nike money. <sighs> fucking wear some and ones and get it over with, dude. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. And one has money. They'll put that shit on a felon. Let's yeah. go. I, I, I love I this guy. I want genius, Kyle. I love it. First endorsements. I would love it if he dropped Nike and Reebok and went with And One and Hennessy or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I I swear next time I'm called DWI, it will be Hennessy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Answer that shit. When I drink and drive, I only drink <laughs> And then he takes no, off. The <laughs> That's the commercial. <laughs> it's like that Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercial where he's just driving the car. Mm -hmm. He's twiddling his thumb like this and riding around seen Lincoln. It. Oh, they're yeah. great. They're iconic. You, you laugh John about Jones it. Just... Dude, that would yeah, be that would Riding around. That would sell. Stop signs. It would, it would increase the amount of drinking and driving, I think. But. It would sell. He'd make no, it look I'm just cool. Saying, like him as a bad guy, that would sell oh, yeah. so much. Yes, yes, so yes, much. yes, yes. I, I uh, John Jones. I, you know, God's testing him again. He's gonna keep testing him. It's. I wish he'd be like, I'm gonna hit you harder than I hit that pregnant bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would rule. That I want to live in that timeline. Is it? Yeah. She signed your NDA. She's yeah. she's good now. She's got a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got a pay you got a paycheck to show up. So now I gotta hit you with this train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going to hit you, you hard. You thought I can't catch me. You think you can? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, I need that. I need him to be the back. Stop oh, with that. Stop with that preacher's son nonsense, John. Be the bad guy. Yes. yes. I, I, I would love that. He is the bad. Even in that mugshot, he's just kind of like, just smile. Just smile. You're not a thug. You're not a thug. <laughs> he's such you a gotta, you got to think there's brands out there that if he embraced that would pay him way more. Even if even if it was the UFC giving him a, a larger take on a purse or something like that, I feel like it'd sell him way more. He'd be Conor McGregor. But yes. he's, he's an asshole and he, he can't do anything right. Yeah. yeah. Except barely win fights for your split decisions where the crowd disagrees. Uh, the, the he lost his last like, fight, in my opinion. I thought he won the Santos oh, yeah. fight. Here's the thing about the Santos fight. And there's a lot of like like uh, cliches and mixed martial arts fights that you can fall back on. Like, hey, what if the fight went on for 100 rounds? Then who's going to win? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, John Jones, because the other guy's literally crippled. All right. The other guy's not going to. The other guy had to be carried away at the end of the fight. And John Jones was like, eh, all right, I'm going to go slap some hoes. I think I know where you're headed to that. You want to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. That's the cliche. You I don't like that one. I okay. don't like oh, that one okay. at all. I, okay. I feel like if you outpoint the champ, you've, you've beaten the champ. And and, uh, and there's been a lot of that recently that, that has upset me. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time drawing examples, but um, there was a woman's fight recently that, that upset me a lot. Um, oh, it was the... It was the it was Jer the, versus Chinese dick? It was. Jer Jacek won. Jan Jacek, I think. Um, uh, uh, she won, in my opinion. She definitely outpointed Wei, uh, Wei Li. Uh, I um, saw it the other way, and Jar Jacek looked like a horror movie character. At the I, I don't care how she, I, I think that was incidental. Like like that 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 was a freak thing that happened to her head. You know, repeatedly it be, they kept punching her on the bubble. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I saw that no different than like a cut. It's like, well, yeah, he's cuts cut, matter but because like, one of the ways I measure fights is damage. And Jar Jacek looked not even like a. She didn't just not look like herself. She, she had about 25 more strikes. Human. Inhuman. She, she looked like... Oh, she looked awful. Yeah. But, but she, she had 25 more strikes. Peter Patter baby strikes, right? While that Chinese chick was... She said as hard as she can. Fucking bombs. Yeah. Uh, if, 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 if you look at who... I gave who, it to her. A lot of people give it to her. Hmm. Okay. Well, there's no way to check that. I'm not going <laughs> to... <laughs> a, a lot of people give it to her for sure. Okay. Um, I I, uh, I don't like Yoana. I think she's a cunt of a person. You know, like like, like bow down, bow down. It's like I bet that's what you sound like when you come. I bet it's that obnoxious Polish accent. Like it's oh. so disgusting. Ah! I agree with oh. you, but I think we agree on the next thing too. I like watching her fight. Like I, I like watching her fight too. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm like looking to forward to Rose coming for back comparison. and fucking Whaley up because that's what's going to happen. Uh, I think I think Rose will will uh, will will be able to deal oh, with Whaley. I think I, I think, think Whaley has a training camp without coronavirus and she wrecks that chick shit. Even nope, more. no, my units. Joanna's head no. was on center the whole time, just fucking getting. Da -dum, da -dum, da -dum, da -dum. Rose is so fucking in and out, left and right, oh. working angles. Oh, maybe I'm mixed up. Did were you? I'm saying Rose Namajunas beating Whaley. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. I didn't keep up. My bad. Yeah, no, I thought yeah. you were saying if Wei Li and your Jacek rematched, it would go differently. Oh, hard to say about that. I think it would go pretty similarly, but you never know with this shit. I mean, look at Rose versus your Jacek one and two. Completely different fights. Same exact fighters. You know, the first one, Rose takes her out in, in like a few, like a minute and a half. Second one, we go, we go full five rounds and Rose out points her every round. Rose had it. So if people don't know Rose Namahimis, she's very sweet. She's nice. Uh, she won her first title. I've said this before. And in tears, she's like, I just want people to be nice to each other. That's what she used her platform for. <laughs> I, I like her. And uh, they were asking her, like, you know, how she won the second fight. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm just better than her. 
and it was like oh damn <laughs> like coming from her it was and you're like well the score's been posted twice now yeah you're better you, you that's how i feel about john jones and fucking uh butterball what's his name uh, cormier. Daniel cormier well it's like score Score's been posted, bro. Like, 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 yeah, rack it up again. Let's do it again. If if Cormier had beaten Stipe, that's the fight that was coming. That that's what that's what they'd have done. I, the, the for one, heavyweight. But title. Jones has an asterisk, right? The, the one time Jones beat him, he literally tested hot for steroids, and they changed it to a new con no contest. And this, the other times Jones beat him, uh, everyone knows damn well he was hot for steroids. Uh, I disagree uh, fully. Um, all I know <laughs> is that. Um, all I know is that he got handled both times. It wasn't even it's was barely close. Uh, Cormier had good hands in the second fight. I, I, I will say that. He, his boxing was very impressive. I don't know why I didn't work the wrestling more against him. But then John did it, do him exactly what he told him he was going to do to him. Uh, and it was so funny because John was like, I've seen, I've seen what you do. I'm going to kick you in the head. And he's like, yeah, you think, you think I'm going to do that, don't you, John? You think I'm going to do that thing where, where you, you <laughs> where throw the body like kick. This, yeah. Where you I'm... throw the body kick four times in a row. And, then, uh, and I think you're going to throw the body kick again. And, and I don't cover my head. You think I'm going to do that, don't you? He's like, yes, that's exactly what I think. And then that's what he did. And he kicked him so goddamn hard in the head. It, it, it made a clap. Yeah. It was, Jones was like, we, we've been looking at the tape and we see things. And Cormier is like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about me ducking my head. It, We've been working on that this training camp. It's not going to be there. And it was there. It, it was it was there in space. Yeah. And, and then the trip after, oh, it was so nasty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good shit. Good shit. We should um, get off UFC probably. Yeah. Let me do uh, Let me do an advertisement. Yeah. Piss. And then I want to talk Tiger King. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Okay. Great oh. show. I want to tell, it's the best show on television right now. Number one in the U.S. on Netflix. This episode of PK is brought to you by a company that we have a lot of personal experience with, Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing and you're eating it. You know what's not so great? Getting it. And the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where that driver is with your food. Track him down every step of the way. Forgot to get your eggs, maybe your milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for that perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start those free deliveries, just download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. Yeah. Great time to be using uh, Postmates, you know, during this uh, little lockdown period. Um, I uh, I ordered some Postmates a couple days ago. The guy showed up wearing rubber gloves, <laughs> full yeah. mask, and uh, he opened the bag and he he allowed me to take the food out. Like like he, I, I was like, stay safe up out there, man. I gave him an eight dollar tip. I really appreciated him like looking out for me and himself in that way because I'm I'm like, this is a guy who's not fucking fucking shaking hands with everybody he, he gets yeah. gets a food order from i i really appreciated him looking out for me and for everybody else so postmates great company great drivers um they are they are definitely my favorite delivery option uh, there are others they are substandard postmates use code pka so let me go powerful ad read found those better than anyone yeah we really do have a subject matter expert on hand here with regards to these things yeah the amount he orders is just it's just shocking <laughs> like, it's like because he'll order that feels like twice a day and then he'll also text us group pics of his meal he makes every evening so it's like 
you're just eating and eating and eating. It, I mean, there's nothing else to do right now. I definitely have been bored, boredom eating more than usual. And I'd already do it a lot anyway. But yeah, just not even boredom eating, just kind of restless eating because I'm still busy. I'm still like doing calls, working from here, doing all the stuff I normally do, like staying busy. But it's like something about just being home and knowing that I got snacks in the other room. It's like, well, <laughs> I mean, that couldn't the chips couldn't make this worse. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm quarantined, so I deserve it. But I, I'm going to I'm going to start uh, doing some streaming again, you know, oh. like in the, in the free time that I have now. And so that'll be. That'll be a good, good, fun time. I've oh, been well, streaming well, a lot. I've been streaming like 10 hours a day almost. But they're the I know. worst. I get, your, I get your notifications. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. What do you, I stream from like 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. You know, peak hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really going for the crowds. And uh, <laughs> well, it was last week that, you know, I, I, I texted everyone. And I was like, hey, sorry for late notice. Can we do PKN either earlier today or can we move it to Wednesday? I totally forgot I had something I have to do. And like I sent that at maybe 10 in the morning at 430 in the afternoon. Kyle texts back and is like, hey, uh, yeah, me and Woody stayed up a little late. I really <laughs> doubt he's up yet. And so let's just do Wednesday. I was like, I was like it's, it's 5 p.m. Like, it's <laughs> That you guys were too. Tarkov is ruining me. (laughs) You're talking about snacking. I'm not snacking because I'm playing video games. Yeah. But when you stay up till, I don't know, sometimes I only stay up till four, sometimes six. (laughs) (laughs) There's really time for an extra meal in there, to be honest. There's some sort of like, what? Last time I ate was 6 p.m., 6 a.m. now. I need you know, it's time for something. You like stand up and you just hear the Yeah. Yeah. So that's in your stomach. That's not been great, but uh I am addicted to this game. I'm loving it. I, it's a good it, time to be addicted to a game. That's great. Escape from Tarkov. It's a shooter. It's a military, like realistic sim shooter. And uh I our, our audience has probably heard too much about it, but I'll say this. <sighs> If you don't, if you die in the game, then you lose all your stuff. You die so it uh, it's really punishing <laughs> if you don't do well, and it makes the lows low. On the other hand, some games I'll kill thirteen guys, collect all of their loot, and just be king of the world. I had my best game ever last night. There, how much you can carry, and like, and how much room is in your backpack is very limited. But there are cases where, like, you know, like. The case might take six slots in your backpack, but you open it up and there's like 20 slots in there. It's a, yeah. Anyway, I found a case in-game or they found it. Someone we killed had a case. My teammates let me have it. And then we filled it up with everybody's guns and I could barely walk. My guy had it. Like, he moved so slow. It took, like, I can't even damage. To walk across this room would have taken 30 seconds. I weighed over 80 kilograms and... Uh, and then I got out of there. I was so rich afterwards, so full. Like my, my character's strength was higher from the exercise he got walking to the exit. And uh, the highs are so high, the lows are so low. The way you die in this game, like it, the way you usually die in Call of Duty is like you see a guy, he sees you, you get into a very short gunfight, and you say, "Ah, he got the best of me." Like that—that's how Call of Duty dies. In this game, nope. Some guy just headshots you from somewhere. You don't know where it comes from. <laughs> you don't know what you did wrong. You don't, there's no kill cam. So you don't really, it's, it's challenging to learn it's, from that mistake. You know, you think, it's hyper realistic. 
um, like a lot of the gear that you'd be familiar with is in there. A lot of the weapons, the gun customization, it's like you're on, it's like you're in the nicest gun store ever and you have the full range of everything, like with the name brands and everything as far as compensators and uh, like, like adapters and uh, rail systems, um, stocks, grips, four grips, um, everything. The kind like, of knowledge like, you like, guys have would be useful in this game. There's like know? three different uppers for the AR systems. Like there are ammo types. There's there's uh, M855, M855A1, M856A1, M995. And they all have like drawbacks. And uh, it's it's really Are they noticeable? Yes, very noticeable. Huh. Uh, like, you know, A56A1 is tracer. So like now you got tracer. But the penetration value is better than with the 855, but the damage isn't as good as M995. It's it's a lot of uh, give and take. You know, there's multiple calibers, um, 76239, um, 545, 5.56, um, a couple different AK variants, um, several shotguns. Like, like There's like half a dozen different kinds of shotgun rounds from uh, various buckshots to various sabos and slugs. pistols, there's ripstop ammo, which just shreds nice. your skin if you hit it. But if you hit armor, it's worthless. Um, you see, like, typically, what armor I want and what ammo I want, well, please, tell me where I'm going to shoot, who I'm going to shoot, and how I'm going to get shot, and I'll know the right answer. You know, like, I could come in there like a tank with a big helmet, but you know that might not help if you've got the right ammo, or you know I'd rather have ripstop if you're going to be unarmored. If you're going to be armored, I need something else, and you never know in advance, so you kind of yeah, guess. it's real cool. I mean, the helmets are all like you know military helmets. There's uh, there's airframes and um, uh, fast MT, uh, uh, Ulox, um, Vulcans, all sorts of really cool shit. L lots of uh, plate carriers and uh, armored uh, armored rigs. Uh, like even just the backpack selection alone, right? There's drawbacks to backpacks. You wear a big ass bag, you move slower, you turn slower, your ergonomics are lower, you get tired faster, you can't aim down sights as quickly with a big ass bag. I wear a giant purple backpack. It makes my teammates not shoot me, right? Mm -hmm. No one wears that thing. Everyone is like, dude, you can see you from across the map. That's my point. The most dangerous motherfuckers around here are the people I'm playing with. So, you know, I, I wear a, a red neoprene face mask and a purple backpack and it and, prevents teen kills mostly. And it's not, there are things that are completely unbalanced, like thermal goggles. Oh my God. Mm. You wear thermal goggles. The other guy, it's nighttime, you know? I mean, even if, even if he's got really good night vision. It's PC. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the thermal goggles have a balance and Kyle will agree with this in how expensive they are. So Very if you, they're, the, the numbers won't mean anything. Three or four million rubles. Maybe seven, I don't know. But the point is, if you die, you've lost something that was hard to get. You know, and, and of course your killer gets it. He takes it off your body. So you can come in there with an advantage, but just know that it's gonna cost a ton if you don't win with it. Yeah, it, it's fun. Like I usually don't like um, people who role play, you know, like in like an airsoft and paintball and stuff. I've had people that, that are like role playing and I'm just like, all right, let's calm down here Chill out right? a bit. yeah um, you call me sergeant again i'm just gonna go fucking home okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right my let's, name let's, is kyle let's, let's, let's ease up play. a little bit okay boys but in this it's like all right well our comms actually do need to be professional comms because nobody wants to die and this is a military simulator like like we have to like stack up before we go into this building the appropriate way or we're all gonna fucking die you gotta know the it's call a, outs. It's really you fun got, you have to be able to concisely tell people what you see and what's going on 
if I say like Richard, where was he? And you say, all right, Woody. Okay. So there's a brick building, the corner. (laughs) Imagine that corner draws a line, go out like 60 feet. You'll find a sign there, bitch. I'm dead already. Like, yeah. you know, call outs are instantaneous and accurate. It's, it's like, where is he? Mechanic. South Pond, South Pond, Greed Jump. Now, now, he's in Greed, going for, going for AKAM. He's out in AKAM, second floor, going down to first, air filter room. Like, like you've got to be, like, there's so many, a hundred different call outs that, that, like, it's, it's a separate language. The maps are between, like, well, one of them's almost Call of Duty size, but the rest I'll call like 12 to 30 COD maps. And uh, it's a lot to get your arms around. Ballistics are realistic. It's um, like long shots are very difficult. Um, it's uh, there's you know you got to lead. There's uh, there's thermal scopes. There's a there's a reap IR. There's a FLIR. Um, lots of like four different kinds of night vision: Russian night vision, American night vision. There's an um, RPG aspect to the game where like the more your character runs, he gets in better shape and becomes better at running. The oh, more, cool. The more he carries heavy things, he gets better able to do that and throw grenades farther and jump higher. Um, and the you know the more he shoots a fully auto gun, the better he gets at handling that recoil. And that aspect of it makes it so addicting. That and, mm-hmm. and building your cash stores, it, like you just want to keep on top of it, get higher, get higher. You know, sweet. I started this game at two point six, and now I'm at two point nine. That was a successful game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at a at a certain, I, I I played the shit out of it for three and a half months, and uh, I've been playing Doom this last week, but. I've got enough money now. It doesn't matter anymore. Like money's 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 a thing of the past. Um, I'm now just it's just turning a, that corner. I just like killing people now. I just like getting in like like gunfights with people. And oh, the AI is frighteningly good. Like the, they'll use tactics. They'll yell. They'll yell. They'll talk to each other and tell each other in Russian where you are. <laughs> it helps if you speak Russian. <laughs> it helps if you speak yeah. Russian. <laughs> I'm looking up like what does suka mean? They'll do these bounding <laughs> it's not like cover thing. formations where one guy's holding you down while the other runs back and flanks around. It's very challenging. It's I, cool. I want to play easy AI. The like just borderline retarded. You need to play Doom, my friend. You need to play fucking Doom. You are a <laughs> god. You are a god. I'm gonna read it again. I, I I read it to Woody at the beginning. This is the opening um uh thing that that, that Doom Eternal opening quote. Like when you when you begin Doom Eternal, like this voice comes on. It says, "Against all the evil that hell can conjure, all the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send unto them only you. Rip and tear until it is done." And you're just like, <laughs> "You're goddamn right, I will." <laughs> no, you chose the right motherfucker. <laughs> you chose the right person. Uh, I've got a really good good PC, so it just it looks incredible. It's super high frame rate. I, I, it's so fast paced. It's that my, uh, like, like somebody was trying to watch me the other day and, and they're like, I'm going to have a seizure. I'm going to have a seizure. You're, you're, you're spinning around so fast and everything's bright and glowing and flashing. I can't deal with this. It's, it's a great game. Great game. But, um, Tiger King, mm, Tiger King, Tiger King. I've now I've seen episode <sighs> one. Kyle's finished it. Yes. I finished it. Other people. Where are you? I've seen episode one and a, a bit into two, but okay. that's all I've seen. I think I'm in. I think I'm in too. Okay. I'm not sure. All right. So I heard about Tiger King. I saw it on Netflix. It looks dumb. Like like this the like the picture of it or whatever. It looks it's retarded. Like this, I would have never clicked it if you hadn't said. To never would have clicked it. But I heard so many people talking about. It. I heard Bright, Bert Kreischer talking about it. Um, lots of celebrities and lots of people I know were just like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. So we start watching this shit, and 
essentially art. So it's about it's about people who keep wild, uh, tigers, tigers, yeah. exotic big cats, cats. Exotic. big yeah. cats, not just yeah. tigers. And there's this group of people across the country. One's in Myrtle Beach, one's in Bumfuck, Oklahoma, one's in Tampa, Florida. And they all have these parks where they have big cats, lions and tigers and bears and wolves and everything you can imagine. Alligators. Right? Yeah, it's like a zoo. They have their own little private zoos and they are all, each one is more interesting than the last. One of these guys is a gay mullet wearing gun toting polygamist homosexual <laughs> with about 12 piercings on his face. He yeah. is the Tiger King. I like another him. one. He's funny. Another one. And they are not related, by the way. They know each other like the same way that like Richard and I know each other. Cause like we sort of did the same thing. And there's like a community of people who did that same thing or do that same thing. And we all kind of know each other because we see each other at conventions and like whatever. Like, like we're in the mm -hmm. same like sphere of influence. Well, there's this other guy in Myrtle Beach. Also a polygamist. <laughs> but the straight kind. He rides around on an elephant in his neighborhood. <laughs> and he's got like six bitches. And you might think, oh, I bet this is one of those like Mormon deals where like Sarah plain and tall, Sarah short and stocky. No. He's got wow. six hot bitches, all right? And he's got them all dressed up in leopard print and lion makeup. And like, here's he the dresses thing. He, them. Yes, he chooses all of their outfits. And as an extra level of duplicitousness and cultishness, he makes them legally change their names when they show up. So she'll be like, yeah, my name was uh, Michelle. Now my name's Molly. Uh, or my name is Mala. Like you give him like little like creative yeah. like, African sanded names yeah. or whatever. And it was like, oh, this is like I was watching that last night after Kyle's recommendation. I was like, first of all, thumbs up to this guy for running <laughs> what every man wants to have all a bunch of cool animals. No monkeys downside, but a bunch of cool animals. <laughs> And a bunch of free pussy. And they're all so brainwashed that they'll do whatever you say. And they work 12 for hours a day. They work yeah. from 12 hours a day. They get like $200 a week. A hundred. One hundred. It's a hundred dollars a week each girl. And But here's the thing. he's At one point, he's driving through his compound. And he's like, that's where Masha lives. That's her house. And that's where, where Desha lives. That's her house. He's got each of these ladies in a nice fucking house. Like he's got like $2 million worth of houses just for his ladies. And then and like, you haven't even described the antagonist yet. The antagonist yes. is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> she is so unlikable. At least the cool cult guy is funny as shit. Yeah. And he's clearly got some kind of mental impasse of like sociopathy. Like his eyes are open way too much. Every time he speaks, he's enunciating in a way that seems forced, seems he's manufactured. the camera. He's Did directing people. What, yeah. He, the first like little clip they had of him, like they were talking and getting to know him. And he's like, all right, all right. So you come around the front. I'm going to go inside. I'm going to open it. You uh, say, how are you doing? I'm going to say, I'm doing great. How are you? And then I'll let you in. All right. And then he just like walks away and they're like, all right, well, I guess that's uh, that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's like just directing his own reality Meanwhile, show. Yeah. The other the other guy was just as as funny where he's like he just had a 19 year old, a tall, lithe, young, sexy, Six 19 year old four. boy show up and he just convinces him to stay somehow, like <laughs> clearly through manipulation. So the Tiger King named Joe, he's already got one husband, right? Joe this, Exotic. Uh, 
this guy with meth mouth, uh, who's who's a stocky fella, who, like good shape, muscled up, pierced nipples, tattoos all over him, and he decides time to add another hubby. And yeah, this 19-year-old guy like comes into his little sphere of influence, and they make a good point to explain to you, dude wears a size 16 shoe. <laughs> Dude's hands are enormous. <laughs> All right? He's he's dark. He's got this nice tan complexion. Looks he's like a Mediterranean. Yeah. Big <laughs> hands. They go over the hands like twice. The feet at least twice. The hands at least three times. They're letting you know this guy's got a hog. All right? And Joe is all about it. And Joe asks him, he's like, I asked him, you know, just how straight are you? And he said, pretty straight. And I said, let me ask you this. When you watch porn? Yeah, I watch porn. Well, when you watch porn, do you like to see the guy doing the girl with a little penis or a big one? And he said, well, I like to see it with the big one. I said, well, you ain't that straight. <laughs> and that's when I began uh, molding him. his mind into basically being a receptacle for my penis when I am willing. And it's like, I, it, I don't know who was receptacle for who. Um, it, I bet I it was getting tossed around a bit. I get it's probably irrelevant, but but essentially, two polygamists in this show right off the bat. Okay, then we meet the lady who's trying to play like the PETA. I'm here for the good of the animals. Fuck that bitch! Bullshit, because she did. She's doing the exact same thing they're doing. Hope a tiger kills using, her. But she's using the angle of I'm here for the good of the animals. They're they're just breeding cubs to let people pay to pet them. I charge I people to look at animals and I should be the only one who can do that. And she's trying to shut everybody else down by getting these like yeah. laws passed against what she's they do. She's trying to do. have a monopoly. She wants a monopoly over it's, what she's got. She is so evil. I don't want to spoil anything. Let me just go over can some I of the... Can I jump in? Yes, please. So I haven't seen as much as Kyle have. I watched the first episode and even I'm a little bit like, what makes her the good guy? Yeah, and and she's she pictures herself Nothing. as the good guy. She says, and the bad guys are like, man, fuck animal rights people. <laughs> they are, they're shooting into the lake. This is what I do to animal rights. Cacao, 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 cacao. Yeah, they they put cool. Tannerite in a mannequin's crotch. Took him like four shots to hit the thing the size of a jar of peanut butter from nowhere. Like I, like, I am an average shot, and I can hit Tannerite. Like it, like it's not hard. Um. Anyway, she has a limp wrist, though. Uh, yes, you know we don't stand for that here in people. A mouthful of dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they all keep tigers, and she's saying they keep tigers the wrong way. But I, am I missing something? He had big no, enclosures. You're not. You're, he you're had not big anything. fields. He you're, had... you're cluing in on hypocrisy at its finest. Mm. And look, I'm not going to spoil who is what or what is who or or or, or talk about characters who will be introduced. It, here are some of the high points of the show. Some yeah. of the things that that I yeah, want. I think you can go into it a little bit. Sorry to interrupt, but I, I think you can because the what happens in the show. It's not a spoiler. It's watching how it rolls out. That's so entertaining. Like telling him that he's a polygamist. That doesn't spoil anything. It's just watching the way they behave. Well, there are some things that happen that would be spoilers. Let me just okay. tell you. This is an incredible real life drama that they captured on camera. Uh, I texted you guys earlier with like some so of funny. the like, uh, I'll call them bullet points. And these are some things that happen in the show. I'm, I'm th again, these aren't spoilers. These are things that happen. I'm not telling you who they happen to, or, or, or maybe mm -hmm. it's even characters you haven't met yet in, in episode one. Here we go. 
cults, murder, suicide, arson, prison time, polygamy, gold diggers, animal cruelty, meth, animal attacks, guns, explosive, explosives, boiling crocodiles, swingers, Ooh. and presidential campaigns. <laughs> These are all things that are the main characters of this show will be involved with and will all happen on camera. I, I need there will be a death essentially on camera. There is a there is a disfigurement that happens on camera. Oh, there is a tiger attack cool. on camera. There is that are, why the guy has that crutch thing in episode one? Actually, no. He has no legs. That's because he that happened in a zipline accident. The most white trash ever <laughs> way to lose your leg. <laughs> okay. He, he, he could have kept them, but he was working 16 hours a day for Joe uh, uh, walking around on the tiger farm. And his leg, his feet got infected or something. They had to take his legs up to like the mid thigh, mid, yeah. and so now he's got these like cool, like like prosthetics. Uh, he's he's like a lot of people ask me, did the tigers eat your legs? Nah, zip lining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I fell down, totally crushed my feet, and good prognosis until like you know Joe, he said you got to get back work. to work, and so I came back and I'm walking around on them, and and like every single thing, every from what I've seen, I. I'm thinking I might have got through all of episode two and part of three because I just had it on autoplay. And every single person who is caught in the wake of at least the two cult leader guys, the two polygamists, they all blame themselves for anything bad that happens to them. None of them blame the cult leader, at least so far. It's like, no, like a, it's a it's a master class in just manipulation for these They're people. All great manipulators. Every one of them. even Carol. Carol doesn't pay her employees. That Those made are me fallen so tears. Like, like at least the other guys pay like hundred bucks, hundred bucks a week or two hundred bucks a week. And at least those guys are getting dick. She does not pay them. That and it's a cult there too, essentially, because it mm -hmm. reminded me so much of cults I've heard about, where like if you once you've been here a year, you get a red shirt. After it's like a Scientology years, structure. After yeah. two, yeah, after two years, a green shirt, and the, and she and, and she's like, I don't really start noticing people until they've been here for five years, and I'm just like, I've seen you around a lot. <laughs> and she's got this fake Hillary Clinton thing where she rolls her eyes and does these fake laughs. Hmm. So Hillary Dude, Clinton. I, I want a, a tiger to kill her so much. I want so her much. Let me just say this: there's a lot of people in this documentary that want her dead. And there's a few that take some steps to make that happen. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you that in the no, opening like, episode. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about dudes part... flying around helicopters wanting to drop grenades yeah. and shit. The, that part was no, cool, no, 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 like no, no, the, the no, 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 and it was it was in the same clip as the shirt thing you're talking about, Kyle. So I'm sure all of us remember if that was episode one, where some yellow shirt volunteer, blue shirt or whatever, like they're all in like a, a natural setting outside of some building, you know, all getting ready to work. And she's just joking with this woman like, are you going to be home for Christmas this year? And the in, the volunteer is like, no, no Christmas for me. I haven't had Christmas in many years. And it's hmm. like. Everybody's and she's like, "Oh, ha, 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 that's so funny." All right, now go clean up tiger shit in my dirty ass pseudo zoo. And it's like, man, she—that was when it fully, 
Like when she went off the precipice where she can't be redeemed for me, where it's like, man, you are oh, up on your friend. fucking high horse so hard on this gay guy who just wants some nice dick and this in this uh, sociopath who just wants good pussy and tigers. And you are fucking conscripting armies of stupid uh, women who would otherwise be involved in multi-level marketing schemes and getting them to. I could be selling Amway or Amy yeah. or Avon. Yeah, you could have. You could have had a pink Cadillac by now. I could have been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, like basically, and then they like they did a walkthrough of her kind of version of the zoo compared to uh, gay guy harem and and uh, straight guy harems. Mm -hmm. Hers looks horrible in comparison it's yeah. it's so overgrown like they were like they're taking pictures and videos of like how you can't even see through the brush and the weeds growing up next to the side of the cage because yeah. it, it's so overgrown that like you have to go to certain angles to even see the tigers and say what you will about those other two assholes at least when you were looking at the clips of their their businesses you can see the tigers they've got shit to play with it looks like a zoo it they doesn't look like you threw a tiger and a bunch hold, of chicken wire they let the patrons hold the cubs you know, they, they take yeah. selfies with them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And closures that's look bigger too. Yeah. That's a big part of their, yeah. uh, their money-making operation. It's called, it's called cub petting. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and so here's the problem with that. Personally, I don't have a problem with it because look, these are endangered animals. There's, there's 4,000 alive in the wild and like 15,000 in America in captivity or some shit yeah. like if that. They, if they didn't want us to do this, they should have fucked better in the wild. Yeah, they should have. Look, first of all, I hate cats, so I don't care what happens to them. If this was dogs, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes. That's a little fucked up. What if up, it was hyenas or coyotes? I don't fuck about hyenas. I'm not sure what genus they hail from, yeah, but, but fuck hyenas too. Yeah. Those are, they're closer to cats <clears throat> than dogs. Apparently. I don't care what those things are with those big lady cocks they have. It's creepy. And uh, yeah, the lady has her babies through like a long penis-like vagina. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it's like a it's real clit. It's like a pseudo clit, pseudo penis. I, miss, I thought like, you were saying their penis. It's a clit. Look like, like, like human like penises. Look like human female penises. That's where my head. I was like, I don't. No, no, like uh, understand. The female hyenas have a penis-looking thing, but it's not, yeah, you know, it's not yeah, it's a faux cock. So yeah, it's the most entertaining thing I've seen. It's better than making a making a murder. Excuse me. It's better than making a murderer, but it follows a similar. Um, uh, pattern to making a murder how at the end of every episode they're like oh by the way there's a witness and you're like bum 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 and and it, it, or, or like somebody at the end of the episode will get mauled or murdered or killed or, or dead somebody will die at the end of an episode uh as you get deeper there's seven episodes 40 about 42 mm. minutes long each it's the best thing i've seen in memory um i, I can't think of the last especially something that's a documentary like this. And look, this is not one of those fake reality TV shows. All right. During the filming of this, no, there like is a reality TV show. There are crime. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, there's going to be some ramifications at the end of this. And I don't mean after this, I mean, in the show, there are people going to federal prison. I, I, I like the show some the, of the spoilers uh, the you're saving happening in the opening minutes. Like it, the, the guy's in jail in the opening minutes. The guy hires a murder for a contractor for hire to kill someone in the opening seconds. Yeah. Like that's how they kick off the whole series. Um, well, I, I, there's I, more, I don't know, perhaps. Uh, no, I, I think maybe there's some that I don't remember. And, mm. uh, and, and like the specific details are what makes some of this stuff not, like crazy. Uh, um, uh, one of the things I will say is, uh, Joe, Joe, um, uh, exotic, 
accomplished mu- uh, country music singer. The man, really? <laughs> he's got two albums, like 28 music videos, a couple dozen singles, and they're on YouTube. And at, at, a, at a certain point, you're going to want to hop on YouTube and start watching them. He's got one. Are they, where he, Tiger. Are they terrible? No, they're good. That's the problem. He's a good singer, like legitimately good. And like, like, like the, the visuals are a little cheesy. Mm. And Joe the lyrics. Country music. Here's his single, Here Kitty Kitty. That's the one. <laughs> look, 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 Here Kitty Kitty is, I don't want to spoil, so I don't want to spoil this. I don't want to spoil what it's about. Is it him like but, trying to get pussy on? Or no, no, this is the other guy. He's, no, okay. it's an attack. This is this is like a rap battle. This is an attack <laughs> that, uh, against someone. I hope to God Hillary Clinton made her own diss track. <laughs> that, that I'll just say this without 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 naming who or exactly what. Someone murdered someone. Clearly, in the show. The, and he made a song about how that other person murdered someone with an impersonator of them that looks so close that you have you do a double take this guy rules <laughs> this guy what, is so cool cool what guy of the week of so far cool guy Can, of the week well I, I can't give it to him because the harlem a bitches guy in fucking florida he's doc he's doing a good job. doc is the man doc doc literally has like they interview like one of his former ladies She's like, you know, I was 19 and my dad was like, don't fall in love with your boss. And I was like, well, I'm not. And then the next thing I know, he was paying for my titty implants. And I didn't really <laughs> want to get them, but it was more like they it was more like they just scheduled the appointment and told me when I was going to go. And then they show her with the new boobs. And it's like, it's a good thing you went, honey. It was, like, it was a good move. But also the way she was saying, she's like, and I didn't really want the tits, but all I had in my head was. You know, I would get a couple days rest <laughs> yeah, from surgery, and I was—I wanted the rest so bad, I got new boobs. <laughs> so. She got some nice boobies, and that and it was a—it was an improvement. All right, you know, like like like, and you know, get to, you get to take those home with you. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> you get to take keep them those when you leave the cult. Yeah, you get to have those after the cult done. You could tell she missed the cult. I, she was like talking a little shit on it, but it was like almost longingly. Yeah, I wish they'd been like. Would you like to go back? Well, I don't know. Maybe if we paid a little more. <laughs> it was like she was down to go back. She's because her new life involved splitting her own wood for her uh, for her heat in her home, and and I could tell she maybe she missed whatever like mansion that Doc had her set up in, or hanging out with tigers and riding elephants and. God, starting a cult. Good I idea. I feel like Doc Great is going to say, "Why would I take you back?" You're like 24 now. He has Rotten. a harem. He has like six ladies. And, and like, some of them have been there for like I called years. it too. I called it. We were watching and I was like, I think, I think this guy's got a call. <laughs> I was like, notice how many, how like all of his employees are like hot chicks. Like all of them. Like you go to Joe's place and he's literally hired ex-felons, right? Yeah. Off they all look like carnies. They look, yeah, yeah they, carnies. They look that's like a good, carnies, yeah. Yeah. they're grizzled, mm-hmm. lots of missing teeth, long, straggly hair. He's got them living in tr- single wide trailers with one AC unit and no <laughs> running water. Hard, hardly there's rodents in their house. Then you go over to the other guy's place and he's got six rather attractive ladies, 20 to 30 years old, 
living in nice houses, dressed up however he wants them to, which is pretty scantily clad most names. of the time. Yeah, for With a petting names. tiger session for children, you know. That's oh, I want to go. I want to go. Yeah, the one, the one the one guys were getting like expired meat or some shit from Walmart. Oh, I was going to talk yeah, about that in the back yeah. of the semi. Yeah. So Ugh. to feed the tigers is an incredibly expensive thing. Yeah. Joe Exotic has about 230 250 tigers all right these are huge animals you know they stand up they're like 10 11 feet tall or something like that plus like it doesn't even go go into like how many uh lions he has how many wolves how many bears they said ten thousand dollars a cat and something like three quarter a million three a year in that's what he said right three what <sighs> 3, three grand a cat, three grand a, I think it was Maybe three grand a cat per year or something like that. But it came to about $750,000 a year to yeah. feed the cats. And one of the ways that they supplement that, you know, anytime there's roadkill, the highway patrol calls, oh, they go pick that deer up, feed it to the cats. And what Walmart will do, will do he explained the scenario in which like, oh, maybe somebody takes their meat up to the counter. Their car gets declined. Well, this person's handled the meat. It's been out of the freezer or the refrigerated area. They can't put it back. So they have to throw it away. Well, we get that. So what his employees do is they pick over these big trash cans full of expired meat from Walmart, pick out the good shit, and that's what they eat. Well, there's a better way. They could mm -hmm. just show up with declined credit cards. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I send Larry well, I mean, up to the Walmart know. twice a day with a bag card. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. You got yeah, like, like it's it 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 it's so so good. You couldn't script a better show. You couldn't like these. It, something about the people who are into exotic animals already. Like they're odd, odd, odd people, mm -hmm. and these are like the oddest of them. And well, every episode you get to meet, new, you'll be like, well, we have filled the quota of creepy, weird dudes on this show. And then the next episode comes and they're like, this oh, is more. Jeff. Jeff is a swinger who's a fake millionaire and a, and a con man. And it's just like, oh, God, <laughs> Jeff guy seems awful. I, I liked how Oh, he is. is. <laughs> I, I liked how the series opened up with like some random fucking fat bald guy who also clearly loved animals. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of just, you know, exotic animal lovers and, you know, in the trade. It's kind of an extended family of sorts. You know, you got the monkey people who are just kind of strange, honestly. <laughs> but the big cat people. They will stab you right in the back. And it's like, how could this be a stereotype in this community? Where it's like, now the monkey people, they'll treat you right, but yeah, a little strange. But these cat people, you keep your eyes out when you're around a cat person. Like, <laughs> that was great. It's just uh, Joe's firearm safety. Woo! <laughs> That man should not have. He, first of all, he's <laughs> always got a revolver on his side. I, I couldn't notice what it was. I don't know. Maybe a Smith and Wesson or something. Probably a thirty-eight. It doesn't seem that loud. He's always got a revolver on. He wears it on a gun belt with the with with uh, you know like a bandolier bolts around, mm -hmm. cowboy style. <laughs> That's just part of one of his fetishes. You know? There's a part where he <laughs> wears Somebody. Yeah. This is a minor, minor spoiler. This is like a tiny little thing that happens in one episode, but. He thinks somebody sprayed his boots with cologne, which cats are crazy about. They freak out over it. And so he's in the cage in, by in himself. 
in a in bad a, way. Okay. It's on his boots. It's on him. So he's in the cage with a couple of tigers, and this tiger's clearly interested in his shoe. And he's like, shoe, shoe. Get, come on now. I'm trying to do my little thing for the camera. Tiger bites his boot, and he's got good boots on to his credit, but it bites his boot and starts dragging him. And he's whip, he's hitting the tiger in the head with a, like a cane, like a stick. You know, it's not injuring the tiger, but it's like, come on, let me go, let, go. let me go, let me go. And finally, he goes into the pistol, and he just, like, shoots right next to its head. Bang! And the cat, like, drops him, and he's like, the fuck? I didn't know you had that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has changed the equation. <laughs> now the other two cats are, like, honing in on him, like, because like, he's down now, right? And he's just like, I'll shoot you right between the fucking eyes. <laughs> Jesus Nobody Christ. was coming to help Joe. <laughs> it was just Joe in the cage with three fucking 800-pound tigers or something like that, and him with five shots left in his six-shooter, just like, <laughs> I'll shoot you right between the fucking eyes, trying to limp away. I can't wait. It's yeah, this, this Does Joe great. have a leg problem? I, I'm getting my Yeah, kid. yeah. You, you know, we yeah, skip he's on a crutch. Yeah, he's got like a knee brace and a crutch on yeah. and off because we're hopping around through time a little bit. It's hard know, to follow. Back... No, is the knee brace thing related to that attack? No, he had that before the attack and during the attack. Um, I th that's not explained. Um, oh, okay. I don't know. I, I figured like some like meniscus tear, or some chronic injury, zipline related, also <laughs> probably <laughs> some, something real white trash. Why is zipline white trash? It's not to me. I, I don't know. I'm just saying that, oh, I guess. Zip line like, to me is exotic vacation. You know, like, oh, I went to Belize and took a zip line or through the, <laughs> the rainforest of the Amazon. There's a zip line. Stone Mountain zip line. A, <laughs> I've done a good bit of zip lining. I'm a big fan. I right. like it a lot. Hey, did you see McMillions? I don't no, think I so. haven't seen what is it. Yes. No, is that no, a McGregor thing? So. So I was, no, 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 no. Because no. I was going to say, right? as, a, as a fellow Georgian... <laughs> McMillions is about the mafia-involved conspiracy to defraud the the monopoly oh, McDonald's yes. game. Yeah, I've heard oh. of it. Yeah, I want to. I want to watch that. I'll it. watch that after Tiger Man or whatever the fuck. It's yeah, Tiger, Tiger King. King is the shit, dude. Like, like I'm telling you, this Joe Exotic guy is the star, but he's got a supporting cast like none other. Like, like I'm telling you, like, what do you get to his wedding? His three-way wedding. Three-way gay wedding, dude. There, yeah. the the guy who plays the the female harem guy. I'm, I'm is his name Doc? Is that Doc. What it is? Doc. Yeah. He behaves like a villain cast in an '80s B movie, like way over the top in his the way he clips his words at the end, and everything is spoken in a very odd, open-mouthed form. It's like, oh, you're like trying. You like got to Earth four days ago, and you're like looking at humans <laughs> trying to figure shit out. Like, that's what you know what I mean. Then his eyes—he's like John Malkovich and Con Air. Yeah, yeah he's, he's fucking—he he is absurd. He's Cyrus the Virus from Con Air. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to rape her yet. Okay, she's a hostage. Yeah, <laughs> and Danny Trejo's yeah, like, I don't know. I like to rape another bitch. <laughs> Why is hostage and no raping mutually exclusive? No. Because we want to be able to negotiate for her. Okay. Yeah. Conair's good. That movie. she will be worthless. Yeah. So Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I like Steve Buscemi. He's good. It's like, kind of like we in the Hannibal Lecter shit. I feel like it's masochist yeah. to not rape her, right? He's implying that she'll have no masochist. value if she's raped. 
Really, mm, women well, still have I, value I, post-sexual assault. I think Enlighten yourself. If, well, I think maybe it was going to be like maybe a a, a mape, you know, a, a murder a, a uh, murder rape. Well, I, I will admit they're less after valuable work. after. Yeah, his, his like prison name was like Johnny 73 or something because he had like 73 rapes and he had a tattoo for every lady he'd raped. Mm. Danny Trejo plays a real bad guy in that movie. What an absolute monster. <laughs> <laughs> just just it's like, like it's time to add another tattoo, you bitch. It's like just some like people sitting in the writer's room and they're like, it's just spitball in here. Maybe he's raped 73 people. <laughs> How do they know he's raped? Well, he, you haven't thought about this yet, have you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has to be, why does it have to be a stereotypical Jewish writer? <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I don't know. That was funnier to me. <laughs> no, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, so check out Tiger King if you're listening to this. I promise you, you I promise you, you won't be disappointed. We're going to be talking about it next week because uh, I'm sure the guys will. Yeah, we'll we'll get caught finish up. Finish it off. Watch a few more. It's 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 so 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 good. I promise you, you're not going to believe what happens in the like third, fourth, fifth episodes. And by the end, it's like, well, shit, you don't come back from that, do you? <laughs> I just, it's, I think part of what makes it so good is you're both looking at a bunch of absurd shit and you're being clued in to an entire community and category of people that nobody knew existed. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there were stereotypes about exotic animal owners that own different kinds. I didn't know they had little rivalries and spats where they threatened to kill each other and had harems of women that they had yeah. sex with. The only person I know who has anything like that is, is at an ox ranch, right? But but that's yeah. kind of different. Like, he doesn't really treat them like pets. I mean, he's got the wolf. But, the, but that, that Yeah, how know. many bitches are in his harem? Less than six. We're not going to get less, into all that. I mean, he's, he's got a lovely less, wife, all right? Less, you know, less, just leave it at that. less than Doc. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, that is pretty cool though. About I love you know, the binge watching though. Like yeah. that's that's the one thing that I'm I'm super excited about. Like I, I got to watch uh, first I think three seasons of The Walking Dead back in the day when I lived in California, and I, I watched them in the span of like a day or two. And uh, I went outside. I had blacked out the windows and stuff, mm -hmm. the curtains and everything. And then like when I went out to go to Seven Eleven, it was like oh shit, people are walking down the street. It like forced me in this reality for a mm -hmm. few days. So it's always fun, like hearing about these things to binge watch on. I think right now for me, it's probably Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I, I've burned through like five seasons in the last, last mm. week or so. Are you quarantined but, Richard? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to isolate as much as possible. Um, you know, even, even guys in the company, they're wanting to like film and do stuff. And I'm like, nah, man, I'll go to the range yeah. and I'll set up cameras on my own. It's like, I, I, you know, I, I just don't want to be that guy who comes across as, arrogant saying oh you know like I'll, I'll be able to deal with it it's fine or whatever like the guy who owns my gym um he's one of the coaches or whatever and he he tested positive uh for covid and like his wife's like man he is in he's in rough shape he's like 30 mm -hmm. years old and like a, an athlete like he just won this uh weightlifting uh comp to qualify for some type of you know national competition and i was like mm. fuck man like you yeah. know your lungs are something that you're you're you you want to think oh i'm in good shape and everything but you get scar tissue on your lungs it's like yeah it's like a roll of the dice do you really want to or not yeah it seems to affect different people in different ways no and, i and don't want that <laughs> it, it affects different people in different <laughs> ways at, like like I, I i saw that story about that like 90 something year old grandmother who's like fine now 
And then mm -hmm. I see these things about literally people like you described, fitness trainers, like people at the peak of yeah. like physical fitness in their late 20s and early 30s, like like in the prime of their life. And it's destroying them like like, like yeah. they're, they're they're on the verge of death. Yeah, yeah the, way, either way. the way I look at it, too, is like, fuck, man, like if, you know, the global markets are going to take a hit from people self-isolating and quarantining it's kind of fucked up for me to be arrogant not take it seriously and just go about business as usual because i'm just kind of invalidating the sacrifice that other people are making by doing yeah. that no. well you got to take it seriously like yeah. it, and if you are going to go out you know obviously just you know be safe keep keep your space from people don't be standing super close in line all that like it's what a weird time we're living in right now like mm, who would have yeah. thought that the united states who, what, what was it, like three months ago, everyone's on top of the world, the stock market's soaring, oh, well, we're never coming down, we're great, <laughs> we're awesome, we're the kind of country with stick to a week of no working, that wouldn't even be a blip on our radar, and then all this happens, and it turns out, oh, we're way more of an economic paper tiger than any of us realized, apparently. It hasn't so been much of a yeah. sacrifice for me, I mean, I, I'm worth like 57 million virtual rubles now. <laughs> 210. <laughs> 210. Yeah. My mentor, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's just I, I feel like the long long-term effects, like you you can you can model, you can forecast, you can do a bunch of different things, but like I don't think anyone will see the long long-term effects or be able to realize them, be it the stock market or whatever, for months, maybe even years to come. Oh so. yeah. And who are these retards in media being like, huh, did you see that China is down to only 60 new cases today? Why can't we get on it like China? And it's like, are <laughs> yeah, you are you an actual retarded person? Hey, you, you know should, what you do? You should go to China and report on that. Yeah, you <laughs> should go do yoga and traffic, you idiot. Because there is no fucking way that China is telling the truth. No, I, they, I, bet, I bet their death total is 10 times minimum what they're saying. Ten, probably higher than that. Most of their countries live in, they got wet markets. They're letting like bats make out with ferrets before they buy them and take them home and throw them in a frying pan and undercook them, apparently. And like, <laughs> they need to fucking get this shit under control. And they, that is the recipe, there is actually. Just, there is, there is no way. The when it has been ripped by anteater. <laughs> <laughs> you got to burn off steam somehow. I can almost understand how those crazy wet markets exist. Like, I think we've all said that, like, I'd like to try brain. We've said that on the show. Right. And if you mm -hmm. told me that, like, hey, bats actually kind of cool. It's like a chicken, but tangy, you know, and everyone else is eating it and it's normal. I kind of like get it. I don't know. Like it, what society deems normal is normal. And we I look would, at it from I the outside. Eat a person, I would eat a person long before I'd eat a bat. Oh, well, I maybe mean, I'm just not aware are, of bat danger. Yeah. I kind of just want to eat yeah. a person, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Bats I eat a person if it were on if, if I went to Postmates and it was like, huh, people. Yeah, <laughs> I order me some people. I would. I, I don't see what the big problem is. Like, like, I feel like everybody else is like, oh my god, it's the worst thing ever. You're not a human being anymore if you're if you, if you cannibalize a person. It depends what kind of what part of the person I'm eating. Well, I want to white her brain. I'd rather eat a white woman, and I would rather. I, I feel like my ideal cut... I need that in my soundboard. I'd rather yeah. eat a white woman. <laughs> I feel like my ideal cut of the human body is this right here. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, right? I've talked about this before. This is a drum... This is the human version of the drumstick, right? 
grab that bitch right there. You got this big hunk of delicious meat right here in the thumb. I want those with some hot wing sauce, you know, some Zaxby's like 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 fixins on there, some fries. I I could eat half a dozen human thumbs. Oh, I could easily eat half a dozen human thumbs as long as like you crisp them the right way. I don't want a soggy human thumb. No, you don't want soggy. I want I want them like fried and then like tossed in in like a good a good hot sauce. You know, it's pretty pretty good. Probably like just like a sliced off ass cheek. Oh, that's that that would be my second favorite. That'd be like I I would throw that in a a crock pot with a bunch of uh, onions, onions and and potatoes, seasoning, chicken stock, whatever. Like pot roast. No beef. You 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 definitely want you definitely want beef Beef stock. stock. Yeah, beef stock. Yeah, some tomato paste, some some thyme, some rosemary. Uh, Give that. Four hours on high, six to eight on low, and it's going to be tender and delicious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would definitely eat human ass meat if it was prepared in that way. Yeah, like a pot roast. And, I bet and it would I, taste great. Just just falling off, just peeling that that delicious. A little bit of yeah. maybe some white rice to go with it, you know, on the side. You like, know what like, I wouldn't want to eat is someone with a tattoo. I don't want the reminder. Ooh, no, I don't think that would be tasty. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and it would no. taste bad. If you're a tatted up person, just just no. I'm I don't even know that's good for you. I'm not. I'm not eating that. It's true. Can't possibly be good for you to eat a bunch of ink. I well, it probably isn't good for you to eat people either. So you, once you're down that road, I, you know. I think you're fine about eating the people as long as you don't eat any brain matter and get those prions. Yeah. How about tongue? I wonder if tongue is good. Cow tongue is. You good. You know, I don't even want to eat cow cow tongue. You know, I, I have you ever had it? No, I I've, I intentionally avoided it. Uh, there's a That's really good. nice market here in Atlanta, and they have everything. There's like kidneys and brain and liver and stuff, and I'm just like. I mean, come on, you guys. This the steak's good. Just, just, just steaks are good. All. Nice little fried chicken liver, though. Ooh, no, me. no, I never had it. Never had it. Don't want it. <clears throat> no. Well, that's absurd. You're further. You live further south than I do. Yeah, I avoid that sort of thing. I like ham hocks. That's that's like a pig's ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are good. Most I'll kinds just, of ham are good. I like slow cook those with some pinto beans, a little crackling cornbread. Mm-hmm. Never got that. Pickled, pickled pig's feet and shit like that. Never got it. No, that's completely different. That's a weird Never thing. Never got yeah. it. I take the smoked ham hocks and I, I slow cook them in like a big pot of pinto beans for like four hours until they turn into like country ham. It's it's good. It's smoky, mm. salty. It's good. It's delicious. Delicious. Fun for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. So what other series you got? Oh. oh King of the just, Hill. Uh, like, just recommendations <laughs> for binge watching. Well, um, I don't like Westworld. Westworld season one. If you if you just want one like, was great. Uh, one was great. I didn't like two very much, and three is awful. Um, okay. But if you've seen one, you you you've already like you, you've gotten there. It's it's it. You've seen the best of what that's going to be. I'm watching Star Trek Picard right now. I'm a big Star Trek fan, but Star Trek Picard is garbage. Um, I don't know. I'm not watching much right now. I've been watching a lot of YouTube. I've been watching a lot of uh, YouTubers. One of my favorite YouTubers has coronavirus. The, the guy who does uh, a, a YouTube channel called Binging with the Babish. Uh, oh, yeah. Famous. Uh, that guy has coronavirus. Oh, that's um, not good. And uh, I, Here, I, eat this. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I don't know if you ever watch uh, Barstool Sports, the guy who does the One Bite Pizza Reviews. Yeah, Dave Portnoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing... Um, He's doing frozen pizza reviews now as because he's because <laughs> he's staying at home. It's really funny because Hilarious. like every day he's just like, all right, Red Baron, let's go. Let's, let's see how this is. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going out because uh, you know he's in New York. New York yeah. is a shit show right now with it. Like, yeah, there's so many so people, many such a small cases. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's I'm, I'm glad I'm not in a place like that. I mean, Atlanta's bad enough. It's it's I'm in kind of a suburb of Atlanta uh, these days, so it's not so bad. You know, it's not super crowded where I live, and uh, obviously I'm not going outside at all. And uh, I had I started stocking up on dry goods and canned goods like a month before it actually got serious at all. Like way back when we were all just joking about it and being silly about it, and it was just in a small part of China. I was like, eh, maybe I should just go ahead and buy a couple of cases of toilet paper and four hundred dollars worth of dry goods and canned goods, and I did. So I've got, I, I'm good. I'm good for months conceivably. Oh, me too. Stuff that I, have, I went yeah. overboard with it because I was having fun. And it Me was too. before it was before anybody else was like prepping for stuff. I so saw I was just walking through the grocery store like, ooh, spam. I'll take yeah. 20 or whatever yeah. the hell it was. Yeah. Which I've got spam, tremendously underrated food, especially when you cube it up, fry it, and then throw it in with your scrambled eggs. It's a ah, very, that's where I was hot sauce. Yeah, that's what you want yeah. with spam. That's what I was gonna say. It's good with eggs. I made uh I made this whole I made like a I got so many flour tortillas. Uh, they keep much longer than you might imagine. I've been making these breakfast quesadillas with like scrambled eggs and bacon Ooh. and onions and peppers. So fucking good. So That's fucking good. Yeah, I love eggs. This was yeah. more. Yeah, I, I bought some eggs and this was more just to like see how it would work or how it would change the taste. But you can freeze eggs, not in the shell because it'll crack. Mm -hmm. And so like I bought like a 36 pack of eggs and I cracked like three eggs into little sandwich bags. And then sealed those up and then threw them all in a big bag and threw it in my freezer. And apparently, according to the internet, that'll last for fucking ever. And when you want the eggs, <laughs> you take them out of there, put it in your fridge for a day so that they thaw, and then they're good the following day. And wow. so I'm wondering if finally, you know, when I'm out of all my eggs, of course, I could just run to the store and buy more. But if I have the virus, I don't want to go out and give it to anyone. I'm going to try that. I bet it's not going to taste as good as regular eggs, but I bet it's not bad. Hmm. I froze a lot of beef. Um, Same. I've, I've got about 10, like not a lot, I guess. Uh, a lot's on the way. Poor yeah. Bessie's <laughs> beating her maker pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, I have like a hundred fucking steaks or something like that. But right now I've got like eight pounds of beef, I think, something like that, and two or three pounds of chicken and turkey. <clears throat> so so I'm good. I'm good for the conceivable future. Um, I got a ton yeah. of pasta, a bunch of canned green beans and corn, potatoes. Yep. I did all yeah. that same oh. stuff. Lots of, uh, I got... Like I figured out what meals I wanted and then I bought multiples of the ingredients to make those meals. So like I really like pasta sauce. So it's like, all right, lots of ground beef. Yeah. Lots of San Marzano tomatoes, lots of garlic, lots of uh, all, all the things that go into those things. And then I've got like you know, 10 I, bottles of wine in my basement. <laughs> I got butter frozen, all, all sorts of stuff. What I, dropped a, uh, I just dropped a spoiler on something that I was I'm working on. I think you might get a kick out of uh, give us give us something to chat about there. Um, you're asking about some of the stuff I'm doing on my own. Uh, so I created this collapsible circuit. Um, you, you familiar with collapsible circuits? Like not no. at all. So, okay. So what it is, is I, cool. I, I made a, essentially an, it's an IED and the way it's, it's triggered is you can take and you can take, put copper paint on a piece of mm -hmm. paper. And then when you hook your, blasting cap up to that um if there's continuity through it and everything it's it's a circuit right so i have it running through an, a separate blasting machine so that once that circuit's broke it will trigger a zero delay blasting blasting cap you want to talk about a nerve-wracking moment when you're checking continuity on that thing and you're hooking it up because like you know i, I wanted to use an inert 
uh, 40 millimeter around to be able to explode this alien head. So to be able to get it to look like it's actually exploding on camera, I had to do it with this collapsible circuit thing. So it was uh, pretty nerve wracking, but that's like a little, little spoiler on something I've been working on. That's wow. really cool. Yeah. Um, so for those listening, he's, <clears throat> he's shooting an alien head and it's, it's exploding into green goo. That's really fucking cool. Someone held a gun to my head and said, figure out how to do this. I would just lay down and let them kill me. What's the Bro, 40 being launched out of? Uh, it's out of, you know, it's, it's, it's like an M203, but it's, it's one of those Chinese, Chinese like knockoffs. Yeah. Spikes makes a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they took that or not. <laughs> I'm no, sure I, they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah. I'm sure they did. They told me they took everything. I, I have it under good authority. They're very good at finding things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about that last week. I was obviously talking about the first time they raided my house. You know, when, when and, and that was a situation like like ATF was in the in the living room and they had this big list of like my registered stuff and they're like we're uh we're not coming up with a couple machine guns here and they're looking at me like I've done something wrong and I'm like, Well, they're in the li- they're in they're in my bedroom. They're like, we searched the bedroom quite well, sir. And I'm like, mind if I take a look? I'm like, help yourself. And I walk <laughs> in and I just like, I know exactly where the machine gun is. And I just like reach between two pairs of blue jeans on a rack and go, <laughs> and, I, and I've got an M4. And I'm just like, this the one? <laughs> and he's, the, 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 I won't use his name, but the head of the field office looks at his agent like, you've just humiliated me and front of Mr. Myers. <laughs> You've made me appear a fool and I do not appreciate it. <laughs> the so last time, funny. Gaston, you failed me. <laughs> You're definitely on, um, let's say, the unfavorable end of that situation. I will say I've had a very favorable uh, situation in an audit inspection um, where they came and I was completely caught off guard, very much like you in that, that situation where it was like, Hey, we've got this list. Where are these things? And mm-hmm. again, I won't, I won't use names, uh, but I was like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't do that form. That's not mine. Like, what, what is it? What's the serial number? What's what? Like, uh, it's a twenty millimeter. What? Like, oh, that's the dude I paid like two or three years ago. He already formed it, and he's been sitting on my money and hasn't shipped me the rifle. And I was like, yes, yes. Now I got the ATF on my side, breathing down his neck. And they're like, Hey, you know, that thing that's in your possession, you better ship that out this week. Mm-hmm. Or if it's not finished, you need to finish it this week because you've already formed it to this guy and it should be in his, his uh, safe. And I was like, yes, I've been yeah. trying to get this, this, this freaking rifle for years now. And dude's been sitting on it. That's so. shocking. So you paid for it and it took him years to deliver and you didn't yeah, some of these, asking some for of these a specialty, refund or is that just. It doesn't really work with these guys. Not the, the big boar guys. Like a lot of these specialty shops and stuff like that they're like we'll get around to it when we get around to it and you pay us first and it wasn't uh i don't want to say do i know him uh you, you may i i um, don't know if you're working with him personally but he is yeah. florida yeah <laughs> i know him real well <laughs> okay okay yeah i've worked yeah. with him a couple times yeah 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 we have a fire <laughs> 
maybe have a fire a few years back. I don't know. Suspicious circumstances? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who knows what happened? <laughs> I can't believe we had a flood right here on the mountaintop. Yeah, I paid him for a suppressor and everything and only got the rifle, but... Whatever. It's probably because of I, I I sort of made it sound like there was something suspicious about that fire, but there really wasn't. It was a it was if I had to guess, I don't know your circumstances, but I would I would guess that your delay was perhaps caused by his his uh, un, unforeseen circumstances uh, around that fire that really fucked his shit up. Hmm. He was relegated to like a garage, oh, right. um, at, 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 for for a, for a year or so because he lost like it was millions. Um, he only oh, really? had a show, he only had like one or two show rifles um, left because the rest of them were in the fire. Basically, people broke into his factory, um, realized they're on candid camera, and the uh, the DVR is locked in a big boy safe, and so they mm. burnt the whole facility down. And in it was like a lot of twenty five millimeter Bradley ammo, like millions oh, of dollars worth of it, and uh, he didn't have anything insured. Yeah, I've talked to a few guys in the community, like uh, Dangerous Bob and some of them, and they're like, yeah, no, that's just how this dude operates. He's uh, it's like pulling teeth to get stuff done. So I was like, yep. all right, well, cool. But, they, but hey, that was awesome that like the ATF, they were like, like, it, like, I've never been so like, oh, shit, what did I do? What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And they're like, hey, where are these things? I'm like, when you've got lots of stuff on your books, it can it, like it can be like those moments where you're like staring at a serial number and, and like some abbreviation for a rifle or, or a thing. And you're just like, my heart would drop. It would go boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, I don't recognize this. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. I don't know what, oh, it's this. Oh, it's this. This is it. This, it here it is. Here it is. <laughs> here it is. No yeah. prison today. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bob was telling me that he has, uh, or he was, he was looking to buy uh, someone's lot of, I, don't quote me on it, but I, it was it was ammunition. So it was like thirty millimeter from like a a tens or something like that, and every single round was serialized, and it was like forty thousand rounds. And so in that audit, they have to go through forty thousand serial numbers. And can you imagine the amount of you know, agent inspectors coming out for that and just the sheer amount of time going through, it'd be like, you're rolling the dice. If they miscounted one, you yeah. can't find it. Good yeah. luck finding that needle in a haystack. Did get his 30 working? I don't know. God, James is another, another, another dude who's so hard to get <laughs> motivated. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he doesn't need to work. Um, Dangerous Bob is such a fun guy. I, I mean, the guy's name is Dangerous Bob for those listening, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, uh, odd fella missing a finger or two. Um, yeah. uh, I, odd fella, real, real fun. Every time I see him, it's just like, oh, there he is. That's so him. unsuspecting, too. Like, I think I met him with you in Shot Show, like, I want to say eight or nine years ago or something. Probably. Something like yeah. that. And I met like, him out in Tennessee. Like, who's this? With Ira? Yeah, with Ira. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he had brought, he brought me a, uh, he had brought me a flamethrower. And uh, Scott, you know, my cousin Scott, that would cameraman for me, uh, he and I are sitting over there, like, fixing our camera, making it right. And D Dangerous Bob's over there, like, getting the flamethrower dialed in. And it's, it's kind of finicky because it's a Vietnam-era flamethrower. And he's shooting diesel out of it. And he is just – it's a very hot, humid day. Like, 
95 degrees, like fucking 90% humidity. It's, it's, it's awful to be outside. And I look and he's enveloped in a cloud of diesel mist. I mean, enveloped in it. And he's trying to get the igniter to go off. He's click, 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 click. And, and he's just, and he's continuously spraying this, this, this fog of diesel. And I'm like, Scott, 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 film that, film that. This motherfucker's about to die on us. Watch this shit. Watch this shit. And like, we're, there's no way to put him out. He goes, no way, I mean, there's a lake over there, but by the time he gets to that, I mean, he's toast. I, I thought he was going to die that day. There's um, a lake over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forget yeah. the Tiger King. Like, I, I feel like that. There's so many niche communities in the world of like everything. Like, you know, like you say, yeah. With every community has these... its own thing, um, yeah. and a lot of those guys are secretive and and like, especially with firearm stuff because they don't want their shit get, get, to get stolen because it happens so mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, a lot of those guys that I've met have, would would be, you know, they want to show me what they've got, and it was shocking. So many times I've been shocked at the things that people would have. Um, up in Ohio, there's a gentleman with, yeah, so it's just shocking things. Shocking things. Shocking just, things. So what are you, the yeah, National Guard? Missile silos. Yeah. Like a lot of those dudes have those those decommissioned missile silos that just go up for auction, which is funny because like in the last year, I was looking at some of them out in Arizona and Nevada, and they weren't that expensive. <laughs> and like in the last two months, they've all sold over market price, like or or list price. Rephrase that, because um, <coughs> there was a bunch of like LA Times articles. Oh, you can own a, a missile silo or whatever in like October of last year, and it was like, oh, okay, that's actually a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's, I mean, it's not that expensive in the grand scheme of things for yeah. something that's already like built out with concrete and everything going out there and retrofitting some stuff with some amenities and, and everything. Now it's like, good luck getting those for, you know, under sub million or two. Yeah. You got a fallout shelter ready made by the U S government. Yeah. It's legit. Richard, you were looking at buying a missile silo for what purpose? No, no. I was just look. I like, look, dude, I like looking at stuff. I like looking at tiny houses. Like, I, I I never actually pull the trigger on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're just like imagining your life with a yeah. Silo yeah. Were you thinking of house. converting a missile silo into an exotic home for tigers? I, I don't know. No, these are like, fallout shelters. I don't know. Like the thing is, is like we there's so like you trying to look at different. I like the Airbnb model of uh, adventure vacation lodging. Right. Where it's like, you know, people put tiny houses on exotic ranches in Texas or whatever that is. Right. Or mm -hmm. go stay at this missile silo for the, you know, the week. And it's like a, you know, like a bunker or something that like was that. The I, wild hair. I can't judge too much. Yeah. I, when yeah. I lived in my last house and we were buying a new one, I was like, how much is a castle? <laughs> <laughs> I think I turned you on to the castles. Did maybe. you? You I, may I, have. You may have. Yeah. I was like, I dude. Would, I've always wanted a moat. <laughs> you know, Game of Thrones was big. Where right? you like stateside or or overseas? Stateside, I've, right? I've, I've yeah. seen those two. Yeah, yeah. There's Buying some castles an ancient around. North Carolina castle. I was like, you <laughs> know, like the cheapest castle. I could swing it. I can yes, sweep the, <laughs> the cheapest castle until some other guy moves into the bigger, nicer castle, and you're just sitting there in your parapet looking out your. 
shaking with anger. Lord Farquaad, his, his forces are massing, my lord. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about these multi-million dollar Colin, facilities. Send a raven. <laughs> like, legit ghost towns or places where people have been murdered that like you can't give away. Yeah. Because the, the ghosts give that away to me. Go. I'm not afraid of ghosts and shit. That well, shit's all that's what I was that. saying. Kyle would definitely be down to stay there. He like I would be like, hey, bro, come stay at my Airbnb. He'd be like, yeah, I'm great. Let's go. Yeah. The ghost towns were interesting too. Every so often, like I own this town. I'm also the mayor. I own all yeah. the places, and it's like oh. Detroit for three hundred dollars. <laughs> that would be less that than would a month's pay at the Tiger King Ranch. The thing you want to do with yeah. Detroit, <laughs> they don't want you to do. Like they, they, I think it's hard to buy a place. Or at least it was. That you didn't intend to like live in and make a thing out of, you know. If you just mm. wanted to rip it down and wait for real estate to turn around, they were against that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, do, they uh, hold on to it. Let so. me do our last ad, and then I want to show you the how the Indian police are fighting the coronavirus. All Can't right. Me. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath, mm -hmm. that humid, awful smell that keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think about all the times that you were the gross smelly one of the, uh, and the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't, and that's because we rarely have an accurate read on our bad breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with trash mouth, and you wouldn't even realize that you're grossing everyone out. That's why Smart Breath was invented. Smart Breath's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines instantly to eliminate bad breath and prevent it from returning all day. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath, and then once more before bed so you never even get morning breath. Two rinses a day. No more bad breath. Guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. Go to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find Smartmouth products in the oral health aisles of Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, smartmouth.com slash PKA for your free coupon. Nice. Yeah, if you scroll up to 9, uh, 9.30 p.m., um, I've got a, I got that video there. Obviously, Taylor stepped away for a moment. We'll, so we'll wait for him to. Excuse me, return. <clears throat> cool, cool. Richard, you've been working out during the quarantine? No. <clears throat> no? I'm getting so fat. Dude, I so I live stream and I do this thing where if I fuck up in the video game, there's different exercise-based punishments. In this last one, every time I die, I do 20 push-ups and five pull-ups. That's a pull-up bar, the orange thing behind me. Nice. Last night, 140 or 160 push-ups. And 35 or 40 pull-ups. <laughs> That's a lot, man. Like, it's yeah, over the course of time. It. Yeah, it's not like I do them back-to-back -back or anything. But, like, you know, it adds up, man. It turns into a thing. And I've been streaming just about every night. And, like, sometimes I need a day off. But That's awesome. Good for you. Like, I, I really wanted to do that, especially with binge-watching so much um, TV and everything. Like, I... The gym I go to is a, a CrossFit gym, and they were really cool about, hey, members, you know, we've got to shut down city ordinance, blah, 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 blah. Anybody who wants to come take equipment, be it barbells, bikes, rowers, kettlebells, all that stuff, come get it, check it out. And then, you know, if it's a month, if it's two months, whatever, just bring it back whenever we're done. Um, and I procrastinated, I procrastinated, procrastinated. I wanted to get on an assault bike and a kettlebell and a wall ball, you know, so mm -hmm. I could at least do, you know, some stuff, jump rope and everything. And it's kind of funny. I was going, I kept hitting the owner up trying to get out there to, to get the equipment and everything. And they weren't very responsive and everything. And then a couple of days later, I find out that, you know, yeah, you tested positive for 
Corona and then like two other people from the gym did too. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, it's probably for the better. I'll just, I'll, I'll eat my Pillsbury toaster strudels. I like the business con. That's interesting to me, right? Cause a place, a gym that I'm not allowed to go to is my first cancellation, right? My last really? one is obviously my internet connection. Oh, but I love I, it. I feel like I would drop the gym for three months if I can't go for three months. That like, that's, that's not fair to me. Yeah, I just so the thing is, I know a lot of those guys are small business owners. And I told them I was like, like, I, I drop in at so many gyms across the country from traveling and everything. This is like, easily like one of my favorite gyms, hands down because of the programming. They're so good at scaling because you go to some gyms and I don't like, you know, you get some professional athletes like Matt Fraser and uh, Rich Froning uh, out of Mayhem and, and Tennessee. These dudes are like, you know, they're the fittest men in the world, right? So they're you go to a workout with them. It's like, I'm not going to be doing the handstand pushups and stuff like that and keeping pace with them. So they're, this gym's like phenomenal at scaling programming for the average person or people, you know, to figure out a workout that's good for them. Yeah. And I was like, to be quite frank, like I, you know, I wanted to tell them this a long time ago. I just, you know, never got around to it. I was like, even if I move, like if you guys set up the webcams like you do now, I would, I would, do a home gym and do this workout like with mm. you guys and still pay for my membership. Cause I want to support people who are helping other people or small businesses and stuff like that. If I can, because to be quite frankly, I don't want to think about like what I'm cooking or what I'm doing in a workout. Those are like two decisions I really don't like making at the end of the day. So it's like, I'll eat whatever. Let's, you know, get it. It's like, I'll go to the gym. I don't want to know what the workout is. Cause I'll find a way to like, Ah, uh, my arm's hurting today. Maybe I shouldn't go for that one or whatever. It's like, nope, show up, do the work, leave, good. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a relationship like that with my gym. And, uh, or any gym I've been a part of. I'm not a part of one right now. And, uh, but I see where you're coming from. You try, you're, it's about the people for you. I, to me, it's yeah. just, you know, like in terms of services not provided, it's like, yeah, it's one of the first that you can't close your doors and keep billing me. Yeah, no, nah, I get it. Like Globo gyms and stuff like that. I totally understand that. But, um, but they did seem really clever. Like it's like, hey, hey, take this medicine ball home with you. Take these dumbbells home with yeah. you. That guy's not canceling. The guy's absolutely. Well, they're also doing online programming too. So it's like we're setting up webcams like this, mm-hmm. and then everybody there's a group of like thirty people doing the same workout with the equipment that they took home and everything, which is kind of fun. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of cool. It's like that Peloton thing to a different level. There's a business opportunity here for setting up like i mentioned before that i think conferences where one person addresses more than half a dozen or so are probably bad right you'd be better off with just quality video and like getting that show aspect right than Mm -hmm. something like e3 e3 should be a web show that i watch not a conference they want me to go to Mm. so uh, okay i think there's an opportunity there using this coronavirus as the, <clears throat> the catalyst to change the way that sort of thing is done. I think E3 yeah. benefits from that uh, in-person thing because so many uh, influencers get to lay hands on the product, so many journalists and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and they get to feel important. You know, they get schmoozed with the gift, gift bags and stuff like that too. You know, it was it way back in the day, like uh, Call of Duty did the, um, the, the Jeep experience or whatever, whenever it was... Uh, at Call of Duty XP over in uh, Marina Del Rey or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like yep. driving people around and all that stuff. And they had the, uh, what's the burger joint set up there? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Call of Duty. I can't think yeah. of it. 
Yeah, they had paintball and everything. Yeah, that was called yeah. uh, COD XP was crazy that year. Yeah. yeah, I competed in that event. Now it's such a big prestigious thing for the million dollar payout and stuff. Uh, in the first one, you had to earn your way into it by winning like an online competition or just doing really well. And uh, there was a guy who was a fan of mine who was like, you know, like I'll pick up Woody and T-Mart and another guy who was a really good player uh, and him who was also a really good player and we'll compete against Optic and those guys. And we didn't win. <laughs> but it's still like it didn't a, go too well. <laughs> but it's still a thing. Like I can't believe I was in the like COD XP tournament. And if we just needed to win like a round or two to get in the money, which would have been really a, a neat thing for me. And I think we I'm, I'm describing round wrong. Like we did win a game or so, but we didn't get to the next round. Remember how lame that VIP room was? The upstairs one, right? Yeah. I remember, um, who was the pretty blonde girl who likes Apple things? I think she dated off to... Yeah, I Justine? Just, I Justine, yeah. 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 I Justine made a mistake. She called the a team the wrong name or something, and I was with her in the VIP room, and she was beating herself up hard about it. And it's like, this is okay. No one's going to care about this by tomorrow. You know, like, in, yeah. in terms of dog... She was dating Ryan at the time, I think. Yep, I, I I mess people's names up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, but yeah, that was how I met I Justine. She was uh, having a down moment in the yeah. VIP room. I just remember that VIP room was lame. I don't know why I was allowed in the VIP room, but but I was, and I just remember thinking like, I don't feel very VIP. <laughs> how far do you go back to competitive gaming? Then what do you like? Because I remember I remember going to Blockbuster playing way back in the day when you had regional qualifiers and you had to do it on like in in store like Not it was me. mario or something and like so like as a, a regional qualifier got like a little blockbuster pin thing that said that he qualified but i couldn't afford to go to fucking <laughs> california or wherever it was for them to do the there was a the period in my life where i didn't game very much because i went to i worked during the day and went to school at night and then when i when i graduated i kind of returned to gaming with my extra time I think that occurred in that window where I didn't have time. Where the fuck is Taylor? <laughs> World War Z. World War Z? Is he going he's longer than a, I was just going? He's taking the, yeah, he's taking the biggest shit ever or something over there. <laughs> I hope we get photos. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Kyle's like, this is my food. Taylor's like, this is my food six hours later. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Really, I, I'm I'm really wanting to watch this video. That's why you're anxious. Which one is yeah. like the, yeah. the next topic? Yeah, the assault fitness one, or oh, I was just sending you that because you mentioned that uh, that, that oh that, yeah that bike. That's a really cool treadmill. Have you ever uh, been on one? Nope. How did what? Why was this bike cool to you? How how can an exercise bike be made neater? Um. So I don't know. I've got a a weird personality. Okay. Um. The every gym, every CrossFit gym that I've been into. Everybody hates the assault bike. Okay. Everybody hates wall balls. So I like, because everybody, I hear so many people complain about them. I make myself do it for the first 10, 15 minutes every single day as like a warm up going into stretching and everything. So it becomes the thing that I love. I like um, the Peloton. Yeah. So like the uh, assault bike, I just, I go to town on it. Like I can, I'll burn out 50 calories in a minute. Um, which is pretty insane. Like you, like your whole body wants to shut down afterwards. 
words, but I love it. The numbers are so small, right? Like, although I got an advantage, I burn off sometimes like a fraction of a snicker, you know, like an eighth of one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like a pound an hour at his rate. Yeah, when you do start counting those on any type of you know fitness device or whatever, you're like, oh damn, dude, like. That's not even a candy bar. I I remember doing the fucking uh, fitness challenge we did a year and a half ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like riding for four hours on that bike and then like looking at the estimated calorie amount and being like, then looking at a goldfish nutrition label and be like, no, 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 that can't be right. You would do this. So you tell me if I were to have three handfuls of this, it would negate everything. That I yeah. Just yeah. Like, like the Ooh. hardest workout ever. And you'd burn, you'd burn 1200 calories. And it was just like, wow. Yeah. Right? You guys do the whoop or anything? No. no. What is that? No. I've never heard of it. Um, it's a it's a heart rate variability monitor, and no, like I, I think Rogan and a bunch of other people have too. the The biggest thing on that is like seeing how much your sleep's affected by different things in how you're working out, but more mm. importantly, like alcohol. <laughs> like we did that. We did that full like chest band thing, the My Fitness the thing. Mix, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. what was that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. My yeah. Zone. Yeah, I did that last year. And so I, I will say this, like uh, I'll, I'll geek out on that stuff because I was I was wearing like three heart rate monitors last <laughs> year trying to figure out which one I liked the best. And so for me, like the the my zone, because it's it, it it's on your chest, I actually I I damaged the cartilage in between my rib and I had to go to like hospitals here in, in San Antonio. And they thought that they were like going to I had like a um, uh a hemangioma on my liver and like was going to have to have a surgery and all this other shit. Like I had like four IVs in the span of like a few days. It was a crazy ordeal. And then I go to, I fly out to LA to go to, um, you know, the hepatology department out there and they're like, Oh no, dude, you just got like, it looks like you got some blunt force trauma on your, your, your rib there. You tore an ab muscle and it was like from, doing burpees with that my zone on oh. and box jumps. And so oh. I just, I just dropped to the ground and hit it. And I think that's what ended Yikes. up doing it. But the competitive aspect to my zone is it's epic because you're competing against yourself and other people. And so after, after one month, after six months, after a year, you're hitting all these milestones and it makes you like, even during that time when I was injured and they told me, don't do anything. I'm like, bro, I got to get my MEPS for the month yeah. because I'm not, I'm not losing my, my status right. for a year worth, worth of work. We destroyed Rogan. Yeah. We destroyed yeah. Rogan. We, yeah. like, like, we Rogan was talking so much shit about like, oh yeah, I work out for six hours a day, this and that. The fire alarm goes off. I sweat so much. <laughs> we, we broke his one month thing in like 10 days. Like, like, Joe, like, that's not how fire alarms work. <laughs> like, like, wasn't even close. <laughs> that was the destroyed carbon, carbon like, You don't work out so hard that a fire alarm goes off. I like to unless think... you lit your fucking pants on fire in the middle of your burpees. I, here, my theory is he's working out, he's sweating like crazy, and he's Smoking also hot boxing. Yeah. He's hot boxing <laughs> would, in that room. We would like, have it was 1, probably 000. the sweat, not this smoke. <laughs> like, 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 he acted like he acted like an 800 mep day was like some Olympian level shit. And 
we would do we would do fifteen hundred. I was Sundays. doing that much. Like I was doing. So here's the thing: do you take, were day. you taking it off though? Like because we would limit ourselves. Sometimes, sometimes to not. You know, like 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 I would try to wear. I would try to get as many cheap maps as I could. Um, yeah. but, it, it, but it didn't really account to a bunch, like mostly during the workouts though, it would, it would just get 12, 1500 maps. Like, like, cause yeah, Kyle, would, Kyle danced his way to victory or we would almost. do nothing yeah. but like <laughs> work out like all fucking day. Like, like I, I fucked my ankle up like, like three weeks in or something like that. It made a clicking noise and it was just hurting. I was, uh, but I would, I would do nothing but sleep and work out. It was awful. I hated I was that so I destroyed busy. that thing. I beat it oh, to death with a hammer. I, I threw it away. I just threw the the initial yeah. one away and the one that they sent me after the initial one didn't work. Yeah, I destroyed I just it with a hammer. Coming home like from meetings and being busy all day and just being like, work out. It'll get me feeling right. Oh yeah, we're doing this MEP thing. Let me open the app. Yeah. And then it just seeing you, uh, Woody and Chiz just. Like that day, and just be like, "All right, well, I guess I'm gonna watch 15 episodes of King of the Hill while I'm on a bike and uh, drink See? so much fucking uh, Gatorade shit that I, I hated it so much. I hated it but so fucking the much. Strap and everything. at the gym, they were like, they were fun, like, though. they were like, you're back. You were just here this afternoon. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. I gotta win a competition, so well, stand back. Fucking all. So that's I the thing it. I like about Woot, though, is it, it, it it's a a three prong approach, right? Where you do have the workout aspect of it, but you have sleep and you have recovery. So the idea is that you want all three points on the the grid to be lined up so Ooh. that you're you're gaining the the most amount of performance growth out of the system and everything. So if you go hard in the paint and you're not sleeping or you're not recovering, you're doing more atrophy damage than you are like actually getting better. Um, but the thing is, there's no competitive aspect to it. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll take three weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy in Raleigh who's just out yeah, As long as me. I sleep, I'm good. Now, this guy is a master sleeper. Sometimes he's, <laughs> it's 4 p.m. for Christ's sakes. <laughs> so, How can I compete so with thing. Woody? That's the thing. We get in these groups. We get in these groups, and I've got like some of these high-level athletes, like, you know, like, competitive like crossfit games athletes and stuff in some of your groups and, um and so some of us don't even know each other that we're competing against but other people have invited them in still relatively small some groups mm -hmm. are like 10 15 people but uh all of them were asking about me they're like who the fuck is this richard ryan guy and is he in college who sleeps 15 hours <laughs> 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 you just like, hey man crash yeah, it, was just, it was saturday I had, to, I, I had to recover bro <laughs> let's uh let's watch the indian police fighting the coronavirus wait um, so where's this at which nine which uh, 9 30 p.m 9 oh that, that's richard public freak out oh, i found it for sure yep wait i don't see it uh scroll up 9 30 exactly it's right above the link really you made Oh, public freak. I uh, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Uh, is uh, sound time. needed for this? I assume there's no. Yeah, point. you're going to want some sound. No music here. All right. I'm ready. Everyone ready, yeah. set, play. Woo! He's caning him. Woo! <laughs> Look at this guy who's close to the camera. He's in so much pain. <laughs> These guys are out after curfew. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, 
they they're saying one. Corona, yeah. Corona, oh Corona. <laughs> you got those fucking like Indian headdress turban things on. Yeah, Man. cheeks. Yeah. Is that Beat the corona because of Corona? They were yelling Corona. Yeah, because yeah, they they left after curfew. And they're so not. They're supposed to be in the streets. <laughs> they're supposed to be at home. Dude, uh, India has a very very class based society. They're whooping the shit out yes. of them with that cane. Those are hardly even society. people yeah. they're hitting, right? Yeah, cast society. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying Jesus. to describe. No, in the eyes of Indian process. society, Woody's right. Yeah, yeah they, they're like they've said they've gotten rid of the caste system, and I think they've gotten rid of some of the. Like they made it so that the lower caste can get into colleges and stuff like that, and maybe even some um, quotas. But it still exists. It's still a big part of who they are and, and how they behave, and you know. It's interesting to see them like begging, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And they're like, eh, maybe a few more wax and you'll get it. That's why it's so <laughs> funny when like high caste Indians immigrate here. And the first thing some of them will do is be like, this country is the ultimate evil. It is so much inequality and it's horrible. And this is this whole country is just here? white supremacy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like there's a, there's a couple oh. like in Indian Americans in media blue checks on Twitter where everything is about how the U.S. is white supremacist and everything. And it's like, wait, you you come from like a multi-millionaire family that came here after stomping on the heads of lower caste Indians for probably a couple ah, thousand years, you know, a couple that's hundred years. Like, well, where, where the fuck do you get off? Yeah, that's different than my experience personally. Uh, you know, of course, that's small. No, this though. isn't I'm about not... most Indians. This is about a couple that I found uh, on Twitter where I was just like, do you realize where you came from? Mine's like, about the couple I worked with. Sure. So I'm not pretending to have yeah, my yeah, yeah, thumb yeah, yeah. on the broad pulse. And the uh, average Indian, not like that at all. <laughs> these aren't average Indians, though, right? Like the, everyone I work with came from an upper class. Right. If you are from India and you went to college, usually a top college, and then you went to America on the H-1B because you work for Infosys or one of these top companies that sends you here, you probably were not an untouchable class, right? That's the bottom class. Um, they all had servants, yeah. multiple servants. And this blows me away. And I was like, socially, how do you have servants? I'm like, do you just like ring a bell every time you want sweet tea? Like it, that, I I would have a hard time even doing that. And they act like, like what? No, no, you, you have to treat them with respect. And I'm like, so did you pick up your clothes? Well, no, no, that's what they're for. And I'm like, what? how is like asking them to get you? A, did you answer the door when someone rang the bell? No. That's a servant's tag. And I'm like, where does it begin? Where does it end? How do you have a servant around? Do you walk around the house in your underwear? There's servants all the time just like handling shit. I, I, and they're like, what do you make such a big deal out of having manservants dote on you all the time? It's not that, it's not that weird. Woody, my friend, it is not that weird. You, in America, you remember slavery. <laughs> it, was a, it was a kind of like a slightly nicer version of this. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah and like um, their servants stole from them a lot, and that was like one of the big qualifications in a servant. That's how you Find, get caned. Finding yeah. someone who didn't steal <laughs> for you, but they also kind of understood it. They're like, well, they're really, really broke, so the temptation to just take something off the counter or the you know sofa table is really strong for them. With the amount we are paying them, I can deal with a few lost earrings. <laughs> pretty much basically right? yeah well they get fired for it but like they also didn't like you know obviously they're gonna take <laughs> years we'll employ them until they don't i uh, the whole servant thing blew me away and it, it contrary to your experience mine was like they kind of thought that india was really fucked the airports <laughs> that they yeah. took there 
you'd fly over like a shanty town of some sort and the contrast would be night and day between the mm-hmm. the rich and the the yeah. very like looking at North Korea and South Korea they on say, those aerial photos. America has no poor, they told me. And I'm like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah. Even the cheapest like the most broke Americans have apartments and cars. Everyone here can afford a magazine subscription. Like there's no full-time employed American who doesn't do these things. Now I'm sure there are, but to them they're like poor is you know, those people who work for $3 yeah. a day. Poor is relative, especially yeah. when you're comparing India. But I should say that wasn't, it's not a personal experience I have with Indians. It's just literally like three or four on Twitter I've seen where it's like, you, you're just talking shit. Everyone in America can afford restaurant food. Even if that restaurant is McDonald's, people here can buy restaurant food. In India, that's not the case. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to Good. Indian restaurants every day anyway. <laughs> oh, just a, a a quick thing before we go on to the the rest. I realized because I'm getting more tweets, people asking about my brother that I should probably say it on PKA as well. I, I know I went over on a PKN and people already mentioned it. So basically, uh, the reason I missed last week's PKA after the first 30 minutes or so, uh, my brother a few weeks ago fell, hit his head, broke his leg, very bad head injury. A couple weeks out of the hospital, uh, suddenly starts not making sense. Um, not able to string words together properly. He had expressive aphasia, which is like w- you know what you want to say, uh, and but you can't get the words out. You can't get you can't say what you want to say. He got fixated on a couple of different sayings where I'd ask him like, "Hey, how, how are you feeling today?" When I was visiting him in the hospital, or well, what's new? Or are you taking drugs? And he would start a sentence and then default to like a couple of little phrases where he'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine," and just say stuff like that, even though he wasn't trying to say I'm fine, he was trying to say. What, you know, yeah, this sucks. I hate it here. He was complaining to me afterward, being like, "Yeah, dude, it was horrifying being in a prison of your own body and your own mind. Can't say anything." And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds fucking terrible." But basically, I was—I I knew about all that. His difficulty expressing himself. I had visited him earlier in the hospital last Thursday when we were recording, and then thirty minutes into the episode, I got a call uh, from from my mom who was there with him, saying that he suffered a severe seizure, and so I hopped off the episode. Didn't come back to that one, obviously. Um, since then though, very, very positive news. Very, very positive. I talked to him today on the phone and yesterday I'm talking to him every day, uh, for at least like 30, 45 minutes, just chatting. Cause I can't see him right now cause I'm quarantined. Uh, and he, he is totally with it now He's speaking correctly. Even the, what I said on Twitter where he was still like having trouble with stuttering and mispronouncing things. That's pretty much gone. Now he sounds like he's totally back to normal. Uh, he's still on drugs though. It is a head injury. So you can't know how these things are going to pan out. Like it could go right back like that. Hopefully it won't because the brain swelling is going down. So I just want to say thank you to everybody out there on Twitter and Reddit and who has been really, really kind and understanding about it. It means a lot. Uh, And I thought you guys deserved an update. So there you go. When he had the swelling and the trouble, did it, was it accompanied with headaches? Oh yeah. Yeah. He was uh, the, as he was going into the hospital when my mom was driving him, she said he was like screaming because the headaches were so severe, like like holding his head, not able to articulate anything, not able to say anything, just freaking the fuck out about how much his head hurt. And his, his so. worst like expressive language problems were a couple days long, right? Like four or five days with oh, yeah, headaches yeah. during was, that was, whole time. Uh, the headaches weren't as severe as when it started, but he was still having headaches and the hospital had him on pills. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, he couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. speak correctly. Uh, the words were just a mishmash for the most part, except for a couple staples, like, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm fine. Stuff like that. Uh, and his writing, like I'd ask him to write down a word or a letter. Cause like, I was still like my, my brother was in there, like we're shooting the shit joking around. Like we always do like, like 
being fun. And I, I gave him a pencil and paper and was like, all right, right. Uh, you know, cause he was doing practice. Like he got his name down. He learned, he relearned to write St. Louis and blues and like simple words and like asking him to like, all right, write Arizona and like, or write Chicago. And he would like write one letter and then look at me. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. C starts with C. He's like, okay. Then put an H. Yeah, you got that. I G. And I was like, no, no, you, you missed one. He would like, look at me like flabbergasted. Like, no, this Really? And I'm like, yeah, you're saying Chicago. You're saying Chicago. <laughs> it's not Chicago. It's Chicago. And he I'm, was like, you, you told this story before. I was with your brother on that one. Sometimes things happen. You need every letter and in the right order. And I also, because I was going to the hospital, like I got to kind of see the, the rolling out of their coronavirus precautions one person in, one person out, and now at least I'm pretty sure it's nationwide for the most part in most states, but here for sure, no visitors whatsoever for any patients unless they're pediatric. If it's not a child, you cannot go. Like some women are giving birth by themselves, like the husband's not allowed in level hmm. of, of containment. Like, like hospitals like are the locking the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, except instead of like having a nice cigar, watching fucking you know, Bob Hope, you're you know, not trying not to contract a, a disease. So not, not yeah, as fun. You know, tomato, tomato. Right. The old days were like, <laughs> All I have to see that. Anyway, very, very stressful week uh, last week, especially, but it, it very happy to see everything looking up. It always hits home for me because your brother had problems with uh, what they call expressive language and then came out mm -hmm. of it and talks about the hell. Um, Collins, receptive language has always outrun his expressive language and sometimes mm -hmm. he gets those frustrations too he always blames us he's like you're hearing the wrong words and it's like mm -hmm. yeah like it's me bro right like, like you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah yeah colin miss me with that shit <laughs> right you just finally go off yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, that, there's frustration in him sometimes too where mm -hmm. you know it's like you're not getting it and it's like, ah, actually, like your expressive language is trailing behind your receptive. Yeah. Where you are. Yeah, it's a real, real scary thing. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't express myself the way I want to. A hundred percent of my living comes from my ability to talk. I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked when it goes away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're on the, you know, the far side of the bell curve in your expressive language. Fuck, yeah, you can pick accents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a very high IQ endeavor I am doing now. Just <laughs> <laughs> on the Indian thing ever since that clip. God, that ah, we need our own police out there caning people for not obeying. Oh, they get shot. Like New York. Or, yeah, they, stop resisting. Okay. <laughs> you know, you stop, stop <laughs> resisting. Just blowing people's heads off in Times Square because they wanted a fucking falafel or something. Yeah, that, <laughs> this is crazy. It's just, I, it is blowing my mind every morning when I wake up where it's like, holy shit, like the richest country in the history of the world. And we're all on lockdown for the most part right now. I have a very difficult time keeping my finger on the pulse of the reality of it. Like I literally know no one personally who has Corona. Zippo, right? The closest I can come to is Tom Hanks. Uh, so in some ways, it feels like much ado about nothing. In other ways, 
this is the most polar opposite of nothing that I've ever experienced in my lifetime, right? This apparently is this big super deal. My Facebook feed, fucking whacked, right? Like people yeah. all over the map. Let me read Just what one of my friends wrote today to you. Uh, this will take me... <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think a lot of that will change this week. If any of this bullshit were true, and I mean any of it, as I said before, grocery stores would be like morgues. The stores would be desperately trying to replace lost staffed and, 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 and. But of course, they're all fine, capitalization, quadruple exclamation points. They're all fine because they're poster children for good health. Hardly. Are you thinking yet before it's a crime? Did you notice that every time you leave the house, everyone and everything is fine? Can you tell the difference between news and a movie? You know what they say about being bamboozled and humble pie, right? In all caps, there is no virus. There are no viruses. Health is an inside job forever and always. He believes that this is an actual crazy Absolute person. retard. That is mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> this guy actually this this guy's kind of cool because he he doesn't even say it's just the flu he goes there is no virus <laughs> there are no viruses there, are, yeah. there is no virus and i i have friends who work in hospitals you know nurses uh, uh and they'll tell you uh, there PAs, are no doctors. viruses they're all in and on the scam that they're is all healthcare. in on the fucking scam. also birds aren't real i'm told no, and they certainly don't fuck. Are you so, aware of this? Like, <laughs> yeah, birds aren't real either. They're battery powered, and that's why they stand on telephone lines to recharge. Yeah. If you if look, you, you'll find no ancient depictions of birds. That's, None. This is actually a fact. The Egyptians with bird gods, not true. No, no. Those, Those are were modern sick. creations. The ancient Sumerians with bird gods, uh uh. Uh uh. Not not real. Much like not geology, real. they just planted old things on archaeological sites. All right, all right, well, <laughs> Some guys sneaking in there with a triceratops horn <laughs> to throw it in a pit and then pretend to dust it off the next morning. <laughs> the, the least lucrative scam to ever have <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool, Dr. Steve, but uh, we, uh, you're, you're, we're still not paying you more than $48,000 here. <laughs> Fuck. I, I will tell you, though, if you are friends with any nurses or people in the healthcare profession, they will tell you this is not a nothing. Like it's getting real quickly, very quickly. It's also going to space. get bad. Space, not a real thing. I'm told. Mm -mm. I've heard a lot of a lot of good people, a lot of smart people talking about it. Think of how much money we're going to save on Space Force. It's not even real. We're Have you ever looked up? It's just sky. Yeah. I went outside a minute ago. The, the sky is clearer than it normally is. I could it's a it's a crescent moon tonight, but I could still see the whole thing. Yeah, it's because of lack of pollution ever since we shut down industry. I think Atlanta is less polluted than it normally is. I really sure. I think the sky is clearer sure. tonight. I know that Yeah, because they did they they had the um the aerials of uh China. That's mm -hmm. where I was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they also had a big contrast. The most stars I've ever seen was out there uh at the Ox Ranch, I think. I think I think that's the farthest I've ever been from low humidity brighter than a fucking yard light. Yeah, the low humidity. I am. Um, I've told this before, but one of the earliest times I fell in love, I was on this whitewater rafting trip in the Grand Canyon, like down the. I think it's. Like oh, I thought you were. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the one that I that you, when you were with me. Well, the first time you fell in love was three years ago. <laughs> and it Ooh, was Kyle. Was Jackie, no. <laughs> uh, no, I was. You on a different trip. I, I think I was fifteen-ish or something, but. Uh, 
We spent the night looking at the stars. There must have been, without exaggerating, 30 or 50 shooting stars that night. We kept seeing them. And uh, you could see every star. You could see like nebula. That's what the cloudy things are, I think. Uh, Maybe. Anyway, it was an amazing thing. And I think that, what are they called? Is it not nebula? Am I crazy? I think what you're seeing when you see that is um, you're you're looking... You're looking at the Milky Way, you know, it's a, it's a spinning disc, and you're looking uh, into it, and you're actually seeing, like, the depth of it. I don't know if you can see Nebula with your naked eye, but, but, but hey, well, I don't know. But I, I Neil, could see Neil things. deGrasse Tyson. I, I've, uh, I <laughs> saw things man. that I've never seen on the East Coast before, and I'm told that it's the low humidity that lets you see. Oh, and, of course, the complete lack of light pollution. Air light pollution. I have another video here. Um, okay. I got it queued up. It's called Should You it Got a Problem? Time... Question time... mark, question mark. Did you timestamp oh. this? At like... No, it should be just start from the beginning. Oh, the beginning. Okay. Supposed... Oh. So I was like, man, the last four seconds must be good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, audio, yes. Yeah. Any backstory needed for this or just? We're in Philadelphia. All right, there we go. Ready? All right. Set, play. Beep, dude. Um, I give it 30 seconds, bro. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm worried about the music. Oh, they're just hanging out. Two cars in front blocking traffic. Yeah, they're just chilling. What an asshole. It's definitely been 30 seconds. Okay. Yo! Oh, and he gave him the finger. Not the middle finger, but like the weight. Yo! Get his fucking number, bro. I gotta get to work. <laughs> That's fair. Yo, dude! What's He's like, gonna... hang on a minute. I'm gonna deal with this guy. The fuck, dude? Yo, get your boyfriend's number, dude. I gotta get to work. Yeah, I gotta... Pri- oh, that's cute. That's cute. He's got his fucking TRP no, stuck in his pants. Between yours and mine is my fucking registered asshole. <laughs> yeah. So when I blow your brains out, the cops are gonna high five me. Move your fucking shit. I'm gonna get out. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yes, he's moving. <laughs> and he added bitch in there. Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a nice That's pistol awesome. that the gangster had there. <laughs> what, uh, really? Tell me, what did you see? And, and the... uh, he's got a 1911. I think that's the uh, the TRP, the Tactical Response Pistol. Oh, and, uh, the driver's it was in a holster. I couldn't see anything. Ah, uh, who fucking knows? Yeah, okay. he's, he had it in a soft holster. Yeah. <laughs> you know the difference between mine and yours? Mine's registered. When I blow your head off, the cops are going to high five me. <laughs> it's cute. Move your shit before I beat the shit out of you with it. And you can see that you can see that that guy with the the gangster guy with the gun was like, "Oh shit, he's right. <laughs> I should get out of here." <laughs> That's a good clip. What a I like fucking that asshole! What a fucking alpha! That guy, <laughs> the guy in the car, alpha guy's like, "I got a gun." He's like, "God." Let's have a shootout. (laughs) Yeah, I got to get to work, bro. (laughs) 
<laughs> I gotta get to work. Yeah, it, the video starts off with like, it has to have been 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, you started overheating at 15, I suspect. Like, yeah, he, he was like, I, I usually give him 30 seconds. <laughs> I give him 30, you know. It's your boyfriend's number. Yeah. 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 Get your point. They he liked that. that line so much he used it twice. <laughs> I'm not letting that gold line go unappreciated. <laughs> believe I'm repeating it. Yeah, that, that's a great clip. That guy's awesome. Cool guy of the week so far for sure. Uh, I don't know. Joe, Joe Exotic, I think, is our cool guy. No, Doc, the, the guy with the with the six bitches mm, and all wearing leather. I'm having a hard time getting over Indian whore. Kane, dude. Indian Kane, dude. There's so cool. many Indian Kane dudes. I could link you Indian Kane dudes from now till the end of the show. Indian Look police up, yeah, are sing, corrupt Singapore. as fuck. My my coworkers at Cisco wouldn't call the police because they would rob you. He's like, now you've been robbed oh, twice. Shit. Yeah, they they would be mad at you for calling them if you were burglar. Burgled, I think is the word. Burgled. Uh, I think it, I don't know. I'm not going to, whatever. Go I, I prefer burgled. All right. Yeah, burgled. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, they, they were saying the police are just like another problem. Like you, you have a problem with the crook. Now you have two problems because you have the police there too. They, they just wouldn't deal with it. <laughs> You I've seen th- people getting lashings in the streets of India. They'll make them get down and do push-ups, and while they're doing it, they'll lash them in the ass. And then the next guy will come up and start doing his push-ups, and he'll get a lash in the ass. And the lash is like something out of like fucking what's that movie with uh, that Mel Gibson did? Passion, Passion of Christ. Of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got like a fucking like it's like five. It's cat like a, of nine it's tails. A, it's bones. not a cat of nine tails, but there's like. In. It's it's it it's not floppy, but it's not stiff. It's somewhere in between with like four whip, four like leather yeah, straps, like semi erect, and they swing it hard as fuck. They are not holding back a bit. But these guys are clearly in pain. Like you could tell, like that one guy we watched earlier. He's just like, please, no more, please. And they gave him like five more. Like, I am so end. really sorry for being up past curfew. <laughs> I am so sorry. Let me. It's like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Am I the only one that saw him not so much as in pain as like submissive? Did you guys I see? It was it a combination I, of both. I think the yeah, pain made him submissive. That's what I was getting too. I, I was get, yeah. I was getting both. I felt he was like giving he lip was, until he caught that cane to the back of the thighs. I thought he was just playing the role he was expected to play. Like, like if this hurts me so much, no more. Whereas if he were to say, like, I don't give a fuck about your caning, he would get they double down on it. Yeah, he'd get double caned, triple caned. I think I need to show you some more canes then so that you understand that that everyone has a similar reaction to a good old fashioned caning. You know who loves oh, caning? Here we go. Singapore. Here we go. Singapore Here's the people getting lashed. People. Here's right. a good good lashing in the streets of whoever wherever Mumbai. the fuck. Ooh. That's like freak out. Armed and you forces you love member. going back to this well. <laughs> it's where it's my homepage. <laughs> armed forces armed forces members apply punishment to those disrespecting the COVID-19 quarantine and curfew in Peru. Interesting. I'm armed forces and Peru. Ready, set, play. <laughs> That looks like an Indiana Jones Dale, dale, uno. Uno. Te fuiste. Te fuiste. Te fuiste a tu casa. Te fuiste. Sigue, baja, baja. Oh, God. He knows what's coming. Your turn, Jordan. Te fuiste. Te fuiste. Tú también. Ahora, rápido. Dale, te fuiste. Tú también. Mueve. Te fuiste. Te fuiste a tu casa, chucha. 
Dude, that's that classic Peruvian efficiency. They get let the first guy do like three push-ups, and then the rest are like, no, just kind of like square up. (laughs) Just like, and then get get the hell out of here. I'm watching one in Ecuador right now. They catch this guy out after quarantine. They cut his man bun off. (laughs) Oh, look at that. That's hilarious. Oh, Oh, snap. This is is just humiliation. Look at this. Oh, God, I need this kind of street justice in my country. (laughs) I'm at zero. Uh, oh, okay. You linked it, and I didn't spot your link right away. I mean, they're doing him a favor. Honestly? Yeah. Ready? They quarantine in Ecuador. Set. Play. En el toque de queda. Entienda eso. Por culpa de gente como ustedes que más gente se sigue contagiando. He's like, wait, what? Yeah, give me that shit. No, hay que estar en la calle. Yeah. Mire para el frente. How you like that? I'm going to cut your shit off with some safety scissors. You just got scissors on hand? Stolen from the local kindergarten. Yeah, it hurts extra uh, bad because they dull. What? Get it off! Uh, yeah, they cut the video too soon, but I have faith that they made it through. Oh, that cop was that? not stopping. Those guys persevere. <clears throat> Are they going to have like federal crackdowns, like legal repercussions at some point, do you think, where it's like, hey, fucking $700 fine if we catch you out after. Um, I saw a guy who was found positive and then he did not obey quarantine. They're charging with attempted murder in America. Oh, that guy's here in St. Louis. Yeah, he's the one who fucking ruined it for all of us. Well, I mean, it would have got here eventually, but that bastard fucking caught it in Chicago, came back here, was told to quarantine. Then he went with his daughter to uh, a dance at like Whitfield or visit one of those really, really hoity-toity rich kid schools where it's like, of course they think they're above the law. They probably cost $35,000 to send your kid there for a year, like beyond rich level private schools. And then he went to like some like business event in St. Louis. That, that guy, I hope he does get put in jail for something because fuck <clears throat> yeah, that's not cool at all. Well, you know, the uh, before I guess before we had any confirmed cases here, they had that cruise ship that they mm-hmm. had quarantined all those people. Well, they flew them here to San Antonio at Lackland Air Force Base and there weren't enough tests to run on everyone who wasn't showing symptoms. And so uh, <laughs> this one chick, they ended up they ended up finally getting around to testing, but she wasn't showing symptoms or whatever. So they just released them. And uh, first thing she does, go to the fucking mall and Chick-fil-A <laughs> and everything. Yeah. What an I mean, ass. the test comes back positive, so they had to shut the malls down. <laughs> uh, you, you guys will get to watch real time what coronavirus does because I am going to end up getting it. I it's pretty much inevitable because yeah. of my friend's line of work that I am gonna get coronavirus. And According so to me, we're all getting it. Kyle says I'm maybe wrong. I'll I die. Might be. Maybe I won't. But, tune in. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I, there's no cure for this, and everyone that gets it gives it to three to ten more people. So yeah. it's just gonna spread through the society until uh, the second time around you get it. Yeah. It won't be a big deal because you're just, just like AIDS. Like, just like AIDS, folks. All these, well, this is a little. This is a little We're more all wide, gonna get it. This is a little more widespread than AIDS. Little, little, little easier to contract. Says you. Say. Says well, you. I mean, I mean, well, we we have different lifestyles, so that is. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be like, and all like a scary thing about it is all of the 
researchers coming out and being like, yeah, kind of what, what Richard said earlier about even if you don't get it horribly, you can get scar tissue in your lung, like your pulmonary system can get fucked. They're saying that it can affect your fertility and your reproductive system. Like, Oh, wait a minute. Taylor, well, doing you not, a favor. Not just, not just to have kids, Kyle, about Kyle's testosterone production, things like that. Like, and so that it's, fixed? Yeah, I'd rather not have to, though. My balls have been doing a... They're working overtime my whole life. Oh, um, yeah. Yes, yeah, you turned nine. Who doesn't like some big ball... I, I wish they were smaller. My pants would fit better. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I then contract some coronavirus, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know if it makes your balls smaller. I know it probably makes them worse at making testosterone and, and sperm. But, your balls get yeah. smaller when you take tea. What so do I, I think need that's sperm? the route he took. Yeah. Which brings me to one of our AMA questions this week. Kyle, you have such a great relationship with your dad. Why don't you want to have that with your own son someday? Look. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Let me level with you here. <clears throat> My dad's got five kids. He has a good relationship with me. <laughs> 20% of the time you get this kind of magic and that's just in his unique scenario, right? I'm awesome. Okay. That's why he and I have, have a good relationship. Cause I'm so cool. I don't want any fucking kids. And I've gone through the list of reasons way too expensive. You can buy Ferrari kid or Ferrari kid or Ferrari kid or Ferrari eh, Ferrari. They're pieces of shit. They, they shit every, uh, like get a fucking exotic. I'd rather much rather have a I tiger. Was. You, you, <laughs> $3,000 a year to feed a tiger? What do you think it costs to run a kid? I, I imagine oh Taylor's like, Kyle's not making any sense right now. He should have a monkey. Yeah. If I you're mean, sure, get, get an a exotic monkey. animal, get, get a, a cool monkey. little capuchin monkey that you can train. There's, I, I have no interest in having You can put one of those Aladdin hats on him, like the Shriners wear. Trust me. I, I, there's been... I would. I don't think it's a close call. Like, like I've taken a few of these little little fellas out already. All right, and I'll. T I, I, I'm not stopping it too. Whatever Jesus it takes. Christ. All right. I bet I could train a little monkey to use a little lawnmower. And I'm not politically correct yard. about it either. I'm pro-choice. No, you're pro-baby killing. And I'm on board with that. All right. I don't like it. I'm a pro-choice. I've trained several little humans. <laughs> you're pro-baby murder. And so yeah. am I. All right. I, I was Welcome to PKA. What was the meme the here recently about the pro GOP? Life podcast. Where they're like, oh, we're all, we're pro-life, except for when it comes to grandma and the coronavirus. <laughs> Let's get the economy going back again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, 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 my line has always been, you know, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of in the middle with politics. Like, I'm pro-abortion, but I think you should be allowed to use a gun to do it if you want. <laughs> I, I think i mean I'm, it's I'm a tiny anti-baby gun that goes in through the belly button remember that pistol that the joker had in the original batman movie mm -hmm. where you like the flag comes like out? pulls it out of his pants and the barrel's eight feet long just i'm fine well, with abortion as long as it's the here. man who impregnated her that gets the final say yeah he should be the <laughs> he should be the determining factor he should get to decide yeah. and and the only and he should be able to decide just like a commodus and gladiator he just comes out he's like and she's like oh really yeah, yeah. no no <laughs> she's fucking yeah, joaquin no. phoenix no Damn. i don't i absolutely uh, have no interest in having a child and uh I, I like the 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 having the son who has a father relationship i don't want to be on the other end of that he got the raw end of this deal right like, like, like you said you're so cool that's a joke <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but like he got the raw end of this deal. I mean, he seems very happy with it. We love each other very much. But you know, I got the guy, you know, take looking out for me, taking care of me, teaching me how to do all kinds of cool shit and helping me out all through my life. And he just got a lot of heartache and stress and and money. It's all sorts of costs, hospital trips and visits and teacher conferences and 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 all sorts of shit. Was there any more? Was there a day that you dreaded more as a young kid when you knew that you had been misbehaving in class and like my like I was always like a like loud in class like talking with friends and being kind of a smart mouth and stuff and they I would always dread that and I'd be like all right we're going to your parent teacher conference just sitting at home trying to distract myself playing like Pokemon Snap on the N64. Yeah, we had a different viewpoint there. I didn't give a oh. fuck. Well, my dad yeah, come no. That Dad was on my team when he went in there with that six foot three cunt Miss Evans fourth grade teaching fucking whore of a bitch. You had a six foot three team? woman be your teacher. Yeah, Miss Evans, you fucking cunt whore. My fifth Big grade ups teacher, Miss Evans, told my parents, "Hope you get the corona, you old whore." Bet you're already dead, bitch. I hope. I hope. I hope it hurt. I hope a tiger kills you. I hope you have a car accident and the gasoline's drip, drip, dripping, and you're all bloody and trying to crawl out. And that's then that wire that you always see in the movies, like that, like like sparks, that live wire. <laughs> yeah, and then you burn up like a fucking in a towering. Oh, you guys won't get that. Like, I hope she has enough time inferno. to to experience fear when she sees her inevitable. Demise. Oh yes, I want there to be lots of fear. She was a real bitch. She would just. She didn't like me. It was clear. It wasn't. It, it, she was like so much to like. <clears throat> there was a there was a parent teacher conference once because I flushed a urinal with my foot. What? Everybody, Fourth grade. Everybody They're covered flushes, in piss. They're covered in piss. Foot. And I, I, I exclusively I do that. He flushed the urinal with his foot. Dad's like, I just went in there and took a piss myself. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Have you I, been in there? Where I like, played ice hockey, they were always <laughs> ripping off because people flushed them with a fucking skate. Oh, yeah. Oh. So they're just kicking it way too hard. I, I've said it before on the show, so I'll, I'll keep it fast. But I remember I didn't get in trouble for it because no one ever found out. But I still remember first day of fucking kindergarten, going in, asking if I could use the bathroom, going to the bathroom, going in a stall to, to pee. Because like, for some reason, I don't think I had urinals in there. And going in and just pissing all over the top of the toilet and the side walls of the stall. And in my head, I'm five years old. My head thought over and over was, big boys do what they want. <laughs> <laughs> this is how big boys pee. I, I remember my mom just big always pumping me up and being, <laughs> being like, oh, you're a big boy now. You're going to kindergarten. And I was like, I took that to heart. And I was like, hell yeah, big boys do what they want. <laughs> Even like shortly, I got, I got scolded the first day of kindergarten for saying penis. I didn't, I got taken out in the hallway and, and Mrs. Mrs. Masterson, I think it was, came out and like told me we don't say that word here. And I was like, penis. And she's like, yes, Taylor. <laughs> I know it's your first day, but you do not she, say it. I just remember like like Anthony. Fine, would be bitch, on I'm gonna go piss all over the walls like a big boy. I want to like jump that? in. It's funny that you guys all had this idea that your teachers were assholes. Like Kyle's dad came in there and said, they're wrong. It's okay to No, it was me. <laughs> I no, was... it was the consensus. It was the teacher. Year after oh, year. No, I, I have more examples. It was me. Year after year, all of my teachers, like, just, it, it wasn't that I was, well, okay, my second grade teacher literally thought I was retarded, might belong in special needs classes, 
my fifth grade teacher said, you know, he seems smart, but he's the like worst student I've had in 32 years of teaching. Wow, a record. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I just didn't get on with the program. Like they'd want, th- they'd want me to do things and I'd just choose not to. Yeah, I would keep finish my work cards? and then there would be nothing else to do. And then I, so I'd have to entertain myself. So like we were doing some kind of project with glue, right? We're gluing fucking, I don't know, shit on poster board. And I had seen this thing on the internet or I, the internet didn't exist then. So I don't know, a TV or something where you put glue on your hands and it, it dries and it makes those gloves. Yes. And you sort of peel off the glove. And so I was doing that. Parent teacher conference. Got to have a parent teacher conference because I put glue on his hands. Meanwhile, Anthony's in the floor rolling around in front of the door on the on the mat being ignored because he just wants attention. Meanwhile, Anthony's now in prison for a hammer kidnapping and I only did 2 months. Teacher suck it, Anthony. Uh, yeah, what were you going to ask Richard to me? Uh, if, if you kept any of your report cards or anything, because that, that was something that uh, I love going back. Like whenever, anytime I go back home or hang out with, you know, family or whatever is going through some of those old report cards, like, like same situation where the teachers were like, you know, uh, I, I completely hated this one teacher, Miss Birchfield or whatever, but it was just like, Richard's such a smart student, but he, he insists on talking to other kids in the class across the classroom during class and I'm like whatever i know I, I used to get in trouble so much that like um i had a desk in the principal's office mr james it was really funny because i knew nothing about sports but mm-hmm. by the time i i left elementary school because he was a kentucky alum i knew everything about kentucky basketball because mm-hmm. i had a desk in there and he had like all these like just programs and stuff like that which is just kind of funny it was like it wasn't the the worst experience for me but i remember that just kind of sticking out because we'll go through the the report cards and everything mm-hmm. and just look at the behavior uh that'd be f- i wish we had done that i do know this and i've said this before but so we got four report cards a year and then every quarter there'd be a midterm thing and you'd only get updates if they were they're called deficiency reports so mm. if you were like on track to fail something or if you were exhibiting some sort of problem, they'd send you a deficiency report. That meant I never went one eighth of a school year without some sort of negative feedback from my classes. Every year, like my entire life, certainly through all of high school, but more than that, like you know, eighth grade and shit, like mm. always every eighth of a year, they'd be like, Woody fucking at school. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. See, I, I probably got in trouble at school less than any of you over overall, like serious trouble. I really, I never, I don't think I got detention a single time no suspensions. school or high school. Never got yeah. suspended. Oh, ever. yeah. Uh, I, I did I, not get I suspended. All the time. I would just get, I would get in trouble for like just talking in class and being loud. And that was mostly just a shut up Taylor kind of thing. I, I remember I, I got, got a pink slip once, which was like, they're like, you get two of these yeah. and you get detention. And, yeah. and, it was because the Spanish teacher sent me and this girl out and was like, I, I forgot, uh, or like, uh, Senor Taylor, Senora Christine, will you go get the flashcards out of the last class I taught in? And we went out and something Senorita. like got a hair up, whatever. I don't fucking know. I didn't learn Senora anything. Senora would class. be like, Mrs. I absolutely sat next to a kid that knew Spanish really well and looked off of his test every single time (laughs) and she had to know because i was turning in fucking 94 percent tests and my homework 
basically in English. I was leaving that class and I was with that girl and I was like, hey, let's walk as slow as we can so that we don't have to go back to Spanish. That sucks. And so we were like walking, like heel to toe, taking steps back, like <laughs> taking forever. There's nobody else in the hall. We go back past the ninth grade uh, history teacher, the ancient or American history room whatever it was. And he saw us like lollygagging and we weren't even in his class. He got mad and he came out and scolded us for walking so slowly and wasting school time. And he told her that this was a warning. And then he went into his office and wrote out a pink slip for me. And usually the way pink slips work is he would write it and then give it to the administrator who would log it. This retard gave me my own pink slip <laughs> and told me to give it to the woman never to be downstairs. seen again yeah and i was like okay okay mr johnson i will bring it to her never happen again walk around the corner threw that away i'm not getting myself <laughs> i'm not getting myself in trouble you lazy fat fuck High so, school, yeah, that, new level. The, the only time i got a pink slip i didn't actually get one so there you go it's oh. funny I had so many detentions to me. That's just how long school was. I was talking about elementary school earlier. Like you, want to, you want to talk about high school. That's that's hilarious. Cause so I went to uh, a, a really large um, public high school in Northwest Georgia and it, it, it's huge. It was the combination. They took three, uh, three public high schools and combined them into one and it was a really really long haul did you guys have channel one news yeah anderson cooper everybody did. Oh, yeah. And everything? Oh, yeah. yeah um so channel one news would play first thing in the morning for the first 15 minutes of school and i had chemistry this uh, i think it was my freshman or sophomore year and channel one would be playing for homeroom or whatever for 15 minutes and i would always show up with two chocolate iced cream filled donuts and like an orange juice or whatever and i would give one of the donuts to the teacher mr selvage and <laughs> so i came in i'm just obnoxious and i walk in and it's a good football field maybe 150 200 yards down at the very end of the hallway and i'm just singing some jaw rule at the top of my lungs going, who da, who da, who da, who da, who da, trying to get up my barbecue. And he comes out of the office and goes, Ryan, get your ass in the office. And I go, but Mr. Salvage, I got donuts. Screaming like 150 yards down the hallway, but I got donuts. He goes, get your ass in the office. I go in the office and the, the principal is just like, hey, what's going on? I was like, ah, Mr. Salvage didn't want his donut. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to go play basketball. Is that cool? He's like, yeah, all right. Even your mean-spirited <laughs> stuff was you trying to share. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so funny. No. Yeah, we, I mean, I'm thinking about high school. So all those weird people that you forget exist until you really... Do you ever do that? In Buc I mean, I'm you know, I'm not that much younger than, than you or Kyle, but like, just think sometimes, and then you'll, a face will pop up of some weird fucker that you went to high school or middle school with. And you're like, holy shit, I wonder what they're up to. Jackie I did that with one guy I used to play high or hockey with, not on my high school team, on a different team, and uh, he was in jail for heroin dealing. <laughs> Jackie so, has a high school bully. Uh, Jackie went to an all-girls Catholic school, and uh, this was a big uh, 
big girl. I don't know. I mean, she's a big girl. She's kind of. Big old bitch. What celebrity would you say she looks like? <sighs> Roseanne. Queen Latifah or Roseanne? Somewhere in the middle. Uh, she spoke Spanish. And uh, big, strong girl, a couple years older than Jackie. Jackie's a beanpole of a person. And uh, she was mad at Jackie for something she didn't say or do. She eventually learned that she was falsely accusing her, and that's how the whole thing ended. But she tormented her on the bus for a long time. <clears throat> anyway, that woman's dead now, and she died an early death, obviously. And Jackie still is like, fuck yeah. I'm at- yeah. <laughs> She's very pleased that that woman is just dead. Yeah, burn in hell, it. you whore. Yeah. I remember a fight in middle school. Um, these two dudes got into it, and the guy, like, WWF, like, flipped him upside down and pile-drived him on the asphalt, completely paralyzed him. It's like, wow. you think about shit like that that happened in, in school, and it's Come like... over, bro. Yeah. Wow. It's weird it's how people can be so durable, really right? You play football, MMA, whatever, nothing happens, and then... A bump in the wrong way, and, and lives are changed. What little asphalt pile driver <laughs> bump? And you're you probably <laughs> saw it on asphalt pile driver away from paralysis. If you, think <laughs> about it. you probably I saw the Reddit video right. where the guy went for a flying armbar, and it didn't work. Like he kind of landed here, and yeah. uh, he lets out this scream. It, it's oh, indescribable. I saw that. It was wrestling, wasn't it? Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and. Uh, yeah, he was going for a flying arm bar, and he kind of just slid down the guy's arm. He didn't get it right. Landed here, and just was like, ah! And then he couldn't move. He was paralyzed. Screaming. He broke his fucking neck. I saw that. Oh, He's Jesus. screaming. He's I don't screaming. Watch that. That's scary. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's terrible. Anthony rather... tells a story about, like, because, you know, some kids will, like, torture animals. It's a, it's a normal part of growing up. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm joking. I didn't do that to you. Evolution. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 and like on an old ONA show, he's like, "Yeah, I had a crossroads where I could have become a serial killer. I was like maybe seven years old, and I caught this lizard, and I just wanted to kill it. This little lizard, and so I took the top of a soup can lid, and it was all sharp, and I just rolled it over the middle of this lizard." And cut it in half, and I still remember it going. And he was like, and that's the moment that if I would have liked that, killing people, but what I actually did is I went home and I cried and I cried and I cried because I killed that lizard, and I was like. I remember more, shooting uh, a squirrel like that. I have yeah, some AMA questions. Lid. Yeah. Right, what you got, Kyle? <laughs> I have some AMA questions. Uh, if you want to you ask us these AMA questions, you can sign up on the Patreon below. I think it's like $10 a month. <clears throat> you also get access to early PKN, so you'd have known what happened to Taylor's brother, you cheap fat. And so this one, guys, this guy <laughs> says... Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, he was there's a guy asking a pistol. Yeah, uh, this guy just bought his first gun. Mm-hmm. Nice the Ruger SR nineteen eleven and nine millimeter. Any experience with that gun? Yeah, I had a couple of those. I had them in forty five. Uh, I modified them and made them uh, suppressed. Um, yeah, there for eight hundred bucks. Uh, it's it's a real good nineteen eleven. Honestly, like like the other sort of full size nineteen elevens that are 
comparable or not as good, I don't think. I, I, I liked them. I thought they felt pretty nice. Um, you know, I, I, I put some new, different grips on it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I like it. I, I'm not a huge fan of 9mm. 1911s, I had a, a Kimber that was a 9mm that I just thought was kind of cool. But I, I generally like 45s. But um, but yeah, good pistol, especially for 800 bucks. Spend another thousand dollars and you get something a little sicker. You get a Springfield or I have one 1911 entry level Kimber. It's made by Smith and Wesson, and I forget what it is, but it's their like performance line, like their competition line or something. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a little more gunsmith than perhaps the less expensive ones. <sighs> I wish I liked it more. You know, I like it fine to look at, but I don't hit what I'm aiming at with it as much as I do some of my <laughs> other guns. But, uh, for me, like some guns, I I have an F2000, FS2000, FN, who the fuck knows. And uh, I seem to hit whatever I point at. I have a um, uh, Henry uh, lever action 22. I'm really accurate with that gun. For some reason, it and I get along. And an M&P9 is the other gun I shoot well. But my I have a, a revolver. Not as good a shot with it. That's That 1911, I'm not as good a shot with it. There's a few that I'm just less skilled with. I'm always more accurate. if uh, it, It's about sights and triggers to me. Um, grips are important too. Having a good grip on the gun, it fitting your hand well. But it's, uh, it's often the sights and the triggers. Uh, good trigger, good sight. And, uh, but that's the commonality that all the guns that I was better with always had. Because, mm. um, uh, you know... The, certain pistols i would just be like oh my god i could shoot the fingers off that mannequin with this and so some of them i'd be like all right let's let's really squeeze this one off or we're gonna miss his head you know it, it just depends that makes sense the it's always great one. you got a buddy that's got a bunch of guns that you can try or if there's a gun club or something like that where you can go shoot some things beforehand <clears throat> yeah it's get nice a feel for what works for you i was talking yeah. to kyle about an lcp once people know it's a very small mouse gun a pocket gun and kyle's like man i'm just not that accurate with it and I thought, I am. That's, that's a Walter a, White one, right? Or the LCR. Yeah, yeah the, LCR. the LCR. Yeah, the LCP is a semi-auto 380, I think. And uh, in my head, I was like, I'm pretty accurate with it. It's weird that Kyle's not. And then I went out and put that to the test. I am also inaccurate with that gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I, remember, okay. I remember when I learned that my pocket pistol was essentially worthless. I, I had this, like, uh, this half gallon of Tropicana orange juice. And, uh, it was like most, it was mostly gone or it was expired or something. And I sat it out on the porch at this lake house I, 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 I stayed at and just, I mean, eight, 10 feet away. I just went bang and I went, I missed <laughs> and I went bang. Oh shit. <laughs> Where are the bullets going? Are they coming out? I had to like, I, I open the, I take the magazine. I look at the bullets. I'm like, these are real bullets. Yeah. 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 This is all right. We're not carrying this anymore. I, I have no, like, like, unless I hope my attackers really wide. I need to <laughs> stick this against you like a staple gun. I need to like, patop, 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 staple you with this fucking pistol to hit anything. I was so, so bad with it. <laughs> um, but the LCR, I felt like, um, I, I preferred it. I, I thought it was cool. I, I, I liked the, the form factor of the LCR quite a bit. Um, but, but one of the, my favorite carry pistols was always, uh, I had a Rossi 357 Magnum snub nose that was just so compact and yet so heavy at the same time. I just felt like you could really give somebody a Joe Pesci beating with it if you needed to. <laughs> but also at the same time I had like, oh, is there a little girl in here? 
Yeah. <laughs> I was a big man here a minute ago. So he was gonna, gonna stick stick his foot up my friend's ass. Now here's this little girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking him after stabbing him in the neck with a fucking bick. That's... Fucking, fucking stabbed him like 20 times the fucking I am due pin for a rewatch of that face. movie. And this is the perfect time to do it. <sighs> Are yeah, you man. working the same hours as before, Taylor? Like, how has your professional situation changed? So, like, if I'm being honest, I was going into the quarantine being like, hell yeah, I'm going to have so many little gaps throughout the day to get things done and whatnot. I've been way busier at home, like just sitting here working and being on calls and sending emails, drafting things like, yeah, I've been much, much busier than I thought. And so a lot of the time it's like, I'll you know, I, I usually come in here at like uh, 8 a.m. or so and I, I get going. By late morning, I always have a call or two I have to do early afternoon, sometimes mid afternoon. Like, but other than that, like, I'm, I'm just sitting here working, and that's kind of that's kind of sucked. Where I was like, oh, this isn't what I imagined. But at the same time, if it gets to be like, you know, three in the afternoon, and I can sense a little gap, like I've sent out what I need to send out to people, and I'm kind of, you know, how business is, you're awaiting responses so much of the time. It's like, I'm just going, I'm just going to want to work out now. I'm just going to go bring my phone. I can respond to anything, but I'm going to go in my basement and lift. And that's been nice. Like being able to control the workout schedule a little more. I've been working out pretty much every day at this point. Like uh, ever since the lockdown started, I'm trying to really take advantage of that. Obviously, like not obviously, you know, still no excuse for it. But last week with all the stress with my brother and family and stuff, I definitely engaged in some, some overeating a bit, you know, not a bit, a lot. And uh, so I need to undo that. Uh, it's just, you know, th that's the real thing is I'm both surprised by how much work I'm actually having to do and happy with like the little bits of, of moving around. Like I, my, I let open the door. My dogs are coming in. They're being all nice and, and sweet. And it's fun to be around them all the time. So I'm liking that. Uh, they are totally house trained now. I can leave them around for like, I mean, they're only like uh, 10 months old for Richard's knowledge. Okay. Totally the, the little dogs, little, they're these terrible little, little wastes little of tiny, space. You, you fucking, I hope you get coronavirus asshole. They're fucking ugly. <laughs> they're weird looking. Like, I can show private texts from us that say that you they think look like, they're cute. I mean, I was just being nice because your brother was, wasn't doing well. <laughs> this was <laughs> months ago. <laughs> you fucking, you monster. You, you Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, well, like, right, I already got hit by a car. Like, what? Yeah, Kyle and I were yeah. being nice because those dogs clearly are retarded. They <laughs> say, "Oh, how sweet!" They're, they're a terrible a decision dumb. you've made. <laughs> yeah, no, they're. What's the? I was. I only know the mainstream dog breeds. What is it again? It's a mix of a poodle and a cavalier, and so like they don't shed. Like mm. I've said before, when I was looking for dogs, like, I, I wanted something. I prefer the Poodle Ford Focus mix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, it's, it's compact, <laughs> economical. Doesn't shed. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a Poodle Chevy Spark mix. <laughs> yeah. That. But uh, yeah, they're. I, I just wanted something with a poodle so that I wouldn't have to deal with shedding mm -hmm. because that's fucking annoying and hypoallergenic. I I don't have an allergy to dogs but i don't people do though anybody yeah people do so it's to be courteous so yeah i, I really like having them to hang around it, it keeps yeah. and like my girlfriend's out at work still like she has an essential job and so like i'm spending most of the day here by myself i i it's too early it feels like a vacation still almost where like i'm waking up and it's like uh 
I like, for example, yesterday or the day before I had a call I had to be on at like uh, 745 in the morning. And so I, I woke up at 742 and then just trudged yeah. in here in my underwear, sat down, flipped up my laptop, got my Zoom meeting working. It was just like, man, this is tits. <laughs> this is great. But yeah, all that, of you guys attending off. this meeting in jeans. What are you trying to prove? Yeah. Oh my God. That's some of these the meetings, there are so many people in them. Like, like I was on one the kids. other day and it had, it had 18 people on a zoom meeting or something insane like that. And I just kind of was like, I can just kind of, kind of mute myself and sit. You need a Dude. cardboard cut out so, of you. <laughs> so, no, it's not video. It's only on. I think Taylor's Taylor, frozen again. I want to share yes. this with you because I used it for a decade. Cisco did like teleconferences because it's global since uh -huh. I started there. And uh, if they ever catch you not paying attention, say, sorry, I didn't hear you. I was on mute. Now, the thing is, mute doesn't stop you from hearing things, but it worked for 10 years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no one catches it. A consistent winning record. <laughs> a decade of, I didn't hear you. I was on mute. And they'll repeat it, and everyone thinks that makes sense. Use it. I've seen so many people doing these meetings, and they stand up and forget, and they're either like naked, or <laughs> or, or they accidentally take the, take it with them to the bathroom and start pissing. If it's a like, I saw a girl sit down on the toilet, and everybody's just like, oh, 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 and then she goes. And she like shuts it and they're like, oh, poor April. And all the dudes are like, oh, she's <laughs> oh dumb whore. No, see, I, I, I literally, I literally did that uh, earlier this week where, I mean, it was like an 815. The P thing or the mute thing? Uh, well, it's a combination. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't show myself naked because I haven't been on any video calls. They've all, prison mic. they've all been just audio only. And so I, it was maybe 815 in the morning and I had to take my morning dump. And so I just muted it, grabbed my laptop, walked into the bathroom, and just took a steamy shit for as long as I wanted. Well, it didn't take that long, you know, rather being here than sitting on the toilet. But it was nice being like, man, I'm hearing people talk. I'm even talking back to them, and I'm sitting here taking a foul shit, you know, unmuting, unmuting in between bursts into the toilet. <laughs> you know, so, no, That's I actually a don't think dangerous it's work game our, uh, we're playing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we retail for much lower than that with your product at CVS. I don't think Walgreens will be pleased. <laughs> <laughs> no, they absolutely no. shouldn't run a BOGO right now. I mean, uh, demand is high enough as is. <laughs> Just, um, What's a BOGO? Buy one, get one. Buy one, get one. Makes sense. Or a TPR, a temporary price reduction. Those We're doing little, uh, little buy bags, you get. give a yeah. bag right now. How's that so work? people... So when people buy a bag of coffee, we're donating a bag to um, hospitals, first responders right now. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so they can save people with a very high heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> well, these people work pulling really long shifts and everything. Oh, just, I know. I know. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. I'm, I'm, it's very good of your organization. So, Did you finish off Curb Your Enthusiasm, Taylor? By the way, uh, Richard, if you're not into Curb Your Enthusiasm, that would yeah. be something great for you to get into. I was going to watch Curb last night, but I decided to pop on Tiger King instead. And Good so idea. Sure Good after choice. Tiger King is done, I'll I'll jump back to Curb. I think I'm like season four or five at least right now because there have curb, been whole yeah. days that or like whole weekends where I had nothing going on. We're running in the background. So, yeah, yeah uh, just finished the uh, the tenth season. Um, the 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 season wow. finale was uh, Sunday. Um, 
Is that the great most show? recent season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess if it's a Sunday, then yeah. Yeah. Great show. Great show. One of the best shows on television. It's he's so uncompromising. You know, a lot of a lot of shows. <clears throat> Like, yeah, yeah, we gotta make another season. We gotta make I feel like Westworld is that right now. We're like, oh yeah, well, I mean, it's the third year, so we gotta make a third season of the show, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, quality be damned. Let's, let's write something. Larry David is like, um, basically like a billionaire, and I'm only doing this as like a vanity project because I want to make an amazing, funny show, like mm -hmm. to the best of my ability. So give me two, two and a half years, and I'll, I'm gonna write some good stuff and I'll be back with you. And that's what he does. Like, like he takes a year, two years between seasons of the show, and he makes an amazing season every time. Where's it live? Like, where do you watch it? Uh, HBO. HBO. Okay. Are, are you ever just kind of distracted by, I don't know what his wife's actress Cheryl's name is, actress's name, uh, yeah. Her face looks like it's, like there's clothespins behind her head holding the skin back she looks very almost feline are you seeing plastic surgery is that what you think it is yeah very like definitely plastic surgery but are, <sighs> you, are you do you notice that because the skin seems too taut she's held up well i'll say that I, I i never thought plastic surgery i she's think she's pretty. she's pretty attractive and she's got a great body because she's definitely like 50 or so what's the actress's um, name uh just search cheryl um from curb your enthusiasm C H E R Y L. Cheryl. Um, I was going to be like, nude. but Cheryl's unspellable. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I I hate her character. I'll say that. Like, like she's my least favorite character in the show. I really despise her. You'll you'll know why by the time you get where I am. Hmm. I, I'm sure. What a monster. Mm, I'm seeing it's like into a lot of porn. <laughs> well, all right. I, well, here we go. I see what you're both talking about. Like now that Taylor said that and kind of predisposed me to think that, I see it. But I also see her as someone who's just held up really well for 50. 54. Good for her. Well, this one looks shopped. She doesn't even have crow's feet. That's... But Yeah. I'm almost, I'm 80% sure this one with cum all over her face isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I think she just says Botox. It's hard to it, say. <laughs> it, 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 it looks like Botox to me because I'm looking at really old pictures of her and I'm looking at like her at like an award show last year and it's like, eh, this is Botox. I wish you I know, knew. I'm sorry, I cut you off. How many actors had plastic surgery and testosterone or steroids or whatever? I, more plates. I would dates. say all the dudes who bulk up, up are on or on something. Um, probably probably testosterone or something more intense. And you can usually tell with the ladies who have had plastic surgery. Like Megan Fox has had way too much at this point. Um, oh, that's a shame. Really? I feel I like you, know that. you didn't know? Megan uh, Fox? I haven't, I haven't seen her since the fucking Transformer movies. I think she'd had it already. Hmm. Yeah, when you said that, I instantly jumped to the friend chick. What's her yeah. name? Oh, Courtney. she's looking a little Fox, feline right? as well. Yeah, the nose. Jennifer Aniston is who you're thinking of. No, really. the brunette. Oh, Courtney Cox. That's how you see how I did that. So. Um, or you, I guess see why I did that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's good plastic surgery too that people don't see. Kenny Rogers yes. looking looking good, <laughs> looking good. He's looked you know? better. Um, I'd like. I mean, like if, you, plugs. if you saw him today, probably not holding up too well. But see, he died last week. That's the joke. I got. Oh, I, yeah. I did not know he was dead. He yeah, he's dead. That. He's he's dead. Well, that I, makes it a funny joke. I was in a well, live he survived stream. Corona. 
And they were demanding that I like pay tribute to Kenny Rogers or show more respect to Kenny Rogers. Okay. And I'm like, what are we talking? Like, why? <laughs> and then I learned he died. Every gambler knows the secret to surviving. Yeah. I like his, I like his songs, but like, holy, you know, it's not like he was making new shit. It's not like, you mm. know. How old was he? I certainly don't care that he's 80? dead. I don't know. He was old as fuck. Then he had a Will good Sasso did a funny at skit. At the risk of their wrath, I'm going to look it up. If your name starts, or if your age starts with an eight, and it's not eight, then you've had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just fucking cash out. 38 to 20. Uh, so 40 to 20. Oh, I'm doing it wrong. 40 to 20. This is 82. Does that sound right? Sure. Yeah, he's an old guy. You know. I want to know. I know. We're at four, but what is how each of us, mm. how long do you have in toilet paper before it runs out? Woody, I know you're probably set till September. Something it's it is just toilet long. paper or can, can we include paper towels? Cause I've got a fuck ton of paper towels. If we're including paper towels, I'm good for a year. I have Not like really. a year of toilet paper. Really? Like I was like, I asked Jackie, do we have enough? Like, is there enough? And she's like, yeah, it's in the upstairs closet. And I'm like, all right, like which upstairs closet? Like they manage all that stuff. I don't have to, I don't have, mm -hmm. I don't put toilet paper in the bathrooms. It just gets there. Right. And, uh, <laughs> La <-dee -da>. so, <laughs> and I, I, I look in the upstairs <laughs> closet and I pictured like a bundle of it, you know, the, the ones you couldn't even hug. No, the closet has two doors. I open it up. It's all over. We didn't hoard it, if that's what you guys are thinking. What we actually did is just kind of overestimate the Amazon subscription. And it's just, <laughs> we just live in a state of like a year's worth of it. We need to cancel a month or two, which I think you she saw, did. I saw the video of you at the dollar store. <laughs> all right. I know what's that up. poor woman. No, yeah, we're in the same position with the wet wipes. I... I, I we have That's this say. like closet type thing in the master bath, and like I, don't know, I, I saw it. There were, I don't know, Shit. dozens and dozens of those hundred and fifty roll packs of wet wipes. Like we have too much. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot left. <clears throat> I probably got like eight rolls, and then it's toilet. Then I, I, I'm gonna have to find a source. Yeah, I, then it's paper towels. Is it still like hard to find? Like I, yeah. like I, I go through like maybe a couple rolls a month if that because I use wet wipes and stuff. So, I mean, like if you, I, you go to a grocery store, the canned foods there, the frozen foods there, the spices, the fucking you know whatever they have, it's there. You walk into the paper aisle, and it is barren. There is no trash oh, wow. and burn America. Like yeah. like those rainforests are just sitting there. Jackie's? Okay, they're mocking us. I'm hearing that Jackie's biggest struggle is uh, chicken. That's you know that it's hard to get. Embraced. Really? Yeah. I I I haven't had too much. I mean, I've got so much meat in my freezer and now downstairs that like I don't really need chicken. But, Elk meat? Yeah. Does it make you aggressive, Taylor? No. What are you crazy, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more on Joe's side than I am Bill Burr's on that because I don't. What? Really... It does yeah, not make you more aggressive to eat elk meat. How much elk meat have you had? Enough to know I'm not getting more aggressive from. I it. don't believe you. I don't think you've had any elk meat. I've had, had bison elk. and it had. I've no had elk steaks from uh from one of my friend shot. I don't believe you. You don't have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll find an elk steak. Eat it on camera. I had an elk steak with you. Aggressive. 
The day yeah. you two yeah. fought at the uh, <laughs> at the no at the fucking restaurant with all those with the way too crowded walls and decor. I remember that was a point of contention that we both had, where it was like it is too busy in here. Can we settle what it? What are you trying to prove? They had more animals on the wall than they knew what to do with. It was do you absurd. need twenty deer on the wall? <laughs> we get it. That's what we're eating. We get it. How about that you? Crocodile don't was terribly deer overpriced. Encroaching on our sitting space. Like you don't need to mount a deer three feet above the ground. Everything they had there, somebody had murdered the week before. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Oh, Is wow. This the, that's the, the toilet paper. That was that was me at, at Target the other day, and I was like, oh, that's <gasps> oh weird. I was just getting some forks, but you you know what I've bought? I I've got like yeah. five oh, packs of 120 each uh, napkins. That I've picked up when I've like stopped at the store outside and there's no the box toilet paper. thinking. I see outside the box thinking. Yep. So I'll tell you, I I ended up going to because now I'm having to be a normal um, adult and cook and do things like that. So I was like, right, I guess I got better go get some plates and stuff like that. So I went to Bed Bath and Beyond, and they had everything that every other place was out of. Yeah, toilet oh, paper. Really? They had medicine. They had all that stuff. Yeah, Bed Bath. Yeah, you know uh, Office Depot. Bed, Office Depot has toilet paper. Same thing. Way. Yeah, Office Depot huh. and Staples. Yeah. Makes sense. Hit up yeah. your Staples people. Home Depot. I'm gonna hit up people. my my local Staples before this airs on Saturday. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's four hours. Richard, is there anything you want to uh, let everybody know that you go check out? Uh, that that alien thing you showed me was cool. When does, yeah. when, when and where is that gonna be up? Uh, that'll be on full mag. Um, I'd say if I was going to pump anything, if anybody's looking for a job, I'm looking for somebody to do some social media stuff. I'm always looking for editors. I'll, if people are looking for work, you know, I might be able to put people to work. We've got um, our canned coffee out now. How would someone to, contact you? Black Rifle? Um, you know, I put my um, my community number, my text number, or DM me on uh, Instagram or any of that other stuff. You know, just reach out reach out to me. I'm pretty good about responding to people though. I don't post a whole lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to change that. I just like, I loathe posting. Stuff Now's the it. time to do it. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the opposite. My social media is right. Only I, I oh. yeah. Don't write me probably just hurt my feelings, but I post. See, I just engage <laughs> with people. I, like I, I hate fucking posting selfies and stuff like that. So it's like, I want, people who get the content that we do like what's cool oh this was a, a awesome slow-mo clip i'll post that to social cool roger that we'll just like create guidelines and stuff like that or if people are talented editors i know people who are in like some big production you know like tv series and stuff in there they don't even know when they're going back so um you know just trying to trying to find some some talented people in these these trying times mm-hmm all right. Well, sounds good. Thank you very much for coming on. Had a great As time. Always. Thanks for inviting yeah, me. Appreciate that. Always. Yeah, anytime, yeah. my friend. PKA 484.